Almost live. And we're live. I'm trying to hit the recording button. That's the one that's taking so long. Oh, we're live. And we're live. Here we are. Right. <clears throat> Painkiller already, episode 273. Almost live. And we have we're several live. sponsors tonight. Oh, to hit the we just want everyone button. to take that's a look the down the description so below. If you're interested in Club W, Dollar Shave Club, Casper.com, Ring.com, Prosper.com, or uh, Bronze Metal from Sony Pictures. We're going to talk about all those things later in the show. But for now, let's get right into it. What do we want to talk about? Terrific. Right into it. Taylor, do we start with Kyle's parents' relationship? You know what? I was going to lead there organically. You know? <laughs> yeah, Taylor had a great segue. <laughs> Taylor had this segue planned, but um, but Woody just really just crammed it down my throat. So yeah, uh, um, God damn so I it! Talked to my, oh, oh, I talked to my dad today. Future topic. And he's my dad's health. Okay. Future. So I talked to I talked to my dad today, and he said so. Recently, we had some heavy winds, and it blew a few shingles off his roof. So we had the insurance adjuster come out, and uh, you know they figured it all out. They wrote him a check for everything, and so he says to me this. He says, uh, you know, I tried to speak to your mother the other night about the uh, the roof situation. You know, I. I don't know if I want to redo the whole roof. I want to reshingle the whole roof. I don't want to. I don't know if I want to change uh, shingle colors. I've considered putting on a metal roof, and uh, so I went to her and I said, "Honey, I, I want to talk to you a little bit about the roof." He said, and she just blew up right there and started. What do you want to talk about? You're certainly not doing anything about it, and just like like went went ape shit. So he was just like he let her go on, and then he went. She went. So what do you want to talk about? And he just he, he goes. Nothing. I lost my train of thought. And he walks away. I, he's like, Kyle, I'm going to put blue tarp on the ceiling like we're, in, like we're refugees. He's like, <laughs> fuck her. She don't like it. She can, she can get up there and hammer some, hammer some nails. <laughs> he's like, I'm going to put a blue tarp on that roof. And if she don't like it, fuck her. He's going to intentionally <laughs> make it look shitty. Like yes. those houses that like Christian missionaries that are actually yeah. sixteen-year-old kids are building for those. Poor it's gonna Mexicans. look like a Katrina refugee. Like like there should be people on that roof like waving for help. Yeah, he's gonna <laughs> put a blue tarp on that roof just to spite her ass and pocket the insurance money. I guess. What a so, oh, that's great. So then he tells me that he's been messing with her a little bit. He says the other night, uh, you know, I, she likes to take a shower in the morning before before work. He said, so I figured I'd just go and uh, turn the hot water heat hot water heater off the night before. <laughs> He's like, but damn it if that water still wasn't hot in the morning. So I got to turn it off a little earlier tonight so it'll be cold for her. <laughs> wow. So, so I, gotta, I, gotta, I started chuckling. He said, you know, she's got her own coffee machine. She won't use the pot anymore. She's got the Keurig machine over there, and I'm not allowed to touch it. He tried to use it a while back after I talked him through how, how simple it was and how it was really a really good cup of coffee. And she scolded him because he didn't put, like, distilled water in it. He put tap water in. And, uh, and, and so... Yeah, that's yeah, a thing. Right? What is is he a radiator? He, it, so so he says. Uh, so the other morning I went in there and uh, fixed myself a cup of coffee and had a uh, there was a half a diet Pepsi sitting on the counter. So I just went ahead and filled her coffee machine on the rest of the way up. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, but that tasted like shit, don't you? <laughs> so your dad is just he's like Dennis the Menace at this point. Your it's dad is just a. Sixty-year-old Dennis the, movie, the Menace. The War of the Roses with with uh, like Kirk Douglas and Kathleen Turner. Like it's like that. Like they they're sharing the house. We're not going to split this thing up. We're we're hammering through it. But this is like the first half hour of Step Brothers. Like, what did she do? <laughs> Retaliation. You know? It's, did she put? It, did she poop in his shoes or something? Like. <laughs> um. She'll. Oh, I know what she did. She. Um. He had some spicy relish that he was going to put on some hot dogs, and she threw his spicy relish away. 
Um, and it was intentional. And that's what, that, that's what started this. Because he, he went in there, he was like, have you seen my, my spicy relish? She's like, I threw it away. <laughs> All right, then. <laughs> and then he goes and turns You're the right. hot water out of your mouth. <laughs> so they've Man. got a real childish kind of back and forth going between a 62 or 63-year-old man and a 52 or 53-year-old woman. It's, uh, so is that what happens when you go over there? Are you like reverting back to like a six-year-old mentality? And you're like, Mom, Dad, stop fighting! Like, no way. Uh, no, they don't fight. No. So first of all, I don't go over there. Um, I don't. I don't see. I haven't seen her in a while. I uh, I just visit my dad. Uh, I go see him at, at his shop. He's usually hanging out over there, shooting guns or working on cars or just hiding from my mother. So um, I, I haven't seen her in a little while. Not not since the holidays. But um, they don't fight. They just kind of stay away from each other and and try not to because if they get too close it just it goes poorly it, no, it seems a, like there's a lot of they're not fight there's no war but they're having cold what war they're doing is like vietnam between two superpowers it's exactly. just like a proxy war of pouring soda in the keurig and and throwing away, away relish it, it, this, this is going to build up it's going to hit a critical mass where that spicy relish was all he wanted all fucking day and he gets it home really was. and when it's not there Something's gonna explode. He'll tear another I don't hole think I can co-sign that. It's it's that's how it is. It's little petty things. He's like, I asked her to make me some cornbread. She wouldn't do it. <laughs> you know, it's little <laughs> stuff like that. It's just like the little petty things. They go back and forth with that stuff. So, um, my internet went out Saturday, and I hadn't had internet for. Uh, it was Tuesday comes around. I still don't have internet, and I'm like, well, this is bullshit. Uh, so I go to the internet office. They're closed on Tuesday. So I returned Wednesday, which was yesterday. And I go in there, and this enormous woman who smelled awful. No, uh, tell me more about the smell. Was it bo? Was it? It was. Yeah. It was dirt. It was a. It was like a dirty smell, like a, an unshowered smell. It wasn't grime. like bo. Grime. Like dirt Thank and you. sweat. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, and it, there was a layer of it. I bet if you if I licked my finger and then did that, I could see the stripe. You know what I mean? So anyway, I tell this lady, I was like, "Hey, my internet's been out since Saturday. This is kind of messing me up. I need my internet." And uh, I realized that she's really clueless about this whole thing. She's having a hard time. She's having to call a supervisor and stuff. And, and, cause, and then I realized that there's really something up over there. She's been checking my account and clicking away and calling for help for like 10 minutes. And I'm just standing there like, what the fuck? I have not been charged for Internet in two years. $5,000 worth of free Internet. <laughs> That's about you what your Internet's that? worth. It auto debits out of my account, and when you when you it it, it just stopped. They, at some point, they uh they, you know they they did something to the account and it stopped charging us. And I haven't paid for internet on two lines in two years exactly, twenty four months, and it's it comes to roughly five thousand dollars worth of free internet. So she's like, <laughs> "Well, we're gonna have to start charging you." And I was like, "Well, I guess that's fair." And I was like, well, "Is there an upgrade?" And she's like, yeah, there is an upgrade. So I've upgraded from 12 megabits by uh, download by 2 megabits upload to 20 megabits download by like 2 or 2.5 two up. So, wait, it's, wait, it's, so it's, it's, can you go over that? What was it before and after? It was now it's 20 12, by 12.2 12, 12, to 22.5. Correct. That's a step up. Especially yeah, it's a, the download. Yeah. But both really. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I really wish they, I. They have 50 by 5 uh, in some locales, but not mine. And I really wanted it because you need at least 25 to stream 4K. And that's what I want. I, you know, I got this 4K TV. It'd be cool to watch things like House of Cards is presented in 4K. Is that 72-inch TV? Oh, the 4K is your new one. It's smaller. 
Yeah, it's the one we're on now. It's a 42, I think. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. My dad That's got out of the hospital though. today. The clever segue there. But my dad got out of the hospital. So uh, for those of you who watch the show all the time, I know there's some people on the stream and stuff. Maybe they don't. But uh, my father has this legendary sex life. And um, as he was going in, he's, he had surgery on his prostate, which you know can, it can have an impact on your sex life. So um, he's, he's there like on the gurney thing. And he's all drugged up. Like they put him on something just to make him happy and just chill. And it, I don't know if you've ever had surgery, but it's my favorite drug in the world. I start looking forward to it. Like if there's something wrong with like my arm or knee, or it's like oh, I'm gonna get it's gonna be awesome. And uh, as he's high on the the gurney, he starts telling all the nurses and doctors about his legendary sex life and how it's like especially critical that they do a good job on this so that he can get it back. And uh, I was just like, yeah, dad. You know, I've accused my like you know, Kyle has a, a bumpy relationship with his mom. I mock one with mine. I'm like, you wore him out, mom. Look what you did. Yeah. <laughs> the man can only take so much. I just imagine him whispering to the doctor, "If you can give me a little more girth, that'd be nice." And, you're, and, you're, and, and your mom being like, "No, no, no. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> no it's more. Almost a deadly weapon already." Uh, <laughs> So, uh, but he got home today, and um, it, it appears that everything is going to be okay. So, uh, so awesome. I'm really happy about that. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. I, I'm sure you. the first time he has, he makes love to your mother, uh, uh, you'll all know about it. Uh, <laughs> Welcome to the house. Uh, he, like, like I don't know if your dad has Twitter, but that would be one of his. That would be his tweet. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even have a cell phone. Took but the wife to pound town. <laughs> your dad. He doesn't have a cell phone. He doesn't. He used to have one when, um, it, like, it, the moment he retired, he retired maybe, I'm making this up, two and a half years ago, something like that. And uh, one, of, like, one of his first things was to get rid of the cell phone. So Just because it reminded him of work and he didn't want to be at anyone's beck and call? He's not a phone guy, and he only had it so that he was available to clients. And Is it because the cell phone is the mark of the beast? <laughs> Ooh, just like women drinking beer. Yeah. That's cell phones are right up there with beer and women driving. Plus, wrath, all that stuff. Cell phones. Mm-hmm. He he does believe yeah. in the mark of the beast thing, which I uh, I can't see. I got eye taught to eye that growing up. It's creepy. Yeah, it, it, but what's funny is like like I don't know. You mentioned the eye. Like I, I guess there's a mark on your right hand that you show to people and you need it for commerce. So when you say like, oh, are you talking about the iWatch? He's like, maybe. Like it's a viable theory, you know. Like, is oh. it my Eagles card? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? You know, like like your local grocery discount thing where that you, know, you need this to buy things. It's in your right hand. Like, yeah, this sounds yeah. right. It's you think that, when you go to Costco, you think you're just getting good prices on exceptionally quality meat, but really no. It's the market of the beast. To Satan. Yeah, you can't. Right you can only there. buy six pounds of Cheez-Its in one box through Satan. Apparently, that's the only way to do it. Yeah, but, but uh, yeah, that's, uh, I made chicken that, the other night. I battered, I battered it with uh, with cheez its. It was amazing. You battered what with cheez its? Put the cheez its in a food processor, grind them up, and uh, you know, do like an egg wash on the chicken. Roll it in the uh, in the cheez its, back in the egg wash, back in the cheez its, till you got a nice layer of chip cheez its. Yeah, delicious. And it was good. Oh yeah. What cheez-its kind of cheez its did you use? Original. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't gonna go to Parmesan or something like that. Get, that's that's risky. No, wouldn't want to be low class. Yeah. Mm-mm. No. What What is your favorite cheese? 
my favorite cheese. Um, 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 it's like uh, pepper jack. I like pepper jack cheese. Pepper Jack's good. Colby Jack is good. In my house, mozzarella is known as the king of cheeses. And everything else is just a pretender. It's just a wannabe mozzarella. American you put it cheese, on every which is sandwiches nice. as well? Uh, if, if, yeah, it can be. It's my favorite pizza cheese. It's my favorite sandwich cheese. It's the best cheese. And I will sometimes... Well, mozzarella is the best pizza cheese. I think we mm. can all agree. I, or Parmesan. I, anytime another cheese Rossiago. is used, I feel like it's because there wasn't mozzarella available. If I go to Cadobas, is that what it is? And, uh, you know, yeah. and and get like a chicken gumbo. Like it's the mozzarella I want in there. Mozzarella is it's the best cheese. Mozzarella. Mm. Yeah, I uh, different cheeses for different things. That's that to me. That's an Italian food cheese. That's a, it, it goes well with like I don't know lasagnas and pizzas yeah. and pastas. But but if it's a sandwich, I want like Colby Jack, Pepper Jack, uh, maybe some sort of uh, cheddar, uh, something like. I want that. some like mild or maybe medium cheddar. That sharp yeah. cheddar on sandwiches is gross. Sharp cheddar tastes cheap, like like it's poor people food. I I don't know know any other way to put it. It it, it tastes like it's uh, like government cheese or something. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's not very. It's like if do you ever buy the wrong hot dogs? And I, I don't know if you guys get hot dogs the same way, but I only get like the Nathan's or the some kind of all beef Frank. Yeah, fun yeah. length because I'm not a poor. Yeah, you check know, your I, privilege, I can, have a, I, can have, I can have a bite of hot dog with every bit of my bun. Thank you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I can spring for 13 extra cents. But do you ever get those uh, uh, shitty like Oscar Mayer ones when you're desperate and it's made of like turkey and pork and it's just a c amalgamation of garbage? Pig when I was lips. a kid, when I was a kid, um, like in the afternoons when I'd hang out with my dad, he would go to this country store and, and there was like a, a, a big dinner table set up with, uh, with big chairs set around it. And all the locals would kind of hang out around that table and eat their lunch or a snack or a Coke or whatever. And there was a checkerboard and it was that kind of like a country store hangout spot. And oh, I'm losing my train of thought. What, rewind for me. What were you just talking about? Cheeses, hot dogs, the length of buns. Yeah, so they served hot dogs at this place. They had a hot dog machine, and she only put the cheapest red. The weenies were red, and I ate them. But I always knew that they were just low class. Like they, every now and then, you'd get a bit of bone that you'd bite into because it's you know it's 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 it's, it's shitty hot dog meat. Um, but yeah, now I get the Nathan's or like the the ballpark like big ones. You know, mm -hmm. I, I want all beef. The Nathan's uh, I, ones are the best. Yeah, I like those a lot. Yeah, I saw that um, Burger King has started making hot dogs. They call them grill dogs, and those are all beef, but I'm not eating a hot dog from Burger King. Yeah, it's probably like, what, uh, they pawn it off as a great deal, and it's like a buck 19 or something, I bet. I have no idea. When you can uh, get it, plenty of hot dogs. You should not be buying, there's no excuse to buy a hot dog ever, anywhere, I, because I, it's never I, any better I than what you differ. Mm -hmm. I really? beg to differ. I beg to differ. So. Five Guys Burgers and Fries makes hot dogs. You're probably not aware of this. They split the weenie down the middle. It's still together, but it's split. And then they like they, uh, I don't they think grill I can it on that. the grill. It's really, really good. And they, they pile it high with, uh, with toppings like Chicago style. And I like it a lot. Yeah, I mean, I guess that makes sense if you're going to because somewhere like Five Guys, you're not going to be like, yeah, and then some ketchup and mustard. You're going to be like, and I throw in some fucking bacon, uh, mushrooms cheese, on there. Jalapenos. Put some bacon on there. Jalapenos. Like, that makes sense. That's what I get. You're, I get a you're bacon not just going to have a whole, yeah, you don't have a huge assortment of that shit at home to do. But if you're eating a hot dog with just ketchup or just mustard or relish or something, just fucking eat it at home. No reason yeah. not to. I'm a big fan anyway. of the, uh, the Five Guys. I, I think I know who Woody's talking to. I'm not talking oh. to anyone I'm calling Wings. Ah, oh. uh, just to, just to see. That's, okay. That's, that's just who I trying again. Thought you were... Yeah. 
Yeah, we want to get a hold of Wings Redemption. Talk to him. So I'm going to Wings' house tomorrow. Are we streaming? Are there people listening to this live? Yes. I, I'm not going to refer to them or anything. I, I don't. I don't want to bring it up and and make that a disruption in any way. But yeah, so tomorrow, I'm going to Wings Redemption's house up in Conway, South Carolina, and uh, we're going to get the hot sauce thing moving forward. Going to get those photos of him taken, and uh, no promises, but I will take a video camera. I'll take a DSLR and um, and some memory cards. And my flamethrower, uh, because I thought it would be funny to make sort of a, like a 30-second promo video for, the, you know, Wings Redemption the hot, hot sauce. sauce. The flamethrower. I didn't put it together until just now. Yeah. Ah, that's so brilliant. he's going to cook some hot wings with a flamethrower and his own blend of spices and herbs that, that, that uh, are incorporated into his hot sauce. You think a and, lot of thought's gone into his signature mix of spices and herbs? I've, I've had him on it for weeks now. Mm. I sent him uh, a lot of literature. And I sent him like a like a thirty, I think it was thirty eight herb and spice like mixer kit with like small amounts, and he's been like mixing and matching and coming up with what he wants. It's it's a butter base, but it's got a little kick to it. It's not too hot, but I like it a lot. None of that's true, by the way. <laughs> you mean to tell me that Wings isn't actually sitting over there in South Carolina with a Morton pestle like smashing up? In one of those things, <laughs> like just, like, wa- like like watching the powder like pass through light as he like looks <laughs> at it with one of those ma- those like uh, jeweler's yeah. glasses <laughs> with the, 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 the sunlight of the the morning sunlight peeking through his kitchen blinds, holding it up like that, sprinkling yeah. it. It's too fine. Fuck! <laughs> you have to restart no, it, all over. In <laughs> reality, I, he, he has a jeweler's in reality, inspecting. I, in reality, <laughs> we talked about what his sauce should taste like, and we uh, we talked to the sauce Anger. makers, and and they sent us uh, five different versions, and and we'll settle on one of those five that most exemplifies the Wings what of Redemption hot sauce. What flavor brand. do you think of with Wings? Like just thinking of him, and then all the variations of Wings that are out there. Which one do you it, peg him as? It it's it tastes a lot like Frank's Red Hot because Frank's Red Hot is buttery, it's salty, and it's spicy, and and, and that's what you want in a in a hot wing sauce. And that's what I think about when I think of Wings of Redemption. That's what I think about too. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Just imagine what he would taste like if, you, like if you licked wings. What what do you think he would taste like? If I Ooh. licked wings, what would he taste? I imagine him being slightly salty, right? Slightly salty. Most uh-huh. people are salty. Yeah, yeah give yeah, yourself yeah. a lick. Try it out at home. I imagine that he would be a little buttery too, because maybe he had well, like, like a Papa John's baby. pizza with that butter sauce and a bit. There were some drippings, you know. It's maybe like a garlic butter. Yeah, he's always got a, a slight glaze of butter. Um, just to, you know, <laughs> a slight glaze of butter. So he's salty, a little buttery. Uh, it's an anti-aging. Don't. Uh, no, I'm not making fun of him. It's, a, it's an anti-aging technique he uses. People are getting ahead of themselves, I'm sure. Uh, uh, that's I'm why sure, he uses yeah. the butter. I bet that you would taste like Taco Bell fire sauce. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I bet you. Chiz would taste like uh, soot from a 19th century chimney. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a chimney sweeps beard. Mm. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I taste you. like some kind of foul. Um, Woody would taste very rich. I feel like he'd be hard to stomach. Hmm. Uh, I would eat. I would only eat Woody because I know, given the opportunity, he would eat me. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> that's what makes it moral. Yeah. The only know? thing Remember? that's that stopped me so far is that uh, we haven't been alone. I feel like Woody's gamer tag is a meal for kings anyway, not a common man like myself. No. No. Uh, I've had yep. sex today twice. No, that's a, that's a stupid question. Never mind. Disregard that. We should move on. Come on. What are you going to ask? I was going to ask if you had to... Woody was saying 
Okay, it gets demented because of what Woody and the implication of what Woody said, mm, saying maybe. that I haven't eaten you yet because we're not in the same room. I was going to say, if you could get one person, preferably famous, so people know who they are, into a room, and you have to eat them, who are you going to eat? You going to go for a big fatty because mm. it'll be easier, maybe taste better? Or are you going to go for like one of the Olsen twins, just try and knock it out in one day? All right, so here's my question: um, How much of them do I have to eat? Do I have to kill them myself? And how am I allowed to prepare them? Uh, you have to eat at least half of their mass. Oh, my God. It's not in one day. You're in this room for a while. Get comfortable. You know, this, <laughs> this is, uh, do I have to do the butchering? Uh, Give me a butcher. Come on. I'm not capable of butchering an Olsen twin. I'm sorry. I'm just not like to kill babies. Okay, so you are going with an Olsen twin. So you're going to eat all that, probably OD. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah, that's the challenge because one of my original thoughts was like, I'll get, uh, I can't think of his name. Who's the leads? Axel Rose, right? If, if I ate like an Axel Rose, then that might be a pretty enjoyable experience, right? Like I could get it's a second hand high. Yeah, this, this is a guy like a Joe Rogan, you know, there might still be some LSD rocking in that system. Uh, they asked Joe Rogan if he wanted to fight in the UFC at one point, and he's like, I'd pop that drug test wide open. You know, he'd break yeah. the, the measuring device. I would never eat Joe Rogan. His, he looks like he'd be made of, like, corded-up monkey muscle. Like, I, just really tough and I feel like if I... You know, but in terms of, like, just quality meat, I feel like Oprah is a nice... Like, I, I picture her marbly. No? No. no there, Mar- there's not even... You know when you buy bacon, and you can see through that back slit... And you can see, like, oh, that's all fat. There's only a tiny bit of meat. That's, that's what Oprah. Oprah would be like. It would be so much fat that it would be overwhelming, and there wouldn't be enough actual meat there. I think you want someone like maybe someone like Brock Lesnar, an O-lineman in the NFL. That's I who disagree. you want. you got a ton of no. muscle. It's going to be like a ribeye. No. Hmm. So here's the problem. Humans live to, like, you know, 30, 40 years old. You're eating a, you would never eat a 30-year-old cow because it would be all tough and chewy mm-hmm. and sinewy. No. You want to eat baby. If you're going to eat like human, to you want to eat baby. Who are the current Disney stars? That might be one of the best ways to narrow this down. <laughs> I want to eat it. I love that you're going to current Disney stars. Like a nice... I don't know. I'm sure that's so Raven. I'm sure she isn't, you know... No, she's not. Cur- yeah, I was going to go with... Um, uh, shucks, not Taylor Swift. I forgot who was. I had one in I'll my eat Taylor head. Swift. Oh, she, Hannah Taylor Montana. Swift look- but she's older. Oh, no. Taylor can't weigh more than, what, like 100 pounds? Taylor? I can eat Taylor. I think he's Taylor more Swift? than a hunt. Oh, Taylor Swift. Taylor. Right, right. Yeah. I was thinking, Mark Durka, I'm going with the over on the 100. Yeah, pounds. I don't want to eat Taylor. No way. <laughs> a little over 100. So. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Like, Speaking of the Olsen twins. Someone... No, go ahead. I, I watched some of Fuller House. Uh, I watched, say, first eight minutes before I couldn't take it anymore. Couldn't um, handle it. I don't like to throw the word cringe around because I feel like it's overused by a lot of people who are really socially awkward and they're cringing when they shouldn't be cringing. Right. But that's just my own personal thoughts on the matter. But I was cringing at this a lot. Um, there was a funny joke or two when they brought up Michelle, who is the Mary, Col- Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen's character. Um, you know, why she isn't there. Someone literally says, well, she's off running her fashion empire in New York. And then they all look at the camera like, and they like stare at the camera, like kind of nodding, like you should be here, you rich bitch. You should have came back and done this for everybody, uh, for maybe a good solid three I saw or four a, seconds. A YouTube clip where they're like, "A thousand dollars a shirt. No wonder she doesn't need to act." There's something close to that. Did you yeah, see that? something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. something something along those lines. I, I only I watched this last night, but um, 
a lot of the jokes are just awful. It's it's really bad, really bad writing. Uh, it, and it is cringeworthy. I didn't care for it at all. I uh, backed out of there. But, um, but I yeah, didn't I would even make it eight minutes. I bet I made it three to four minutes, and it's it's hard to stomach. It really is. And looking back, I don't know how I ever stomached the original series. The original you had hearts. Chiz watched the whole fucking season. Chiz, get yeah. in here and explain this. Yeah, what Chiz, explain yourself with watching Fuller House. I put on garbage when I'm working, okay? So I let it run in the background, and I thought I had to watch it just to get it out of the way. I like Full House, Fresh Prince, those shows, so I watched the whole thing. And Kyle is right. There are several throughout the season, fourth wall, I hope you don't hear the helicopter in the background, several fourth wall breaking jokes um, about Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen, and it's terrible. I said it before, like... Every episode, the kids are on their phones, very stereotypical, like, get off your phones, and, like, they're trying to play with them, and they don't play like they did in the old series, because everyone has their phones, they're doing selfies every fucking episode, they're talking about posting on Snapchat and Facebook, it is a terrible, terrible fucking show, and I only like watching when Bob Saget is on. Do they have really profound little tidbits, too? Like when all the adults are talking, like, these kids nowadays, they don't want to go outside and play catch and basketball in the driveway like they did. But we did with their iPads and their doodads. That's exactly what happens. I hate that shit. That's exactly what happens. The low moment for me in the eight minutes I watched was Dave Coulier emerging from his basement bedroom wearing these cartoon pajamas that were like matching tops and bottoms. And they bring up the fact that he is a 55-year-old man. And it's just like, come on, Dave Coulier. Like, your character still hasn't really pulled his life together. I mean, I, I and they even mentioned that he was doing well financially, but he's he's still wearing cartoon pajama, like onesie type thing, and, and living in yeah. in Bob there's Saget's a, there's basement. There's a fan theory out there that he actually was a rapist slash killer the entire original series, and that he was hiding it the entire time down there in the basement. Like that's why what? he was hiding like things, noise. And, yeah, like yeah. the Zodiac. Mm-hmm. Like Ted Cruz, we I don't think that's had... a real fan theory out there. But if you check, there could be something similar. You know, Dude, it sounds realistic. We were gonna have a guest tonight. We were intending to, and it was John McAfee going for the Libertarian presidential nomination. I thought that would have been really neat. I, 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 he is wanted for murder in Belize, and uh, he had to like escape the country. He was seeking political asylum in like. Guatemala, I think, and he didn't get it, but he managed to like escape that country by faking a heart attack, and they burnt his house and seized all his assets in Belize, and like, dude, I so wanted to, I was very excited about having him on. Yeah. Wait, wait, what was the story of the murder? Is it pretty much for sure that he did kill someone? Uh, Oh, shucks, I don't know. Um, It was a guy who lived next to him or something, and he he was... there was someone who lived next to him that he knew that was murdered, but I didn't see really any evidence that he did it. The Belizean? I don't know. Police? I just seen Bolivian. Think... No, Belizean. That's it. Bolivians are from Bolivia. Yeah, yeah. yeah. These are, I, these, I, yeah, these are Belizeans. I don't know much about Belize. Belzonians. <laughs> Let's go with Belzonians. Belizeans. Hi. Yeah, it's Belzonians. Yeah, uh, confirmed the guy was his neighbor, and... Uh, I don't know. It would have been Bellizax. really neat to have him tell the story of like trying to escape the country, hide in Guatemala, and uh, fake a heart attack and stuff like that. And it's, uh... but he's also like a genius. Like he started working as a computer programmer for NASA, and then went to a couple other places. He worked at Lockheed Martin while inventing the antivirus software, and then he made millions, and now he's working on other stuff. Yeah. 
Work hard, kids, and someday you can fake a heart attack to get out of Guatemala. You know, <laughs> dare to dream in your millions. Yeah, <laughs> dare to dream. Uh, I saw on his Wikipedia page, it was like at his peak of wealth, he had a hundred million dollars, which made me wonder, like, is this guy like destitute now? I wouldn't think so, right? Like, I don't know because he doesn't own McAfee antivirus or whatever anymore. The art. I read a few articles about him, and I read like even before he was going to be a PKA guest, and the articles painted him as crazy. And I don't mean to paint him as crazy, just that that's what they say. Like he, he's always shirtless. He's pumped himself up with all kinds of anti-aging drugs. He's taking. He like hires lots of women to be his harem, and uh, he's out nice. of money. They say. I don't know if any of this is true. This is all like. What would you do if you were John McAfee? Two chicks at the same time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I like I could hook something like that up if I invented an antivirus. And not even worry about a virus. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> clever. Yeah. So now he, he like bought some land in Belize, and he felt like there were life-saving medicines in there that they just had to discover. Like if he started picking all the plants and dirt and stuff, they'd see something in there that hadn't been found yet. Lorenzo's oil. <laughs> I don't know. It's pretty fascinating. I felt like if we had him on, he would explain it in such a way that I'd be unqualified to dispute it. That was my guess. I want some of that snake oil he's selling, if, if that's the case. That'd be well, nice. Dude, the yeah, guy's like 50 and looks it. 20, so I want some too. Wait, does he look I, I, good? From the neck down, 70. yeah. He's got like a young guy's body. Like he's just thin and strong. He, he, mm, he, but he's seven. He do, you know how... Um, inmates and maximum security look like that's kind of the dad bod you know that you get when yeah. you're like 50 something he looks like the ones that lift all the time <laughs> you know and, and somehow but he's he... got he's older so like all the skin on his body is like three-eighths of an inch lower than it should be you know so the body's still tight but there's like that nipple saggage that you see in older gentlemen I, you know what i'm talking about i do i i huh well, let's look for a John McAfee shirtless picture. I think he has an old face. He reminds me of, um, oh, who's that rocker uh, with the rough voice? Rod Stewart. Like, like he's got a rough face. Uh, I just Wikipedia'd him, like, you know, an hour or so ago before the show, whenever we thought he was going to be able to make it. It turned out he didn't have very much time at all. Like, he was really, like, s s cutting it thin. Uh, yeah, we didn't, we didn't know how long he was going to be on, but when we found out he was delayed by 15 minutes, he... He's like, well, I won't make it in time next time. So uh, <laughs> his, uh, his face is so wrinkled, but his body looks young. It looks like he's in one of those movies where you freeze time, but time like you age too fast when you freeze time. And he like took a ten hour nap with time frozen, and then woke up, and now looks Do you like have shit. A Van Winkle. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, you the know. Van Are you looking at the one with him next to all the paintings? No, the one. Oh. Oh, like it, he's in a it's an OregonLive.com link and he's just got so his forehead is like a Kyle-esque copy, copy paste skills Montana. one might say Taylor oh no I was just looking for a better one potentially here. <laughs> there look at that Ooh. yeah look at how many look at how many forehead wrinkles that it is look a little appreciate 70 in this Thousands. Let me, uh... he can never even wonder like about he's anything seen some shit. giving away. Look how yeah. hot! Look at look out! He looks like he looks like he's got like a thousand yard stare. He looks like he's really seen some shit down there in Belize. Yeah. Well, he saw someone die in Belize <laughs> at his hands. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> got an up close view of that one. Yeah, allegedly. 
He is not oh, coming what? on the show now. Oh, that wired. I think that's the article I read that talked about um, that, that, that it painted him a little crazy. Like it wasn't a flattering article. With but. that photo. <laughs> he doesn't even have the hammer cocked. It looks like that's a hammerless, isn't it? Unless I can't even see. No, it's got a hammer. Oh, no, it has a hammer. It's got a hammer, yeah. Well, he yeah. looks like a very interesting fellow. Yeah, lots I of bet he'd be a blast uh, to talk to. You know, like... Uh, yeah. It, he's lived an amazing life. And to me, the tail end of it is not that enviable, right? Like, the... There's a lot of stress. I don't think anyone enjoys getting accused of murder, hiding in Belize, finding yourself in Guatemala, etc. Um, like that to me just sounds like a really bad scene. You know, I, it, 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 he must be stressed. He's faking a heart attack to get out of the hospital. This sucks. But is it worth it to live an amazing life if the tail end of it's awful? I think it might be. You know, we've talked about this before. See, for you guys, 50's further or yeah, further away. But would you die at 50 if you could be like a pro athlete in the NFL? You know, would you take that ride instead of a normal one that goes to 100? Mm, probably not. Probably not. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I feel like that would seem like a great idea for like 12 years. And then as soon as you hit like 43 or something, you'd just be like, oh my god, shit's getting real. I'm not even the best at this life that I chose anymore. There's a ton of people better than me at this sport. Fuck, I'm not even trending on Twitter unless I do something crazy, like get accused of rape or drunk driving to someone. Like, I'm my life, I'm basically as irrelevant as I would be as an accountant at this same age, except I don't have a family and all this other stuff, and I won't get to live to be 100. Like, you know, it, I don't know, I feel like when you're 53 years old and you're like, on a vacation maybe looking at your wife or family you're like you know what i'm glad i picked this one glad i didn't go for the the running back route or whatever the case may be i, I suspect a lot of the amazing lives aren't that amazing when you live them right like you know like a ufc fighter right that's a uh, a life that some alternate universe version of me might think was really cool but you know the back room, the working. Like they spend every day in a gym. That gym's not clean. That gym doesn't smell nice. That like that, it's it's a hard working existence filled with pain the whole way through. It's just one or two nights where you're a celebrity. It's uh, man, I don't know. A there mm -hmm. might be a reason most people choose a regular, comfortable life. It might be better, or not. Yeah, I did not enjoy the fights this week. Um, I paid the $60. I felt ripped off in the end. The first three fights went to decision, and I don't know, maybe a real fan could appreciate this, a decision, but they weren't even exciting decisions, I didn't think. Um, I, I knew who was going to win the decision in each case before. I didn't, I didn't even need to listen to the, I went to the bathroom. You know, I don't care what the judges say. I don't care exactly what the point spread is or whatever. Um, I knew who was going to win or lose. And then both champs fell, um, which, was, uh, which was good, I guess, but... Those fights weren't particularly entertaining. I, I didn't think I. I wanted Holly. I take to win. that back. I take that back. Um, I really enjoyed the Conor McGregor fight um, and watching that because I was list I listened to what Joe said about it and that made me. He, he said that uh, Conor's all about his left hand and everything else he does is to, is to hide the, uh, the left hand. It's to hide the left hand with smoke and mirrors. And, and so I was watching that and sure enough, like he's doing all, he he do a he do a cartwheel or something, but it's the left hand. It's left hand, left hand. And if you look at Nick. This is what's fucked. It's the right side of his face because the left hand kept coming in there and mm -hmm. fucking him up. And I guess they was 
both Diaz brothers, according to Joe Rogan, have a lot of scar tissue around their eyes, and he really opened them up. But I saw him post-fight, uh, and uh, he was speaking fairly well, and uh, and um, it was pretty good. I, I liked I liked his fight, um, and I guess the I guess the girls the, the girls fighting was good too. But those first three fights were a real letdown, and in previous events I'd seen, the first three fights were. As good as the the main two, the, it wasn't the main a card super fights. card, right? Like I, I kind of felt like we were t- treating it like a super card, and there were some good fights that you didn't see. Like I like the um, Diego Sanchez versus Jim Miller fight, but they put that all the way on Fight Pass, like hours ahead of time. And then I can't remember who it was, but the last Fox fight was also a pretty good one. If they had taken all their best fights and put them on the main card, like they did old school, it would have been a really great card. But instead, they took five great fights, spread it out across three cards, and none of them were particularly great. I feel like this has to take some of the momentum, some of the air out of the Ronda Rousey-Holly Holmes rematch. Mm-hmm. I bet. It, it definitely does. Yeah. I, yeah. And the question is, does Holly rematch Ronda for a title shot? Or does Ronda get an immediate title shot against Misha? And it's yeah. cool. because So Misha can beat Holly, apparently. Holly can beat Ronda. And Apparently. Ronda can beat Misha. So there's this rock, paper, scissors thing going on between these three guys. And Three uh, way. Oh, ooh, that'd be good. Ooh. Put all three of them in there. I'd like to see that. And, and, and a ladder match. We, we've watched group MMA before. Like, it's on YouTube. Oh, my yeah. God. It starts off like MMA, right? <laughs> and then what happens? So it's 5v5. And it starts off like any other MMA match. Like they How kind big of, is this ring? Um, call it like half court basketball, you know, but it's, it's a padded floor, but roughly that half court basketball sized. And, um, it starts off as kind of five one V ones, but then it doesn't take long. Yeah. Group of May. You're only as strong as your weakest guy. One of the people fall right within like the first minute and a half or so one guy drops. Then there's two V ones that just pick off people one by one and they get brutalized. It's awful. Then. It's a five v one by the end, and it's just like like. And sometimes there's a guy who just won't give in. He's like locked up with his original opponent, but everyone's just raining blows down upon him, kicks and stomps, and, and what are you doing that? Sporting at that point, it's like you're supposed to fight. It, it, call it five v three, right? The three of you know you're screwed now. You you have got a big big problem, and uh, so like I'm locking you up in a guillotine. Someone comes along and just soccer kicks me in the face, right? Because there's other people here. You know, what was going okay for me? Hold him down. Yeah. (laughs) You know, and that's how the group stuff goes. It is brutal. It's brutal. This doesn't sound like fun at all. It's fun for the people watching. Oh, and that's it. (laughs) Yes. See, at most other sports... Even like one-on-one MMA, like the person is there because they really love it. Like a football player will be like, I fucking love playing, hockey player, I love the sport. Group MMA, like even interviewing those guys, like, you know, red team, you ready to go up against, you know, Team Cobra? No. No, I want to fucking go home. But I got about $90,000 in student debt for my arts (laughs) degree, and so I'm about to get my fucking head kicked in. But that's Samoan guy over there. So how about you fuck right off with this interview and let me go in there? Like, that'd be horrible. You gotta be badass. I would be trying to like stay in the back and not hook up with my guy. I would be like hiding behind one of my teammates, so he's really getting like two v one, and I'm just creating space. <laughs> like, like... Yeah, you're like like every time he reaches you to tag in, you lean back. You're like, oh shit, you missed again. You know, come on, 
He was spitting <laughs> my mouthpiece out immediately and like crawling on the ground looking for it while the ref's it, like, yeah, just let him find it. And it's, it's not tag team, though. It's literally like all 10 people in there at once fighting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's... What, what would you do to get out of that? Would you just... I'd honestly have to be like, I have, I have diarrhea. I'm going to diarrhea all over everyone in this ring unless I can leave. Like, I'm sorry. Sorry. Brain check. Diarrhea in MMA? I, would I would not go in. Means they're druggies. <laughs> that's the... That's the thing. Uh, Wait, what is? Yeah, so a couple of guys. Like, there's this guy, Yoel Romero. He's gigantic. He's just so freaking jacked. He's 37. He looks 19. And he's, like, roided out. He, just, he got caught for steroids. But previously, he's had two problems that they both called stoolgate. One was Tim Kennedy had him so knocked the fuck out that he spent an extra 30 seconds. He couldn't answer the bell. And his corner... Um, like pretended that like always oh, spilled too much ice or something. They delayed it to give him extra time to recover. The stool gate before that was he shit his pants. <laughs> Get it? Stool gate. Oh, and uh, yes. yeah. And if a fighter comes into a match with diarrhea like that, it usually indicates they use diuretics to help them cut weight. This was Jose Aldo. No, it was um, Yol Romero. Yol yeah. We've watched that video before of the the MMA fighter shitting himself in the ring, right? Uh, probably I, I can think of a couple of them. Tim Sylvia did it. it runs, Romero did it. The shit runs down his leg. It's diarrhea. He's very embarrassed. The you crowd moves. They take they take pictures of him as he walks by. <laughs> no, I, we did that. Wasn't the UFC though? But yeah, no, no, no. It, we have it was watched some sort that of one. Off, yeah. Off <laughs> what was shit. his name? I don't remember. When he finally makes it to the big league, he's already gonna be like the Brown Bomber or something. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah. The worst part fighting like, out of the red corner, <laughs> Brian, the brown bomber, Cruz. <laughs> uh, they just play fart music as he comes yeah, out. Just... So the way I remember it is he was from like the Midwest, like maybe uh, maybe Chicago or Missouri, somewhere in there, and uh, it happened. Like the fight itself took place on the East Coast, so like I'm sure he was that his friends were consoling and being like, "Look, man." Nobody back home's ever going to hear about this. And then the YouTube video is like 3 million views. Everybody's seen it. It's so embarrassing. And it's a lot of shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What are you going to do to me? Give me the old one poo punch? <laughs> yeah. the, the audience is great it's in that, like, too. There's some that are like laughing and pointing and have their phones out. And then there's like some women who just like seem to have a lot of class and they just like pretend that they can't. I had no idea. You know, they just. It's like. Um, I don't know, a social non-event. I can't think of a parallel with it. Like, everyone knows it happened, but we just pretend that it didn't. Mm -hmm. Like, if someone is too drunk at Christmas parties, you know, <laughs> until they do something, everybody pretends, like, oh, well, you know. <laughs> hey, Uncle Terry, like, crazy, crazy cat, but yeah, <laughs> and not doing it. You uh -huh. know what I mean, right? All those family, maybe not Woody, because I guess your family doesn't, like, really No, not really drink. It. No, 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 not in my family. Uh, mm. So, um, what did I have? Oh, Mizzou! So it looks like Mizzou has massive budget issues now. Are you familiar with this? Did you read it? No, I'm uh, already done there, so I don't care. Ah, uh, well, let me, let <laughs> me, let me, let me, the university will enroll 1,500 fewer students than projected. They will have a budget for, shortfall of $32 million. It's staggering. And, uh, basically people aren't applying for Mizzou because last year, when you would apply to these things, they had all that like drama and shit on the um, uh, about the racism. Uh, some of it was fake. Yeah. There may or may not have been a poop swastika. 
Um, that was fake too. Yeah, it was not fake, but it wasn't from Mizzou. Really? And yeah. th- th- apparently there was a racial slur said off campus at one point. I, I don't even get like, how this stuff is an issue. Like you, you sensitive little fucks. Um, yeah. it's like, is that a good thing? No. Now you no. don't want people saying racial epithets rudely at you. But is this like a huge degenerative problem at this university where it's just, you know, hordes of white kids walking around harassing minority students like no it's they're just they're fighting a non-existent battle they're just you know taking up arms against a big old straw man it's just i don't know and then you can't even talk about how their outrage is false or suddenly you just by virtue of that belief are suddenly on the other side where it's like oh so you like when people yell the n-word at black people on the street it's like well no but we don't have to act like this is fucking world war three do we like it's this isn't happening at that rate it's ridiculous. Like the when that uh, Paris thing went down, did you hear about the Twitter? Uh, some of the Black Lives Matter people who were involved with what was going on at Mizzou at the time, because it happened really close in time to when the the Paris attack happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, they started a hashtag like hashtag Fuck Paris about like no, this shit here is more important. Like yeah, they got people dying and getting shot, but you know, feelings are being hurt. Campus wide. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's silly. Dude, I'm frustrated. I'm frustrated that a couple, like, Tumblrinas managed to cause a $32 million budget shortfall at Mizzou. I got the answer. Go on. What? It's the Trump train, baby. You got to get on the Trump train. He's going to put an end to all that. All those microaggressions? No more. No. He's going to build a wall around that, too. Everything is a macroaggression. (laughs) It's got to be big. It's got to be the best. You know? (laughs) Fuck you. You know? (laughs) I don't know. I won't just not use your preferred pronouns, you know? He just doubled down on his uh, his stance that that most Muslims hate America, and uh, they're making a big deal out of it. Dude, this is a problem. I I don't even know if that's true or not. You know? I've read stuff on both sides that, you know, they can... I don't even know where to stand on it. I believe that most Muslims in certain regions hate America. You know, like if you were to say most Muslims in Iran hate America, I'd be like, oh, that's probably true. You know, Iraq, well, I understand we're not very popular there. But then there's all kinds of Muslims in like Indonesia, and I don't know where they stand on America. But hmm. uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, if you actually Trump stands look at, on top of his wall. If you actually look at Trump's issues. They're not too far from what I would like too. You know, like my, one of the problems I had with the GOP was they're like, like I would love a version of the Republicans that wasn't so fucking religious. You know, that that didn't try to have like a non secular government that didn't try to mandate their religious beliefs into our law. Right? I don't want the Bible version of sheer law here in America. Like I don't want that. Um, I they're like the. Some of the Trump stuff, I, I like, oh, look at this. It's like a sane GOP. But then other stuff is completely insane, you know? And, and he lies. I really have a hard time with how often Trump lies. And but Compared with the other po- with the politicians on stage, though? I mean, they're all professional liars, right? Yeah. Not all Does of them. Does he really like, lie more than Cruz? Lying Ted Cruz, as he calls him? <laughs> uh, I believe Ted, Ted Cruz lies, too, actually. That's one of the reasons that his coworkers hate him so much. Because, you know, like, you'll sit there and fight for, like, small farmers your whole career. And then if it's helpful to him, he'll be like, this guy hates small farmers. And they're like, what the fuck? No, no, no. no. That's, like, the opposite of everything I've done. And I heard his nickname in high school was the lizard. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. Why is that? Kind of looks like a lizard. Oh, uh, I thought you had, like, a, a one-liner. Bernie Sanders doesn't lie. 
Bernie Sanders isn't up there, like, lying, I don't think. I, I believe yeah, that... Yeah, he's misrepresenting what's possible to achieve, which is oh, lying. Now, which of them aren't doing that? No, 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 that's what I'm saying, is they all are. It's just people are way more... I don't know, when they call out the lies, they people like to pretend that Trump's lies of, this guy hates small farmers, is somehow huge chasm of difference between him saying that and Bernie saying knowingly we're going to get you free edu education we're going to get you free health care all this is going to get taken care of you know x trillion dollars we're going to need in taxes well, and this is how we're going to do it you know don't really look Ber too close into it it's not going to work Bernie saying this is what I wish I could do as president um, is a lot different than Trump saying what I have no idea who David Duke is right he said that did I get the name right David Duke that's the guy we're talking about right? yeah that's the KKK guy so David Duke endorsed him or something, right? Uh, Trump didn't immediately disavow him, which is a non-story. He did a few minutes later or whatever. And then um, uh, they start hounding him over it for the next two days. And Two so, days? They're still going on about it. They okay. still go on and, and say that he still hasn't disavowed him. He has, though, right? I think that's unfair. Of course. Right, right. Yeah, I've so, heard him do it literally eight times. So what happens is they say David Duke endorsed you. Isn't that bad? Uh, it takes him longer than it should have to say yes it is bad but he does and let me he just said keep his going piece was bad in that interview uh, that's possible um so then he does disavow him right like later that day like it doesn't take long he, he takes the right stance he says not david duke's guy i want nothing to do with him etc and for days they're still hounding him over it and he's still playing the I don't know anything about David Duke. I'm not sure who David Duke is. I know nothing about him. Fuck you. You've already disavowed him. You've been hearing about him everywhere you go in public for days. And you're still playing the I don't know this guy card? You do now. You do. Like, you need to change your tune. That's a lie. Heck, two nights ago, he was giving away Trump steaks. You know? Oh, they're acting like all my businesses failed. You want some Trump steaks? I got them right here. No, Trump steaks went out of business. You just grab somebody else's steaks, packaged them up in a Trump label, and you're acting like False. this isn't a... Go on. Wait. He serves Trump steaks at his places. He serves Trump steaks. His, his, the, the places, the, his restaurants use Trump steaks. So, you're right. Maybe they're not... Maybe nobody else is, but he's using Trump steaks in Trump restaurants. He's using Trump water. Trump magazine, I'm sure, is in Trump hotels. It's not on the newsstand, most likely, but it's not defunct. It, it seemed misleading to serve Trump steaks and act like this was still a viable business. Um, but if you went to a Trump hotel or casino or nightclub, you could order a Trump steak. They're yeah. just steaks. Like, like no, they're not. What makes them they're Trump steaks? Yeah, like yeah. It, it, I mean, cheers. Will you please research what's special about Trump steaks? Yeah. Nothing. Yikes. They're served at his facilities. They're literally Google? from the Bush Brothers. I, every pundit has been discussing this, and I read up on it. They're from the Bush Brothers farm. Bush Brothers farm. He takes them, puts them in his facilities, and slaps the label Trump steaks. He does not raise cattle in any way, butcher the cattle in any way. He's literally. It's like a private label steak company. He's not out there. But it's Cameron not a steak company. It's like if you go to his place Here and order Trump Trump steaks, steaks. I slaughter every single fucking cow. It's not no, a steak you guys company. Are, you guys are full of crap. Like, this company. isn't fair. You know, like the Hilton steaks. You can't be like, these are Hilton steaks. No, it's just a restaurant that serves steak. It doesn't really make it a Trump steak. Like, he used to sell steaks and now he doesn't. And he just pretends that they're Trump steaks because they're at his restaurant. Which I guess That's they like kind of sort of are. But... It, it, <laughs> He the magazine is more real than his stakes. He yeah. has a magazine called Trump Magazine. They publish things and release it. The stakes are false. He just serves them. They're not his. He doesn't have a steak company. He doesn't what? have a steak company. He has a restaurant. And, and I don't see, like, 
every other restaurant pretending that these are Woody's steaks or you know. Yeah, Trump Winery. Apparently, biggest on the East Coast. He said, "Beautiful, it's beautiful." <laughs> I'm sure it is, but uh, he lies real casually. Hey, the thing about seeing thousands of Muslims in New Jersey celebrate 9/11, right? That to me, like it, I don't like that. Oh, let's see. So Chiz has an article here. Yeah, just there you go. The water, the winery, the steaks, the magazine, the airline. There you go. Oh, he didn't give away the steaks? He charged 50 bucks a steak? Yeah, he said that. <laughs> uh, I thought he was giving away I the steaks. I think members got, members got steaks, like members of his club in Florida that he was at. He Wait, said so they are a real wine. thing. So he gave them away. So he has Trump steaks. He can label up a Trump steak whenever he wants and sell it, right? You, but Which yeah. means that it's a real thing. No, no. You I, can't I buy a Trump a steak if you try no, to. No, you can't. You have to be at one of his facilities. Yes, and if I want to buy, you know, uh, Kirkland brand bottled water, I have to go to Costco. It's not the same thing. That's a store. They produce that product, though. He's slapping a label on something at his store. It's if no I different a than buying a Hilton I... steak. No, 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 no. no if I want a Big Dasani... Mac, if I want a Big Mac, I gotta go to McDonald's. They're getting the beef from Australia, and they're grinding any cheap cow they can up to make it. But the Big Mac comes from McDonald's. They don't make Big Macs at McDonald's, but. They sell Big Macs at McDonald's. I don't see the difference. Those are Trump steaks. Yeah, this just seems like a little squibbling. If you thing want to choose to ignore the facts, like many that's... other Trump supporters, you by all means do yeah, that. The thing I is, an he used to sell Trump steaks. It used, used to be to. you could buy a packaged Trump steak and cook it at home, and that business didn't make any money. So now he just pretends that there's Trump steaks because they're at his restaurant. Well, it sounds like they changed the business from business to consumer to business to business where they're selling it to even if it's just his own restaurant business to business can I, can I, can I can I ask this question <laughs> mm. yeah his restaurant from his he, production facility for the steak he doesn't have a I production bet, facility for the steak <laughs> not anymore you know <laughs> I bet you they're viable right now he needs to get that shit up and rolling because he's made such a big deal out of it mm -hmm. the, uh, five, oh yeah millions <laughs> billions he, he makes more than Carson made off his fucking book <laughs> yeah. yeah, he needs to get all that shit rolling. That might be his plan. He might drop. They might give him the nomination. He's like, you know what? I changed my mind. Fuck all of you. What if he did yeah. that? Uh. What if he won the nomination? And he was like, you know what? Fuck you all. But like, Fuck you all. I mean, you can't expect me to take the presidency. Trump stakes are <laughs> taking off. <right> <laughs> they would too. Trump stakes would kill just, it right now. I'd want yeah. to try one. That's weird. We acquired Dasani, yeah. Aquafina, Fiji water. They're no more. It's Trump water. Dude, like takes over, you're right, man. If up. Trump stapes, if he started selling them right now, they'd sell. He just needs to freaking go to one. Shopify, take some orders, and, and put a label on any fucking steak he can find. He could get already cooked steak at Chili's, put a label on it, and people will buy that. Get those things on QVC ASAP. I will, buy, I will order some Trump steaks right now. I'll pay 50 bucks a pop, especially if they, like, like grill his face onto it. I'd love that. I don't want His merch is expensive. I was looking at his merch shop last night because I thought uh, a Trump hat would be kind of ironic. Um, but they're like 25 bucks a pop, and I'm not doing that. Hmm. I wonder uh, if they give them away at the rallies. I, I want to go to a rally. I want to see what it's like. It seems like there's a lot of energy there and a lot of excitement. It seems like a real spectacle. I think that's the perfect word for it. I want to see it. I want to be part of that. A stadium full of maniacs, like, yeah, cheering it, for Trump. But and, I... I it's like I, the, the policies Trump's outlined are not too far from where I'd like to be. But the man, as a, 
Like he just lies a lot. And also his demeanor is an issue. Like that is a thing. Um, if the president says the wrong thing or, you know, like even insinuates the wrong thing, he could start a war, crash a stock market, etc. People watch what presidents say really tight. Maybe they change the rules of Trump as a president and stop taking everything they say so seriously. Or maybe not. And every little slight against some small country is a major issue. I don't know. Hmm. I can uh, imagine Trump getting into some trouble. Although, I don't know, we see lots of like social faux pas from our politicians anyway. You, I, I've, I think Barack Obama like touched the queen and Joe Biden's always getting grabby with everybody's female relatives. I mean, even how, if they're nine. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a guy like Trump, like Trump has been in uh, in in the company of, you know, I'm, I'm freaking him. I, I really do penis. think he can. I, I feel like he's like he's rubbed elbows with plenty of high class, sophisticated people around the world for decades. Right. He wouldn't be able to do his biz the business he does. Nobody would want to work with the man if he were a real nut job in private and, and when he's actually working, I guess. Right. I don't know. Mm. I, I I think he would do much better than people are anticipating at just speaking and conversing with foreign leaders. Like he's he's not going to go into talking to Putin like it's an episode of The Apprentice. Like people, I think a lot of people really believe that he's going to go in there and start like critiquing the decor around the fucking palace in Moscow. Like, uh, oh, what are you thinking over here? Like he's going to go in there like an asshole. He's not going to do that. He's going to be way more. I think that. he will. You know, he, he, he did a victory speech on, I think it was Super Tuesday. And everyone really liked it. He sounded presidential. It was great. And then the next day, or whatever, soon after that, Mitt Romney started attacking him. And his wife said, be presidential, right? Be that guy. Everyone loved it. They received so well. And he's like, honey, I can't. I've got incoming. When you've got incoming, you can't be presidential. And it was like a learning moment for me. It was like, yeah, you know, maybe... Maybe you do take the low road every now and then. Trump is winning America with the low road right now. Oh, the lowest of roads. The, the <laughs> lowest road in, like, recent presidential history, you know? Like, mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, she wrote in the chat here that uh, it didn't work for Rubio. Rubio took the low road, and he's just doing worse and worse. So I guess you have to have a knack for pulling off the low road. Yeah, but, he admitted he regretted that. He said his children were embarrassed, his wife didn't like it, he wished he hadn't done it. What a big thing to say. Who wow, said that? Rubio did? Wrong. Rubio said that to oh, Megyn Kelly. Oh, never mind. Yeah. Well, not impressive uh, then. Yeah, <laughs> about Trump. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. If anything, I think that's, that was really shitty of him to do. <laughs> Just backtrack because it's Rubio. Ad admitting he's wrong. Manipulating the view. Little it's Marco seems, and Seems weak and small, robotic and low energy, to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. I bet uh -huh. he has really, I bet his hands are really clammy. Like I bet you need to like you need a bounty towel afterward to kind of just wipe it off. You know? I want if, if like I a could meet little membrane. If I could meet Trump, I'd love to take a picture of us like hand to hand. <laughs> you know, I don't even care if I'm bigger or smaller. It would just be the greatest presidential shot ever. Yeah, be fantastic. Why? I'll say, oh, his hand thing. Yeah. Oh, he's got this those? whole thing about how yeah, big we... his hands are and how big his cock is based on the size of his hands. And there's no problem here. I... That does seem like a weird thing to to even go off on a tangent about like i can't imagine a way to bring that up all right well, well you're missing part of it so what here's so marco rubio comes out and says uh um and look how small his hands are for such a big guy his hand, he's got tiny hands and you know what they say about people with small hands you can't trust them which of course is him taking a shot at, at trump and saying that trump's got a little dick because he's got little hands so trump just comes back and says something like 
and he went after my hands. Nobody's went after my hands before ever. Look at these hands. They're beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> and he, basically, he, he insinuated that if I've got small hands, I must have something. Something else must be small. Let me assure you, there's no problem. No problem. And it was just like, I didn't feel like he was taking a super low road. I didn't feel like he was being that nasty. I felt like Fiorina going out there and telling lies about babies being chopped up on tables while people negotiate the price was much more of a low road Abortion? than Trump just Hell defending yeah. his dick size on stage. <laughs> I mean, it, don't don't yeah. attack him for defending his dick size if you're going to let the guy slide when he attacks Trump over dick size, right? Like, at least get them both. Abortion? No, I was saying that yeah. Rubio bringing it up. Like, I don't know how you would even go there. Like, what was happening in his head to even make the dick reference, you know? Because Trump said that Rubio's hands were sweaty. He's like, well, while we're talking about hands, I'll tell you what I noticed about Trump. You know, he's just trying to get down in the mud with Trump and just sling it right back at him. It was that sort of thing, if I remember correctly. Yeah, she endorsed Cruz, as, uh, as uh, Chiz just pointed out. And it appears Carson is backing Trump tomorrow. His endorsement will be out tomorrow, which is pretty big. It's the other outsider candidate, right? You know, mm-hmm. that, that, that helps solidify things a bit for Trump. I, I think I, Trump's going to win Florida handily, and I think he's, he, he's so close in Ohio. It's, it's kind of a coin flip, but I th- if he takes Ohio, I think it's a wrap. Yeah, I agree. Chiz, hop in here and not on text. This is your cup of tea, man. You're very knowledgeable. There's, um, there's, a, there's a path for Kasich to be the next nominee, and, and I don't know if everyone's watching it. but uh, So if Trump beats Rubio in Florida, which seems likely, and Kasich wins Ohio, there and he's favored, then all of a sudden, Kasich passes Rubio in delegates. So if Trump doesn't get enough delegates, it becomes a brokered convention. And the establishment, whoever that is, picks who the next president or who the Republican nominee will be. And Rubio becomes the establishment's lead pick. Now, I think... Kasich. Yeah, what am I saying? Am I saying it wrong? You said Rubio. You said He's Rubio. Out. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, so Kasich becomes the the position that Rubio used to have, right? Rubio uh, three weeks ago was the guy that the establishment was backing. And you can't hear me, Kyle. Can other people hear me? Taylor? No one can hear me. Hmm. And the call got wrapped. Uh, just one moment, please. I'm looking at, I'm checking my internet to see if I'm DDoSed, and it doesn't look like it. So um, I don't think I'm being DDoSed. Uh, it could be that that is the cause, though, or there's something going on there. Oh, you guys! You, so you guys are watching me. That that um, we'll get this back. Hang in there a minute. I think that's what happened. So ah, I lost the call. Let me get rid of there. So now you don't see all the like behind-the-scenes chat for a second. Let me try and get this back. I'll try calling everybody. Interesting. So for two of them, the call instantly failed. And for Kyle, he didn't pick up yet. Hey, Kyle. Um, 
we're back to where we were before. Um, you still streaming, Isaac? I am still streaming, which implies that I didn't get DDoSed. Yeah. Uh, Chiz says his internet went down, and it does not look like a DDoS situation. So I would imagine he'll reboot and uh, recall us all and uh, get the... All right. All right. So we'll just work from there. Yeah. Chiz, you're Chiz. back. Yeah. Would the call for us? Yeah, Chiz, could you call? Yeah. We'll sort this out in just a second. And there we go. That also fixed... I had this like terrible audio issue with like inter- I don't know, white noise on the line. And it, it's only when you were hosting there, and yeah, it's gone. Yeah, I don't know what's bizarre. Up so why don't we have Taylor? We'll get this sorted out soon. I think I might be able to put Kyle on. Hmm. mostly working you just small whatever it will work and it's when he comes in we'll format everyone in the right boxes and they'll be good so um uh what was i gonna say <laughs> she just wrote taylor in all caps like is to yell for him louder and fix it and it worked it. yeah i should have wrote in all caps can you guys hear me uh, yeah, yes we're all good all right well, i can't we're see anybody, but, but i'm sure it'll fix i hope itself. so um anyway what were we talking about politics uh, i'm sure do you want to go to the pot? The train, the wall. I want to go to pot. MAGA. So did you guys read this article about the Colorado towns uh, who are loving the tax dollars but not liking some of the other problems that pot brings? I didn't read that. Let me take a look. Uh, what are some of the big problems that they're talking about? Um, let's see. Uh, I'm trying to, to scan it and get some cool stuff. So the sales tax from pot is helping us stay afloat. Uh, but the the town people don't really like the marijuana. Um, Colorado isn't alone, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Do the town people not like it, or is it like a small contingency of easily annoyed assholes? Because sometimes okay. that's all it takes to get articles like this. Ready. Colorado pot stores collected twenty nine million in marijuana taxes, with eleven million budgeted to pay for regulation, enforcement, and drug prevention. The rest went into the city's general fund. Um, a driver who told police he was under the influence of cannabis and alcohol caused a fiery six-car accident in Denver. Maybe he's an under Doesn't alcohol, count. too. Yeah, right? I, I feel the same way. Yeah, that's... Um, he was practice, also wearing shoes. <laughs> it's been difficult, but not impossible to get our arms around what the impact is in Colorado. I don't know if the revenue gained will outweigh what the social costs are. Um, I'm trying to find it right. School counselors are told researchers who compiled law enforcement report that so many kids are high, it's impossible to apprehend all but the most impaired. In one instance, a counselor reported that a father allowed two brothers to smoke a bowl before school. Others noticed an increase in the number of parents showing up to school stoned. Uh, At Monfort Elementary School, four 10-year-olds were caught buying and selling edible candy bars they stole from their grandparents. Uh, <laughs> uh, I've seen it. I, I've often said I've seen it all, and clearly I haven't. Uh, says Gates, a former police officer. So the as everybody sort of points out and loves to mention the um, the cannabis tax is a windfall, and it's great. But in here, it mentions a bunch of emergency room visits for people who are too high. Um, That's just people panicking. 
Like yeah. nothing bad that's was actually, gonna happen. That's actually been down, by the way, since they added their ten milligram rule uh, for edibles. Thing. They've had less people yeah, and, and, than initially when they just said, "Go do whatever you want with edibles." And I read someone's account that there were somewhere where we could get these thousand milligram bars and stuff, and maybe that's true. But I drove all the way across the state. Medicinally, and, you can. Okay, medicinally you can, but recreationally is what we're talking about anyway. So it's completely right. immaterial what's on the medicinal side. I mean, it has nothing uh, you know to do what's, with. I never pretend this article is they have this thing that says, uh, so a driver who told police he was under the influence of cannabis and alcohol, that same one, in Colorado, about 20% of 2014 traffic fatalities involved drivers who tested positive for cannabis. Cannabis stays in your system for like a month plus. That's like if you got pulled over for rear-ending someone and they tested you and they could tell that you drank like a six-pack three weeks ago. They'd be like, oh, DUI. That's not like, exactly sucks, true. Sucks, sorry. I, I just, the, the only reason. That is how. I have uh, a little bit of expertise in this because I follow the UFC so tight. And um, there are some fighters who are just known to be on cannabis all the time. But because their body fat's low and they're so active, it gets out of their system in two to three days. Yeah, it's stored in lipids. Right. So but that's the heavier very, you are, the more. Yeah, pro athlete. Pro athlete. All in thousands of calories look, a day. I admit that these guys are in the extreme end of the scale, right? They've got so little body fat and they work so hard. Just one second. But also, not everybody is on the other end of the month and a half scale, right? Like, there might be three a lot of active people. Oh, three weeks. It's so even that's bigger half of what than Taylor that. Said. Because, because, like, you're not just taking a, you're taking a subsection of the population, not the whole population. We're talking about pot smokers' fat lipid levels. <laughs> like, 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 there are, like, this is the guy who's cramming a bag of Doritos every They're night. Thinner. He's not going to burn it. No, I pointed this out to Woody the other day. Yeah. Actually, studies show that you're less likely to gain weight if you're an, uh, a constant user. And I said, and yeah. with that, look at anecdotal evidence. Do you see many super obese pot smokers what, that do it on the day when i picture oh, yeah. a pot yeah, smoker a in my head though. like remember the guy uh what was his name social strain strain central strain central josh. right yeah yeah so josh from strain central he was on the show he is in my head what i think of as a pot smoker or you know, for those of us that were there uh, kyle remember the guy when you were like you look like you know where to score weed at paintball that guy wasn't fat like when i think of a pot smoker i think of a guy who for some reason is a little taller than average and thin and uh like Maybe into extreme sports, could be. You he know, might, not, like you might, and not necessarily. Things are rad. <laughs> I, I don't actually. And I'm not going there, but you know, like, I don't think of them all as extreme athletes. But yeah, I do think of them as kind of thin and looking good with clothes on. Like that to me is if their hygiene was better. That's a stereotypical pothead in my head. I only think of I, I know that kind of pothead. I have friends who have been that kind of pothead where, where they honestly would skip meals sometimes where we'd like go to Qdoba after class in college or something. Be like, you're not getting a burrito, man. He's like, no, nah, dude, I'm going to pick up some, you know, pick up an eight in a little bit. It's like, all right, well, that's fucking weird. Like you're going to go spend more money on pot that you're already high instead of just getting a burrito and eating like a human being. Yeah. And then there's he wants a different level us. of pothead that I also knew where they're not smoking all day, every day, but they smoke pretty much every day at least once and they would be heavy no problem because they just have their one daily smoke they're not blowing all their money on pot and then they just feast on pizza or wings or something that's not that great for you as opposed to the really skinny ones who are just blowing all of their money on pot and that's like their modus operandi like everything is to get high and it's like it's it's a weird track to watch someone rationalize their way down that rabbit hole because Counterculture has gone so far in favor of weed that now tons of people can't see there are any problems with it ever. And so they just take every opportunity to get as high as possible all the time. That's always it's, been – there's two things I want to point out. One, 
I'm for recreational marijuana being Absolutely. legalized, right? Like uh, sometimes people get the wrong idea because I'm not like a hundred percent on board with everybody 24 blazing it, you know? Um, but in terms of whether it's the right call in, in terms of you know, prohibition or not, why are you laughing at me? Because I was laughing at uh, 24 blaze it. <laughs> they made such a deal on the a big deal on the subreddit. that I can't stop it now. But, uh, um, like I'm not for seven blaze it. Is that 24 by seven blaze it? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Am I, am I saying it wrong? Is that what's so funny? <laughs> it's, uh, 24 seven. And apparently you said 24 by seven four twenty blaze it, which is like the most, <laughs> somebody commented in the, the subreddit, that thing that Steve Buscemi, where he's like, uh, hello, fellow kids. <laughs> like that's kind of what you were like, where you're like, you know, 24 by seven smoking all the pots, <laughs> blazing all the reefers. Smoking that devil's lettuce. I've been know. pretty <laughs> consistent on this. Like, I'm for it, but I'm definitely on the outside of this. I'm not pretending yes. to be uh, an actual <laughs> pothead. But um, so I'm for it in terms of, like, you know, should we have a modern-day prohibition and stuff? No, I think that there's more bad that happens from enforcing these laws than good that happens from uh, cutting back on, on pot use. But, uh, one, I get a little irritated at the people who act like pot is like a health drug. Like, oh, yeah, it's kind of like celery, you know, and it's a negative calories. Yeah. It makes you better. No yeah, yeah, no, no. Ch chill, bro. It it's not actually great for you. Oh, cheers and your benefits. Um, and then uh, uh, I was going to say something else. Uh, the, the, the... Oh, oh, I've noticed a trend, and I don't know if it's an actual trend or it's just my awareness of something that, that hasn't changed at all, but it seems like, people are going towards higher concentrates. Like I see things online where they're like, I figured out how to make a dab or, you know, I, I figured out a wax thing. Or I, like, um, you know, we've made, I, I talked to a person who said that the butter they made, uh, I guess that's how you make like edibles. Like you, you first, you get it in the butter and then you use the butter to cook. I, I'm not even sure, but the butter they made was so concentrated and so effective that, uh, it was a point of pride for him or her. And, uh, I've just noticed like an intensification of how people, of how some people are smoking. It's not exactly like it was before where like a joint or a bowl was the only way people really did it. And well, I don't know if that's bad. I yeah. don't think there's anything wrong with it at all. Uh, drink all the alcohol you want, all the marijuana you want, nothing wrong with that. Speaking of alcohol, if you're anything like us, then you know exactly what you like and how you like it. Except when you're in the wine aisle. Tannins and terrars mean nothing to you unless you happen to be some fancy pants professional sommelier. Well, with Club W, the guessing game is over. Club W is the world's only personalized wine club, and your wines are sent directly to your door. Not only does Club W send you the wine, uh, they send you the wine that you'll love drinking. That's because Club W's easy six-question quiz figures out your palate so that every bottle you receive is perfectly tailored to your taste. Club W is leading the grape-to-glass wine revolution. They work directly with vineyards to cut out the middleman, which saves you money. Club W even offers a no-risk guarantee that you'll love uh, what they send you or your money back. And right now, Club W is offering our listeners 50% off your first order when you go to clubw.com pka50. Wine should be fun, not pretentious. Start learning as you drink at clubw.com pka50. You'll even get 50% off your first order. <laughs> I don't think I'm doing 50. I don't know. You're not. <laughs> but dude, check out That's... the, um, like seriously, it, while you're watching this, go open up a fresh tab and check out the Club W questions because it's pretty cool. Like they don't ask you, hey, do you want a rosé or a 
tannite. I don't mm-hmm. even know my wine. They're like, hey, do you like your coffee black or with sugar? You know, do you like, uh, you know, what kind of syrup do you, do you put like on your, your steak pancakes? Medium rare or, uh, you know, medium well. Right. You know, do like you, do, like, do, does a perfectly grilled steak taste a little bit like the grill or, or whatever? Like the questions are questions that non-wine uh, people can ask. They don't ask you if you if you want it dry, right? I don't know what the fuck mm-hmm. dry wine is. Like I, I keep saying, it's this. gross is what it is. It's, unless you get the right kind, apparently. It's obviously a liquid. Had, I hear dry wine, I expect something powdered. No, turns out that's not what dry wine is. And yeah. uh, but the questions are geared toward people who have no idea what. So so go check them. What is it? Club W. Go check out Club, Club w. w. At the very least, uh, go through the questions, and I think you'll find them interesting. Yeah. How there they figure out what kind of like wine you something want. Something about wine to figure out kind of like cigars you know where it's like there has to be a reason that so many people are super into this like and i'm just missing it you know like cigars when i've every time i've smoked a huge cigar if i get i get halfway through and it's like oh my god like this is like it's starting to get gross kind of an endeavor now wines i bet there's a ton of fucking good ones out there that you just need someone to point out the right one instead of just going to the wine section and being like oh cabernet sauvignon well this, there's a $6 bottle, and there's one that's $25. I'm going with the $6 bottle. We, we have a, a, like, when you get older, you have these, like, family friends. Like, I really like the husband, Jackie's lifetime friends with the, uh, with the wife, and they, our kids get along. And um, <clears throat> that guy's super into making wine. He has his own, like, wine basement thing and his own grape press and stuff like that. And every year he makes it. I hate 90% of it, but he's like, you know what? This is the one that you'll like because he's like a – Salmonet? Sam- Somalier. Somalier, I'm sure that's it. <laughs> so, yeah. What Do you know what it really is? It's close to that. Yeah, it's Somalier. That's what the word is. Screw you, it's not. I don't believe you. Somalier. There's, there is a uh, documentary on Netflix about Somalier, Somaliers. I have a feeling uh, you have a twist on it to make me look foolish. No, no, look it up. Let me... it, it sounds just like the people who would pirate your sailboat. Sommelier. Sommelier. Let's see. S O M M E L I E R. A sommelier or wine steward is a trained and knowledgeable wine professional. Normally, dot dot dot, and that's where I have to actually click on the Wikipedia article. Okay, I'm gonna play the thing. Sommelier. 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 So we were very close. Very um, close. But Don't I, appreciate you co-opting my success here, though. You know? <laughs> <laughs> sommelier. You're like, is it a Samsonite? Oh, something like that. <laughs> and then I say it, and you're like, oh, yeah, sommelier. Well, let's see how close we got. All right. <laughs> In my head, I got you 90% of the, of the way there. Yeah, you're and like then that, I took uh, us the last 10. And, 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 and you know, it's just like that South Park episode where uh, Jimmy comes up with that really funny joke and then Cartman re-remembers it every time of him giving Jimmy the idea to come up with it and then at the end Cartman really thinks that he came up with it. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Uh, yeah, but that that's probably a cool service. I'm going to check out Club W see yeah. if maybe there's a kind of wine I like. It, it, I'd like to find a red wine that I like because I feel like that's fancier. I think Kyle was somewhat goofing when he was like drink all the alcohol, smoke all the pot you know, it, uh, it, until they run out of fish or whatever. But um, uh, where do you stand on this? Do you think it's a dangerous trend that like wax and edibles and um, what is the a dab? 
is becoming yeah. like uh, a more popular thing. In what I way? Just, it, it's kind of like how you can drink beer or you could drink whiskey. You know, it's the same thing in there. There's booze in there, ethanol, alcohol, but the effects of it are going to be drastically different just because one is so much more concentrated. Like it's a different world because if you drink a fuck ton of rum, that's 90 proof or something, you could get alcohol poisoning and die. If you drank too much, if you smoke way too much pot in the form of wax or dabs or whatever the correct nomenclature is, you're not going to die, but you will have like a full on panic attack. I could argue it's safer. If anything, if you're smoking higher concentrated weed or well, dab is a vapor. It's not even smoke you're burning, but if you're smoking higher concentrated, you know, bud, for example, then you have to smoke less. So you're smoking less of the carcinogenic properties of burning those leaves and stuff like that. Whereas before at 4%, you have to go through like several ounces of weed to get where you'd want to. So you're burning less carcinogenic properties, which are, the bad parts of burning that, marijuana. That's also I'm not an expert. My thought and, process, go ahead. Okay, and, and Chiz makes a good point. But in terms of the THC consumption, right? Like if you had a population that tended to drink beer and then you had another population that tended to drink vodka, I bet the vodka population would have more alcohol-related problems. Agreed, yeah. Yeah, but what are the... Can you give me several examples of the marijuana-related problems? I no, I, I because just, one is just getting to the end goal quicker. You know, if, if the equivalency, let's just use basic terms. I have to smoke one joint of the good stuff and five joints of the bad stuff. My end goal is to get to a certain level of highness. Yeah, I just yeah, feel if you like want to do that. If, I think that's fine, but it's also like, see, this is my rationale for it: is that if someone starts drinking and it's their first time drinking, do you hand them? You know, two fingers of Macallan 18 Scotch whiskey, or do you give them a Bud Light? You give them a Bud Light because you need them to be able to feel that feeling as it's going on and being like, okay, I will have another can of this, drink it, getting drunk a little slowly. Way better that than, oh, I drank way too much of this whiskey. Oh, now I'm fucked. Sure, if the argument is getting someone into it, yeah, you shouldn't hit it out. You shouldn't get into a Formula One race car if that's what you're going to learn to drive on. I agree with that. But as far as a daily user, there's really no difference as far as what's bad for you as opposed to something like alcohol where you do get a physical dependency on it and you can actually overdose and damage your liver severely. The thing is, I feel like it's – I don't know how to measure – how high you are but let's pretend there was a blood alcohol content equivalent you're much more likely to overshoot what you would have other hit otherwise hit with less potent stuff but when when you hit but the worst case scenario is all right i'm having a bad time right now it's not like alcohol where that's the worst it. case scenario I've... that night and i agree with you it's not the worst thing right maybe you get too much anxiety you feel paranoid you call the police on yourself or something you know like yeah people will have a full-on dumb... panic attack yeah, yeah. sometimes and, if but... they're not used to it like it's not just a joke and thing that's... like if you see someone who's not used to pot and they smoke way too much wax or some of that crazy intense shit it's not just like, oh, guys, I'm a little too high right now. Maybe I can't come out to the bars with you. It's like some of those people like go ghost white and are non-functional for hours. But what like, I was trying to say is, so for that night, they might have a horrible experience. But if it's really easy to get to that level consistently, then, you know, I, don't, I just don't know what the long-term effects are of using more THC on a regular basis. You know, are they going to have that like little memory loss thing that sometimes people get? Are they going to... Um, I don't know. It just like I said, it's like using vodka. You're much more. It, it, you can yeah. so easily hit the the far side of your goal that perhaps it's a negative thing. And the tolerance, just tolerance. To kind of piggyback on the point that Woody is making on tolerance, just like alcohol, 
like if you get into drinking a ton of beer all the time and getting drunk on that all the time, it's going to take you way longer to build up your tolerance on that than it is if you're just crushing vodka every day and eventually your body's just like, oh, well, that's But that's one, assuming you're having the same vodka. quantities of these things. With marijuana, is, you're going to smoke a little because you have such high – what you're smoking no, is so high. That's not, tr- that's not necessarily true. I know enough people that moved over to wax and those kinds of pot products because they're like, oh, we're going to save money. Like it's way more expensive, but we'll smoke like one hit instead of a whole blunt. And what inevitably happens is they take one hit of that thing. They're just as high as they were. They're at their peak. And then they're like, let's take another one. You know, let's push the limit. And eventually their tolerance is so out of whack that they need those intense kinds of pot to actually get high, like smoking just like a, a doobie like you see in this, a movie from the 70s. They just laugh at that and be like, yeah, I want to get high. That wouldn't even Sure, yeah, that's but, just tolerance. But, they but that's just tolerance. tolerance. But the argument, the fun. argument initially, yeah, what Kyle said too, it's not that hard to reset that. But the argument was the adverse effects of starting out so high with, or or just consuming the super high potency stuff. The negative effect I keep coming back to is what is that negative effect? Oh, their tolerance is high. Big deal. Take a break. Come back to it. You're not going to kill yourself. Like I said, you're smoking less carcinogenic properties because you're starting out out the gate smoking more higher quality stuff. Yeah, the carcinogenic stuff is a good point because you're dodging some of it. And like you know, but I also think that Taylor and I are right on this notion that you're gonna build up your tolerance. If it's so easy to consume a large amount, then you're more likely to consume more than if it was hard Hmm. or slow. Well, you know, too much of anything. it, It comes down. What it comes down to is too much of anything is a bad thing, whether it's ice cream, alcohol, or marijuana. Um, if you're a fool, you're, you're going to end up in a bad state, no matter what your drug of choice is, whether it's hot wings or, or heroin. Um, it, it's all about responsible use and literally with anything and everything. You could responsibly use heroin, I'm sure. It could be done, right? But nobody's really able to. And to a lesser extent, not, uh, th- there aren't nearly as many people who aren't able to use marijuana responsibly or semi-responsibly, you know what I mean? That, it's it's a small percentage of the, I think the marijuana users who get into that uh, that inevitable like worm um, uh, wormhole or whatever of just higher and higher tolerance more more high bigger high and oh double it triple it quadruple it until their tolerance is outrageous and they're literally yeah. smoking all day every day just to feel normal. I think for the most part you're right with that. Yeah, it's most people aren't going to fall into that. Yeah, but some do. Overall, yeah, I agree with you, Chiz. It's, yeah, the people that smoke daily do take tolerance breaks to reset the that. The positives far and wide outweigh the, uh, the negatives, I think, of marijuana legalization. Uh, the, the, um, the, those cartels down there, anything that, makes, that, that hurts them seems like a good thing. If there's a modern-day you know, group of people that we can all agree are awful, it's, it's, it's those Mexican drug cartels. So I got that Casper mattress, what? Oh, how is it? Two weeks ago. I, I'm going to be honest. I, I swear to God, I wouldn't say this if it weren't true. I'm getting such good quality sleep that my sleep schedule is better than it's ever been. I'll, I'll sleep for maybe seven hours on this thing, and it feels like ten hours on my old mattress. I, I had a habit of sleeping in and uh, like sleeping till noon sometimes because I would wake up and not feel rested. But um, I got to say, I really do like my Casper mattress. I got a king size mattress, which is, was an upgrade for me. And uh, it was really cool when I, it, it comes rolled up in a uh, in a in a box. Much smaller than you would think. Heavy style. But uh, I put it where it was supposed to go, and I slowly start cutting the box and cutting the wrapper until I got to that crucial point where it had enough um, power to like rip itself from its own enclosure. So I just stood back and watched. I wish you videotaped it. How fast did it go? 
fast. I, I, I didn't record it because Kitty made it out to be this thing where, like, I should do it a day in advance and let it, like, unfurl overnight because she had a dog bed that was memory foam, and it was like that. It took a long time for it to, like, oof up. But um, this thing, like, unraveled like one of those snake firecrackers that just continues to grow and grow and grow, ripped all this heavy-duty plastic wrapping off of it, and there it was. And uh, I got to say, it really is better quality sleep. So Casper mattresses are as are obsessively engineered American-made mattresses at a shockingly fair price. And now you can get $50 toward any mattress purchase by going to casper.com slash PKA and using code PKA. That's what I did. Got 50 bucks off. Listen, you spend about a third of your life sleeping. Let's make sure that you're doing it on a good mattress. Casper brings together two comfy technologies uh, at the same time for better nights and brighter days. Latex foam and memory foam combined. So they've got just the right sink, just the right feel. Uh, no bounce, no matter how you sleep. That's what I really like. Like, um, I get up sometimes in the night. My girlfriend usually wakes up before I do. Um, and we always wake each other up in a standard mattress. But there really isn't much motion transfer. So I don't even notice when she gets up. Plus, the oh, size have you done that thing too. where you put a glass of water on it and you try and move it? <laughs> I, I've had stuff on the bed that would normally topple over on a regular bed. I, I didn't get so uh, risky as to get a glass of wine. If you're sleeping uh, but they've got a, like a full size or a queen size now, stop being a fucking peasant. Call up Casper Mattress <laughs> and upgrade. Back me up on this, Kyle. I love it. I love it so much. There's so much more room. And the little dog, like, it has its own place in the bed. The dog loves it. Um, What's he been saying? Got... Oh, she... What's he been saying? Oh, number one, oh, I love a new mattress. <laughs> new mattress is wonderful. Before, I needed a boost to get into bed. But now, I can just hop. What the fuck? What, like what the dog that's uh, that's Fee. That's Fee's voice. Yeah, the dog he doesn't need like a boost because his he didn't buy Yo. a... Uh... Uh, bed frame for it yet, so the, this awesome mattress is sitting on the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so the so the little wiener dog is able to like huzzah and like hop right up, which to her is like a monumental effort to jump this high. But uh, they've got a risk-free trial and return policy. They'll deliver it straight to you, and uh, you can get a hundred days if you're not happy. They'll pick it right back up. Uh, at the store, maybe you'll get a minute or two to try out the mattress. But with Casper, like I said, you get a hundred days to actually sleep on the thing. It's uh, $500 for a twin-size mattress, $950 for a king-size mattress. Comparing that to industry averages, that's an outstanding price point. So get $50 towards any mattress purchase by going to casper.com slash pka and using code pka. You will definitely get a better night's sleep. I guarantee it. So I, I saw an article on uh, Live Science. I think Chiz might have linked it. Did you read the one about magic mushrooms altering your personality? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I apparently, it, I, I so don't know my drugs very well. Are mushrooms, they're not LSD, right? That's No. 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 Shrooms LSD are just shrooms, acid. right? Shrooms are just yeah. toxic. Shrooms are toxic for you, and that's what causes you to hallucinate. Mm -hmm. Okay, thank you. Um, so is alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, But apparently, taking shrooms even once altered people's personality for an extended period of time at least 14 months is what the article says it makes mm -hmm. them more open and open is a psychological term referring to an appreciation for new experiences people who are more open tend to have broad imaginations value emotion art and curiosity and that, that kind of burned in with me i want to say it twice people who are open yeah. tend to have broad imaginations and value emotion art and curiosity 
you know what other personality trait it causes is it makes it so that for that full 12 months they will not stop telling everyone they meet that they have changed recently and that that ever since they did shrooms man you just gotta try it like the whole world opens up differently like i don't even i don't even think the same man like that's the biggest personality change is the subtle i do this kind of drug and i'm holier than you and i see (laughs) things that you can't you cog it's Um, related to veganism in some way or crossfit it's gotta be you know yeah (laughs) <laughs> I would uh I would be up for for trying mushrooms. That sounds uh that sounds interesting. Um, it scares me. I, I'm afraid that I, I would that want scares a lot. Me too. I, that I, scares me. I don't know if I want a personality change. Like so, so here's the deal. Part of me is like I think part of the reason say Joe Rogan is so successful is that he has that built into his personality. I don't know if it's shrooms related or not, but that like appreciation for new ideas, uh, even if they're crazy conspiracies that. That, that openness right is a big part of who he is and it makes him more interesting to have you know, like I, I feel like if you tell me a hundred ideas 90 of them are just hit by my bullshit filter right whereas if you tell a guy who's done mushrooms maybe only half of them get filtered out to the bullshit and, and, and they're just appreciative of art and it, and it changes who they are on the other hand I don't know I, I, I kind of feel like I'm doing well right now why would you mess with that yeah, you know? why take a bunch of ayahuasca and risk going crazy and ruining what you've made for yourself? You right. Know? Suddenly you're wearing a sandwich board screaming about how the end is nigh when you could be a multimillionaire <laughs> living in a compound off a Minecraft server. Like, <laughs> maybe that's the thing that sends you off the edge is that little bit of ayahuasca. Um, <sighs> I don't know, though. I don't know. Yeah, that, a lot of those things freak me out. Those... <clears throat> Especially DMT. That's the one I know the least about. I know your brain produces it when you're dreaming. Uh, Oh, well, if it's natural, it's safe. Yeah, yeah. Oh, don't you (laughs) love that? That was what I had one friend in high school who got super into DMT, uh, saying that it was like opening his mind and that he, you know, he every time he would do it, he would go to the moon and he would see this alien and he would have conversations with him about the world and about this and that. And every time I'd be like, wow, what do you tell you, man? He'd be like, I don't remember, but it just it changed <laughs> me inside. And it's like, wow. You know, so it's like exactly the same kind of thing I could say after the first time I saw the return of the king, you know, kind of changed <laughs> me a little bit, made me happy. But at the end of the day, not that fucking big a deal, maybe. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. That, that, that kind of stuff is... I feel like when people 10 Academy make, Awards. They try and make it seem like they're way more impactful positively than they are, maybe. Or maybe I'm just missing the boat and these hallucinogens are hugely effective at opening let's your mind. Let's do some hallucinogens. Stop being uh, a pussy. Let's, let's get some acid. Let's do some acid. Let's get in one of those like like those, those uh sensory deprivation chambers. Get in there and like completely blank out. So we're just going on some trip throughout our own like insecurities and and like uh, it, mental issues, and we go into like this terrifying realm uh, within ourselves. Yeah. Should we live stream our DMT? Fuck oh, yes! <laughs> we could combine How that with can... the next survival trip in the woods. <laughs> How, How long does it last? Oh, uh, like twelve hours, eight to twelve. Oh, hours, that's right? a long DMT. time. DMT is about no, five to fifteen minutes. No, no, LSD. I'm talking about oh. LSD. Oh, LSD, yeah, twelve hours. The problem is. It might last five to fifteen minutes, but you're not aware of time. It could last days in your own head. Is the issue. Yeah. So anytime that argument's brought up, it's like, yeah, that's that's great, but I, it, it feels like I've been here for a month. That's that's kind of what it feels like. Now you should do that and live stream it so you can capture every time you shit your pants while you're on ayahuasca. Wait, is that a thing that happens? On ayahuasca, you'll throw up and and shit yourself. It's pretty common. These are not really? desirable. Uh, and people effects. still do that for fun. <laughs> Robin, yeah, Robin. 
Robin Quivers tells the story of traveling to this, uh, you know, this man in the jungle or in some hut or some shit, Probably and Peru. and and going through the ayahuasca uh, ceremony and drinking it and how it made her violently ill and the whole thing. She described the taste and the look and. It was. It sounded like a really terrible experience. Of course, Howard's the opposite. He's like a germaphobe, like xenophobe. Well, I wouldn't call him xenophobe, but terribly a, a bit agoraphobe. He's terrified of travel. He would. He's not going to leave the country ever. Um, and uh, and she's the opposite. She's the one who like, you know, goes out in the jungle and does ayahuasca. But she had a very awful experience doing that sort of thing. I she had a one night stand and did anal in yeah, a bathroom. Yeah. Uh, in a bit over her sink, actually, at, at, in her apartment. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I don't know. I remember Howard was helping her sell her book, and Howard expertly read that part to us over the radio. Yeah, yeah I'm very familiar with that story. Yeah. <laughs> so, good on her. So, I made a, uh, I made a phone call yesterday. A prank uh, call, some might say. I, I was being a little silly, I suppose, but uh, Ch Chiz got on the uh, on the line with me because I feel like I really need an audience when I do these things. It, it's really awkward when it's just me and mm -hmm. them because, like, I, I feel so awkward doing it because there's not anyone for me to entertain that's present. Yeah, uh, you don't know what's hitting and what's missing. Like, it could yeah, be working uh, in your head and then nobody else thinks it works, maybe. I don't know. Having Chiz there, it, it, you know, I, I just felt like my the gears were spinning a little faster. Yeah, you need so. someone to impress, you know? It honestly is that you know I, I need somebody to play off of and play up to. Um, I need an audience to to please. And you so recorded you and edited this prank call. And we're ready to play it for we, our crowd now, right? We certainly did. All right. So what I version have, will you be listening to? The the edited version. Okay. There's about two extra minutes on Kyle's version. Hey, I like that part. <laughs> uh, Taylor, are you queued up at zero? I don't have the link. Could you relink it for me? I don't have the link either. Oh, uh, there. Thank you. Now I've got it. Wow, 52 megs. Jesus. <laughs> Give it's, me 11 hours. It's because he put it in a I wave instead will... of an MP3. Let me see if I can upload it somewhere. My file's an MP3. Oh, who edited it? <laughs> who edited it? So, so I sent you as an MP3 that had a little extra stuff on it that I thought was kind of funny, but wasn't part of the prank phone call. And so he re-edits that out of it and sends it to you I in a wave, a wave file. Uh, silly chiz. Like an yeah, there's an extra 30% that is Kyle trying to get his Skype to operate. <laughs> yeah, but I'm, you know, I'm being funny. Charming and clever. Right. And so it looks like it's going to take a second. Sexy. Uh, what does your download time say? Three minutes. Four minutes. Four minutes. Four I'm going to cancel, yeah. and mine does too. And hopefully didn't oh, just take down to three. Did that cancel everyone's or just mine? No, no. Just All right, so I'm one less person leeching off him because I have it already. All right, so while that rolls, <clears throat> let me just tell everyone about our tried-and-true sponsor, Dollar Shave Club. You guys, I figured it out. I've discovered the key to an amazing shave. It's simple. Um, excuse me. It's, that's exactly what DollarShaveClub.com does and why I'm a proud member like millions of others. DollarShaveClub.com slash PKA delivers amazing razors right to my door for a third of the price of those greedy razor corporations charge. Both my wallet and my face finally get some relief. Joining DollarShaveClub.com means you can afford to shave with a fresh blade anytime you want, which feels fantastic. And for the smoothest shave ever, use the fresh Dollar Shave Club blade with their Dr. Carver Shave Butter. That stuff really is great. I've mentioned it a few times before, but the biggest thing to me is that it isn't like a shaving cream that foams up like white and foamy, so you can't really even see your face anymore. 
it's uh, it's clear, so you can actually see the hair on your face that you're slicing off with a razor blade, which seems like a good idea. It's not your average shave cream. It has a high qual it has high quality ingredients that make your skin feel soft, smooth, and moisturized. Your blade will just glide gently across your skin. So, if you want the most amazing shave possible, take it from me. Use a Fresh Dollar Shave Club blade and Dr. Car Carver's shave butter. Two reasons to join dollarshaveclub.com/pka today. I feel like between our mattress sponsor, our wine sponsor, and our shaving sponsor, we are really helping people get some action here. We're gonna get I a marijuana sponsor. We're working on it. Don't worry. <laughs> I, uh, I I just I mean, God, if you shell up, if you shave well with a good mattress and a good bottle of wine, you're gonna have a good night. Oh, mm -hmm. let's uh, let's talk about the knives a little bit while that while that download goes. So yes, some idea. of you are probably wondering what's going on with the PK knives. Um, this isn't one of the PK knives. This is just my little knife. Um, our knives are better that we're gonna do. So uh, you've got a link there, I think. It's the, uh, the CRKT Ripple. I think that's the one we've chosen for the, uh, the PKA-branded knife. We are going to have, um, uh, I believe, about 100 of those. So it's a pretty limited quantity. Uh, we're going to have them laser engraved with our emblem and logo and all that stuff. And uh, we're definitely going to get a big price break for our fans. So I think it's a $70 uh, retail knife on their site. And uh, we're definitely going to charge less than that for uh, the knives that we laser engrave and... Uh, and do the limited run for the fans. Yeah. We don't ha currently have um, everything set up to order. Uh, we, yeah, they just have gotten the knives in stock. That's why. That's the. St that's where we are now. So, um, we're about to move forward with uh, with getting them going. And I would say within a week or two, we'll be ready to point you guys in the direction of um, you know an Etsy store or uh, or something like that, a web page that you can go and purchase these. And uh, it's gonna be really cool. We all looked at the knives that we liked, and I think we all agreed that this is the coolest one. Yeah, um, it looks like cooler a, than I thought it would be, honestly. It, dude, we it were... It looks like a real, legit knife. It is. It's a $70 knife that we're going to sell for a big price break off that, a significant price break. And uh, we looked at everything in the lineup. I'm kind of a knife guy. I'm sure there are knife guys out there with their $400 Benchmades who'd consider me a lightweight, but I've been, like, into this for a year or so now. And uh, this is something I would love to have in my pocket and it's going to be engraved with I think the engraving is going to be PKA with the pill like you guys know the logo and yeah. um, uh, and we're going to get that on the engraved into the knife and it's going to be you know the same knife but cheaper with the PKA engraving and I'm pretty excited that it's happening like in real life so yeah uh, and um, oh and the hot sauce let me go over that because uh, that'll only take a minute and uh, I've, almost, I've virtually got the thing downloaded now um, so I'm going to Wings Redemption's house uh, tomorrow. Did I mention that early in the show? Yeah. I think we maybe did. Oh. Uh, I guess I did, so no, re no need to go over that. We could go yeah. over the whole thing again, though. Yeah, let's just do it again. No. Okay, <laughs> so, so I've got the... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Are you bringing anything cool? All right, so I have the, uh, the video queued, or the audio queued at zero. I don't know if Taylor has his downloaded yet. I am. I'm very close. Oh, this is nice. The um, the chat is hearing us talk about the knife, and it has positive reviews. The people who have it already are like, yeah. Add to group call. Awesome. Perfection. Stop it. Whoever's playing it through their speakers, stop. You're doing it wrong. <laughs> Taylor. I've got it. All right. Uh, are you? Is he gonna play through your speakers anymore? Or are you all set? It's all set. All right. Ready. Set. Play. Add to group call. Perfection. <clears throat> so the knife. 
Hey, do you guys have DVDs? Yes, we do. We have DVDs, VHSs, toys, lubrication. We have an arcade, male enhancements, pretty much everything you need for your triple X play. I wanted to know if you had a couple of uh, DVDs that I'm looking for. Do you know the uh, na uh, the name of the DVD and the production company? Well, I definitely. So I'm looking for like belly button fucking porn, like when they when they get like a big fat chick and you know they they actually fuck her ah, belly button. <laughs> You sure? Is there any way you can search by title? Because, like, I got that. There's big, beautiful, belly button banging bitches. There's, uh... I can no belly button There's... You never know. Sometimes it's in there, and, you know, it'll be some regular shit, but they'll, you know, they'll fuck a belly button out of nowhere. There'll be lint-filled holes, an erotic journey, uh... Super obese sluts, <laughs> volume nine, The Reckoning. Nah, because I only have a... I don't know how much more I can hold out. I need my <laughs> DVDs. He's got VHS too. That'd be nice. That'd be good. Go old school with that shit. Mess up the tracking a little on purpose. Mm. Yes, sir. May I help you? Uh, am I still talking to the uh, the Southern Knights video? Yes, absolutely. All right, so the last guy couldn't find the videos I was looking for. I was looking for some <laughs> belly button fucking porn. Um, so I had a few titles here. I guess maybe you could search them for me. There's um, Crisco Cunts 3, The Fourth Hole Incursion, Super <laughs> Obese Sluts, Volume 9, The Reckoning, uh, Lint Filled Holes, <laughs> An Erotic Journey. That's my okay. favorite. That's an old one. That one goes back. Okay. He said y'all had the VHSs? I've got VHSs, but... None of those, baby. I don't. I I know for a fact I don't have any uh, belly button fucks. <laughs> uh, I might be able to look them up, order them for you. Mm. If you yeah, yeah. See what you can get for me. See if I, I really want big, beautiful belly button banging bitches. That's that goes back to 1995. And if y'all could get that on VHS, my my daddy had that, and I would sneak that out of his closet, and forevermore, that is what I'm into. Okay. What's the name of it again? Big Beautiful Belly Button Banging Bitches. Big Beautiful Belly Button Banging Bitches. The six B's daddy always Bangin called bitches. it. Uh-huh. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, Lint Filled Holes and Erotic Journey. And now if y'all can get them on VHS, I'll... I'll pay whatever it takes. Oh, I can't get them on VHS, baby. Oh, I, mean, I, I think my, my, my uncle said he's got a way that you can convert the DVD over to the VHS, so we just be doing that. That'll be yeah, all right. Yeah, no, there, no, we can't get VHS anymore. Yeah, I'll just get the DVD, and then I'll convert it myself, because I like that old school feel. I like to get the tracking and mess it up a little so you can't really see real well. Yeah. No, I'll check these, give me your name and number, and if I can get them, I will call you back. My name is Lefty. Lefty Purcell. That's P-U-R-S-E-L-L. Okay, phone number? You can call me back at 706-356-4444. Hell no. I'll see what I can find. Thank you very much, ma'am. You scour the internet for that belly button fucking porn, because I'm going to tell you, I ain't been able to find that. I go to them trade shows, you know, and you run into some weird people there when you go there. I don't like that. They be into some weird shit, you know. I, I, don't, I don't like to be around no weird people into okay. all kind of nastiness. Okay. 
Okay, well, I'll see what I can find. Homosexuals okay? and furries and mm-hmm. okay. tarot card readers and. All right. I'll see what I can find. Democrats. Democrats. <laughs> I don't think I can co sign that. <laughs> Democrats, Republicans. Democrats. <laughs> oh, she was she was like, I don't think we have any belly button fucking <laughs> Well I'm glad you found another way to tie it in. Yeah, five shows in a row. Belly button fucking. Alright. <laughs> I think we need to get a meme and a t shirt for that. I want the t shirt to have like like where your belly button would be under the shirt. Put a hole right there and, and somehow like work that into the design of the shirt. Like make it say like fourth input here or something like that. I don't know. So you want something that would like get rejected for being in a factory irregular to be the <laughs> shirt that we sell. It's just a <laughs> yeah. hole in the middle. I want you to just put superimpose a vagina right where the uh, the belly button goes or something like that. Or or make it say stick it here. I don't know. Yeah. His and hers belly button holes. Ooh. I've never Oh, is there gay belly button fucking now? That's a good question. Uh, well, we're not going to look that up again, because if we do this again, then we're, we're teetering on low class here. <laughs> a little low brow for you, is that it? Yes. We are on a razor's enough. edge of class, and we are about to fall into that chasm of, of well, garbage again. I think I'm going to do a few more of those next week. I've got a few more little ideas. I, I had to work belly button fucking in, but I need an audience when I do them, so i got to get one of you guys on there with me, because I, I, I've tried it before by myself, and I never go far enough. It, 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 it usually ends up being like a, just a polite conversation. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, whoa, do you, you're selling dogs, right? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, I'm selling some dogs. Oh, well, how many are you interested in getting rid of? Wow, what's, you know, that sounds really great. That's, that's really nice of you to, to go out of your way. And, you know what, you have an excellent day. You have an excellent, no, I'm not interested. to revisit the puppy was, stomping. Yeah. Oh, I was going to ask like... for you to dry clean my KKK hood, but now that I'm talking to you for real, you seem nice. Like, <laughs> I'll tell you what I'll do. Um, I, I just spitballing off the top of my head. Uh, you mentioned KKK. It would be funny to call like a city hall and try to get a permit for a KKK cross burning some somewhere. I think that would be funny. Um, it would be funny I, to get a KKK outfit and vlog it as you tried to get it dry cleaned. Uh, that's uh, been done. Someone oh. did that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's caught an ass new under the sun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's dangerous dressing up as a Klansman these you days. You wouldn't Go be figure. wearing it. You'd just be getting it dry cleaned. Uh, I don't want any part of that. I, I no, no. Nah. No, that's asking for trouble. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think that like, like if you had a Nazi uniform, I feel like even if someone took offense, you could be like, ah, oh, I'm gonna play. But if you've got like. If you've Not got only a am I a racist, I'm a murderer. Robes and you know says Grand Wizard on there or some shit. Like, I got a feeling. I don't know how to put this, but the kind of person who might take offense to such a thing might be difficult to uh, to talk down and 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 reason with once they've seen that you're a Klansman anyway. That exactly. one black guy in the in NHL, moments. we got to get him. So it seems like a real that. recipe for an ass whooping. Yeah, not a good idea. That's on par with those fake pranks. Like you kind of deserve what's coming at that point. So. Let's talk about some TV. We can either go Game of Thrones. I know it's a little early. I know it's a little early. I don't want to discuss the trailer. I didn't watch it. I, I hear it's. I didn't either. Sports. I don't want to watch that one. I've heard so, it's uh, very spoilerific. I I actually yeah. did watch it, but I it just caught me at the wrong time. I was working late. It was like five a.m. and I don't know what I saw. I think it's better that way. Good. Yeah, I have not seen it. Don't plan to. I'm excited about it. Um, the other thing would be Better Call Saul. Started watching that. I'm all I, caught up on that. Uh, it's always sunny. Just wrap their season. On the Game it's, of Thrones uh, thing, I, I didn't even watch it, but there, there was a like montage. It showed like 
an image from the show every frame for a couple seconds. So there were like 74 images or something like that. And uh, yeah, people on Reddit have like taken it, grabbed every still, put it on Imager, and you can see all the like screens. It, it, I don't know if they spoiled it or not. Like I, I really didn't know what I saw, but well, see, it would be very easy to spoil it if you're as involved with the show as we all are. For mm. example, if I saw Stannis Baratheon in any state other than decapitated, I would then know that Brienne is not going to behead him, as was alluded. If I see uh, Jon Snow in any state rather than lying dead and cold, I know that the Red Woman has brought him back. That ship kind of sailed. Like you though. could see that. Is it what's her name? It's not Ariana. The girl I who becomes the assassin. Sansa. Arya. No. Oh, Arya, Arya is what I'm going for. You could see Arya and say, oh, she left that city, it seems. you know, And, and that would be like a minor spoiler for you know, people who know it. Do you yeah, I, I don't want anything. Uh, for example, the Khaleesi, is, last time we saw her, she's being surrounded by a Dothraki horde. And uh, if we saw her any, in, in any situation other than being like there, we would know what comes next. We would know, oh, she, she got her way out of that horde surrounding situation. Taylor, they didn't we just know rape what comes death. next, right? As a I don't. You don't, but I think in the book they actually cover that. Yeah, so I have a good clue. I won't tell you, but yeah. So, um, well, we know what happened in the book, but they certainly have diverted that in many ways. That's why I called so it knows? a clue. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, um, very excited about the season. I have not watched. I mean, for months and months, I've avoided spoilers, um, clips, trailers, images from behind the scenes, any of that stuff. So, I don't know anything at all. Very excited about the show. Um, I'm gonna be. He- I'm gonna hedge my uh, expectations though because of last uh, season's uh, little little issues here and there. Though, of course, I I read that like I told you guys, they hired some master swordsman who's just this world class, top tier guy to uh, to I think play one of the roles. Um, uh, of, a, of a great swordsman that's going to be portrayed this season. So that, that's, that seems like a bright spot to me if that's accurate. I read it many months ago now, though. Um, it's always sunny wrapped. Um, I think we got mixed reviews among us about what we thought about the, uh, the season finale. Uh, I, liked I liked it. it. I thought it was a good finale. I haven't I watched it. it. Was... I followed your advice to not watch last week so I could see it back to back. And it's great. still in front yeah. of me. Yeah. Okay, well, no spoilers. Let's just... Um, you know, it, it it was it was a little different, but I I, I really enjoyed it. Um, lots of funny moments. Uh, I don't think Chiz thought so, but Chiz thought it was shitty. He thought last episode was good and it dropped off. The penultimate episode, I think, is far superior, and I think I would have liked it more if I did what Woody's about to do and watch them in one continuous flow. Because that waiting for a week, I didn't feel like it was worth the payoff. Me yeah. waiting in anticipation for the conclusion. It had its moments. It definitely wasn't the worst. Like, the first four are the roughest episodes of the season. Woody, have you ever seen The Shield? Is that the one with the short, bald guy who plays a Michael Chickles, yes. Yeah, I've seen some of it. So, are you familiar with the black actress who's on that show? Her her real-life name is uh, CCH Pounder. Um, She's got braids that she pulled back into a ponytail. She was pretty abrasive and and loud-mouthed. She was a... She (laughs) outranked... She outranked um, the... Michael Chiklis's bald, white, kind of chubby guy character. Do you recall this actress? Uh, nah, just barely. Okay, it is imperative before you watch uh, It's Always Sunny that you familiarize yourself with what her voice sounds like on that show. Um, if you've got uh, Amazon Prime, you could pull up any given episode of that show or maybe search YouTube, although I've had a little difficulty doing that. I pulled up an episode because someone in the episode does an impression of her and it is so perfect that it had me just rolling, laughing, and just astounding at, at, at how good it was. And then it, 
it's um, it's almost overshadowed then by another character's impression of something else that's just the uh, the antithesis. It it's it's a real big funny joke, but it's important that you know what that black actress sounds like going in. Hmm. Okay. Um, what are the other shows? Oh, uh, Better Call Saul. I am really enjoying that show. I, I really enjoying that show. Um, dude, I what a fuck up he is though. Every time he steps in, it I'm just like no. I. I'm back in sometimes, and it seems like in Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul, I do. I really, really appreciate good videography. You know, it, Better Call the, the people who do that purposely set things up in uh, reflections. Uh, they, they purposely set up shots. They the, the, what they do with the, the color correcting is amazing on it. I I feel like I notice stuff in those two shows, Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul, that I don't always observe in every other show. You know, some people love The Revenant for its video work. And I guess it wasn't my cup of tea because I thought, you know, well, I recognize that it's good. I wasn't like micro observing stuff like I do in Better Call Saul. That show is just fantastic. I, I, I really like it. I wish that I could have binge watch it instead of it coming out weekly. Yeah. I just started last night, actually. So I, could, I, I think there's three or maybe four episodes. Four. So I got to watch those in a row. And then it was like, oh, no. Oh, no. There's not an... Oh, and and then I start. I, I I didn't search because I didn't want to know. But when does the next episode air, Chiz? It's every Monday, at like eight p.m. So Dang. there's four right now. Five will be next Monday. Well, better call uh, Saul. Yeah. yeah, that happened to me. Very I'm good. Better or Game of Thrones in season one when it came out. Like it got all this meme activity. You know, winter is coming and stuff uh, on Reddit. But I hadn't watched the show. So when I did. I just like binged watch season one of Game of Thrones and I was so excited. I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. It was cracked to me. And when I finished it, I was like, time for season two. And I didn't realize that I was current and I've just been fucked ever since. Isn't that disheartening? I, yeah. yeah I, I don't track. recall. I, I, I don't recall if I, if I had one season to watch or two seasons to watch uh, when I first got into it. Um, I think I might've had two seasons. So, so that was pretty nice, but Whenever you run out, it's, I mean, it really is just a, you're like, fuck, what do I do now? God damn it. Like, every time it happens, I look at my girlfriend, and I'm like, well, now what are we going to do? You know, whenever we, <laughs> whenever we finish a show, it's like, right now we're watching The X-Files. Um, I let mm -hmm. all six episodes of this 10th uh, uh, season, you know, miniseries uh, come out before I started watching, and now I'm two episodes in, and uh, I'm a big fan of The X-Files. I, I, I watched it as a kid. You know, when I, I, when I was a fifth grader, I was having discussions with my fifth grade teacher during class about The X-Files because we both watched it. I, I loved it then. I still love it now. I, I've seen all the episodes many times. I really like this new season. Um, they kind of flipped the script a bit. Um, uh, kind of rebooted what his conspiracy is about and what his journey is about. And uh, they did it in a smart way, a cool way, and I like it a lot. Um, they, they look like It looks like the budget is pretty substantial for this thing because in maybe the first or second episode, we get to see sort of an alien spacecraft. Uh, and, you know, it's on the ground levitating and, you know, they're touching it. So it's, it's not some, like, out-in-the-distance CGI. It's right there in front of you, and it looks real. Uh, it's quite good. Um, so I've been, really been enjoying the new uh, X-Files thing. Hmm. That's what I'm watching now. Huh. And then House of hmm. Cards, unless you don't want oh, to talk about wow. House of Cards, but everybody here has seen it. We have all seen all 12 or th how many, however many episodes there are of House of Cards. 13, 13 right? 52 we're at now. 52 episodes, 52 cards in the deck of, pl of playing cards, which is why I always I thought this was the I had final heard that season too, but it, it, I am, it's confirmed that there's another year. So Great. 
awesome yeah. because man, should we? Are we going to talk spoilers? That would be hugely disappointing if, you, if they I didn't think, have another season. I think we should talk hugely. spoilers. Um, but if so, what do you think? You should like do something with your hands to like prompt people when to listen and rejoin if they don't want to hear spoilers, or you could not do spoilers. But I feel like it's hard to really have a discussion about anything if you're not going to talk spoilers, other than saying it was good. You know, okay. it's up to you guys though. You want to do spoilers for maybe two minutes? Yeah, sure. Um, I'll go right, like guys. this when the spoiler talk is over. If you guys want to yeah, yeah. turn on Yeah, All right, your... so starting now, you should mute us if you don't want any uh, House of Cards uh, spoilers. So uh, let me jump into this real quick. I think this, ep- this season was one of the best seasons, maybe the second best season. That first season was excellent with uh, the whole original cast that started there. Kate Mara is just so gorgeous, so hot, and she did such an amazing job with her character. And uh, the Peter Russo character also just just gold. You know she's his, rich. His, the, she comes from money. The woman who played Zelda. God, what a ten, right? Perfect. Right. Um, she got even hotter. Yeah, yeah, a thousand times hotter. I really enjoyed this season. I thought that last season Frank Underwood really had the world by its ball, by the balls. He's the sitting president. He's got he's got time on his hands. Um, he could really. He, he didn't struggle to get what he wanted done. He just it was the got worst stuff season. Done. It was a yeah. boring yeah. season, and a lot of it focused too much on Prime Minister Wifey, and it's that your, whole dichotomy was boring. Yeah, this season, however, um, Doug has really stepped up. Doug is my favorite character this season. He's 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 all the things you want, and sort of uh, a he's not an ant, an office soldier. Thank you. The he is as loyal as the most loyal uh, Kingsguard member in Game of Thrones. He his loyalty knows no ends. He will kill. He will steal. He will lie. He will intimidate. He will assault. Chiz whatever it takes. Woodycraft. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Whatever. Whatever. I would it takes not give to... my liver though for anyone. I'm sorry. I really. I agree with Kyle. In we that don't want when, your shitty liver. <laughs> when, when the doctor was like, "Well, he doesn't need part of a liver. He needs a full liver," and Doug kind of like looks away and he starts doing research on how to get Frank high on the list. I agree with Kyle. I was like. Is he going to off himself to give Frank his liver? Because he would fucking do. He goes to the end of the world for Frank. He's yeah. crazy. He's crazy. I love that about him. Um, he, he's, he, he, he's right up there. He's one of my favorite characters in that show. Um, I thought that the whole dynamic between um, um, Frank's wife's character and uh, her mother, that was really entertaining. I really enjoyed that. I feel like we've gotten insight into the upbringing of, of, the, of Frank and Claire and we see why they're awful people now. I also like that in the final episode, Claire breaks the fourth wall with uh, with Frank. They both are, are clearly uh, like like he he's like we don't bend the terrors, we make the terror. And then they both kind of look at each other like she's like, yeah, that's what we do, we make the terror. And it was almost it was almost like that Breaking Bad moment, like I am the one who knocks. He's he's like we don't bend the terror, we make the terror. And it's just like, fuck, yeah, that's Frank Underwood. That's you know who, the what I liked in the new season was uh, when they were doing that whole spiel of, like, who's going to, you know, all the states throwing their, their votes around, seeing who's going to get elected. And then the Louisiana guy just ruins it for everyone, where he's like, oh, the state of Louisiana is going to throw all 61 of its votes for whoever the fuck that character was. Catherine and it's like, <laughs> and he just ruined yeah. the whole convention. Sarah Dunbar. Yeah. Well, no, he, she gave her votes for um, the Secretary of State to be um, the actual President. presidential nominee because it was an open convention. They can do I think that if, it, if we're Fuck having an VP. open nomination huh. on the VP, we should have open nomination on the presidential side of the ticket as well. And they're like, that's not what we're doing. And it, it just really blew up in his face. But, of course, he handled it like he always handles it. And the big cliffhanger to me, and maybe I misunderstood, misheard, but what I think happened was the president tells Doug, go make it, make it right, go fix it, 
and make it 100%. And so Doug goes out, he seeks the comfort of his female companion, but if you keep him, if you watch him, he's keeping his eye on that clock. It's almost 9 p.m. and he's got stuff to do, miles to go before he sleeps. <laughs> he's got a lot of shit to do tonight and I don't know what he's doing but he's going to kill someone mm. and, or maybe a few people he's going after that Herald uh, reporter who just can't keep his see the reporter fucking... he's not going to touch the reporter the reporter is safe because of the article he released but he will kill those uh, testimonials he will kill Jackie and Ruby Danton I'm calling it now and I don't think he kills the president you know Walker the ex-president that got voted out or impeached yeah. out because that will draw way too much suspicion. But the other two people have been behind the scenes very often. You know, Jackie is no longer running for president. So he'll kill those two and turn Walker away with aggressive force. Oh. Who knows? Walker what what was that thing where detail. he... What was that thing where he got on top of the guy and get and just put the glass over his mouth and blocked one of his nostrils? How intense was that? Mm -hmm. like, that was a very... You're my dog now. Obey that me. was stupid. Like, it, it was the, really stupid. Every... A bit of little grab like that's just not so position before submission right that guy didn't control his body at all you can't hold a glass on somebody's face and they have to stand still to allow you to do that it's a you could turn your head he had no control over what was going on i just I, there's a reason that that move never exists in real life i i, I wanted more reality uh, I didn't mind. I felt like the White House, like uh, chief of staff, beating up the what's the press other guy's title? Press secretary. See, I don't. I don't think he did too too much jits to get it done. He, <laughs> he seemed like the kind of guy who hadn't done much hand to hand combat. He was just shocked that the the White House press secretary, his boss, is tackling him to the ground. He does he fight back? Is he going to hit his boss? Not just his boss, but an angry physical boss who's attacking him. He's he's, he's like, whoa, 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 stop! Wait, wait, boss, don't do, don't. You know, he's, in a, he's not in a position to, to like, immediately start throwing, is what I'm thinking. So I agree with you. He, cer he certainly just kind of, like, pushed him to the ground like a big bully and, and did that glass thing. But that was interesting, the, just the glass technique. That yeah, he was it was. Leave him you could see. It was, a, it was a real visual way to show that it was doing some sort of air check yeah. on him. Was... And it's, I think it's, it should be accepted as the same kind of ludicrousness. Like, when in a kung fu movie, the guy, like, catches the shuriken, like, oh! <laughs> running his head like it's silly but you can you can put it out of your mind should we just, end the spoiler talk can. now yeah yes. yeah so you guys can come back if you muted us for spoilers come on back all right <laughs> um oh does anyone have a new topic or ad read what do you want to do are we due for an ad read well Kyle? no ad man no over 95 percent of home break-ins happen during the day <laughs> and burglars almost always start by ringing your doorbell to see if someone's home before pillaging your possessions. With the Ring video doorbell, you can see and talk to anyone at your door from anywhere in the world using your smartphone. Ring's advanced motion detection alerts you, even if someone doesn't ring the doorbell. It's like caller ID for your home. With Ring video doorbell, you can talk to delivery people and keep an eye on your package. If someone tries to mess with it, you'll get an instant alert and HD video of the whole thing. It's like having a neighbor keep an eye on your home 24-7 without the judgment. Installing the video doorbell takes minutes and it works with either your current wiring or the built-in rechargeable battery. That's what I'm using. And it's, it's, I mean, that thing lasts forever. Put your, put your mind at ease and protect your home with the video doorbell. Time Magazine and USA Today named one of their top 10 gadgets. Our listeners get free expedited FedEx shipping when you go to ring.com slash PKA. That's ring.com slash PKA. With the Ring video doorbell, you're always home. 
It's pretty cool. It's a doorbell. You can either hook it up to your current one and, and use your house's existing doorbell, or you can just put it on there and it'll sh it's like a live stream thing to your phone. So you know what if it's the UPS guy or a bad guy or your milkman or whatever it is that you've got going on, uh, you don't even have to answer the door if you don't want to because you know who's there. Yeah, I'm digging it. Um, I'm pretty lazy, uh, and there are some people who I just want to answer the door for, and uh, it's nice to be able to weed those individuals out. It's like an answer machine for your door. That's I what like it really it. is. Yeah, <laughs> very cool. Have you ever done it yet where you see you? someone and you turn your TV volume way down? Just Oh, I've hidden silent. many times. I've hidden many times. Um, you know, if, if some people will come and it, it's just some bullshit, like they're just wanting, I can't even, Jeremy has shown up before and I've hidden from Jeremy, um, just not wanting to deal with his bullshit because he always wants something, wants to borrow something, get something or whatever. Um, I've definitely hidden from uh, people who want me to sign for packages and shit like that. I don't like dealing with them. And if I'm not dressed, I'm just not going to the door. Have you ever had to double back? Where I had this habit in my apartment where, like, when I would open the door, like, you just kind of glance at the people, open the door. This is back in college, and then you greet the person that's there. I had ordered a pizza, and it was, like, 25 minutes later, and the doorbell rang, and I was like, fuck yeah, it's the pizza. So I walked over, undid the deadbolt, like, that loud, like, click that, like, you can hear from the outside. And then I went to, like, open the door and did the little peephole check, and it was Jehovah's Witnesses. And so I just relocked the deadbolt and didn't open the door. But they clearly could hear the two, like, unlock, doors tearing, going to open, then, oh, no, fuck you, no pizza. Yeah, those people are the worst, those Jehovah's Witnesses. Yeah. No I consideration. A, I had a guy come to my house this week. Uh, he was a, it wasn't a Jehovah's Witness, but he was just Mormon. trying to drum up business for his church. And uh, apparently, it seemed like politics. Like, he got my name from a list of people who recently moved to the area. So he has, like, demographic data on me. He's like, I figured maybe you didn't have a house of worship yet, so you can come to my house of worship. And uh, he's like, do you have a house of worship yet? And I'm like, no. He's like, well, maybe you could come to mine. I'm like, I don't see that happening. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and like, I was upset that he disturbed my peace. You know, I'm always upset. I, I, not that I take it out on people or anything, but... But a sign-up, no solicitors. We were, seriously, we're thinking of doing that. Like, we have this, um, we have two uh, brick art with, like, an iron arch over the front driveway. And um, yeah. I, I was thinking of, like, putting some sort of brass, like, antique sort of no solicitor sign I -E on one of the brick columns. An IET. I, uh, <laughs> but, um, like, the dogs they go wild and they're anyway. barking and they're jumping around and, and they've just disturbed my peace. Like, this is my fucking compound and you drove all the way up my driveway, which is like a private thing, and you're knocking on my doorway because you want me to go to your fucking house of trickery. You know, like, oh, yeah, we've all believed in this invisible man and you give me your money so that we can talk about him weekly. That's like kind of our gig. Like, you fucking scam artist, snake oil salesman, bullshittery. Like, this is, you are an evil, evil man ridding people of their precious resources in exchange for nothing but fakery and lies. And you're a predator. You're, yeah, they are predators, these people. And they attack the old, especially. You start getting old, you start getting a little more religious. They're cramming for finals, right? They're hoping to get into heaven because they're about to go there. And, and it, it, I, just, I, I see this fucking, you know, piece of Satan bullshit on my front drive upsetting my dogs and it's like would you like 
I was much nicer. But in my head, I'm like, just fucking die in a fire, you shithead. My dad was talking about this just the other day. We were talking about the evils of these televangelists and, and, and their, their crazy lifestyles. And he told the story of when his brother was dying of cancer. I was, uh, it, I, was uh, I think, two years old when my, when my dad's brother died of cancer. And uh, it, it, got, it, it was terminal cancer. There was nothing they could do. Um, he'd, he'd sought out all the medical help they could. And they ended up going to some faith healer. Uh, somewhere in the country, they flew to they flew to this place, and Dad's telling the story about how this thing went down. He, he's like, they're up there, they're up there shouting. The preacher is, and he, he says, "Who's got a hundred dollar bill for the Lord? Who's got a hundred dollar bill for the Lord?" And Dad says, "Well, you know, you're sitting there, and I like to think I'm an intelligent person, but when he asked that question, everybody started pulling those hundred dollar bills out and waving them, and, and you didn't want to be the one who didn't have a hundred dollar bill for the Lord, you know, and, and so we all had a hundred dollar bill for the Lord, and, and it just described this whole like scam artist bullshit. And of course, my uncle died, so that's and, the worst yeah. kind of person. Yeah, just preying on the desperation of someone who just doesn't want their loved one to be gone forever. Where it's like it's horrible, dude. As um, there's a whole industry that gives like false hope to autism parents and they just oh yeah to trust me sweeks sweeks in our program and your kid's gonna be fine and uh like i I remember looking at these things like am i an irresponsible parent for not putting a hundred thousand dollars towards this thing when there's a chance a chance that this might be a fix and like you but know, it's a scam. It's a scam, but you're wrestling with these decisions, and you're like, man, should I have sent him to fucking, you know, who's he Watts' six-week autism camp? I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think so. Looking yeah. back is Well, no, you should bullshit. So it's yeah, good yeah. that you did not. But it, they, they pull on your heartstrings, and they are experts at it. And uh, mm-hmm. so are churches. They're just fucking fantastic at separating you from your money. That's their whole thing. And uh, it, it's a business that exists. They they sell nothing in exchange for cash, and trick you into it. So I understand that um, they're currently uh, looking at whether or not they're going to declare what ISIS is doing in Syria to uh, Christians and uh, Christian minority groups uh, genocide or not. They they're looking at the definition. They don't want to call it genocide, of course, because when you label something as a country, when the United States labels something, stamps it as genocide then they're sort of contractually obligated to intercede with said genocide. So they want to say, no, no, that's not exactly genocide. But I, I listened to them quote the definition of genocide today on, on the radio and then describe the, the horrors that are, that are going on over there directly to the, the Zidi, I believe, or one of the ethnic minorities and, uh, and the Christians and Catholics that, that exist over there the, in extreme minorities. The Pope's come out and said it's, uh, he thinks it's genocide, but our government has not. But they're weighing that decision right now, I think. It'd be interesting if it comes, uh, if they do label it genocide, because we might see an escalation in what's going on over there in Syria. Hope not. Another thing that could perhaps play a role in our current political uh, race, when you've got Donald Trump saying, don't trust those Muslims. All the Muslims, most Muslims hate us. There are some good Muslims, but the Muslims hate us. Most of them do. That's what he's saying tonight, right now. But and then you've got Hillary Clinton preaching, you know, the opposite. Basically, a lot of inclusionism, uh, you know, let the men judge, don't judge uh, an entire billion uh, people by the acts of uh, a few. What if this thing keeps heating up? It keeps getting bigger and and badder. I, I feel like Trump has a road to victory, um, and and then SNL is great for the next four years. <laughs> this is yeah. not a motivation factor. You know what? I wish John Stewart was still in his seat. 
I feel like, and, and I'm a, a stupid follower for saying this, but I feel like he would shine a little wisdom on what's going on here. Yeah, he, he might make Trump. It would look be ridiculous. the same thing he always did. Mm-hmm. Makes a joke pretending to be really conservative, but it's really attacking a conservative. Then he gives you like an eyebrow raise of look how clever I am. Then he that kind of shuffles like his papers Colbert. and everybody laughs. It's the same thing. It's like the same show mm-hmm. between the Daily Show and Stephen Colbert, except Colbert is funnier, and the Colbert is better. No, there's a difference. I'll I tell you why. Stewart, I I like Stewart a lot more because. He can go toe-to-toe with anybody on the planet on these issues. When he beat Jim Cramer at finance, when he takes these like Wall Street reporters or New York Times reporters and talks about their role in a financial crisis, when, when he brings in these world leaders and, and you know, like this is how you covered up or sold the Iraq war, you know, which was really based on, on lies, um, John Stewart, he would win all these Republican and Democratic debates, I feel. Yeah, he, he was just brilliant at it. Whereas Colbert, how big is his, how big is a cock? Uh, because that's know. gonna matter. No, it's uncircumcised. I guess. He's, wait, wait, no, Jewish is be circumcised, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Proper American. He's a tiny man. He might have tiny. Uh, Trump would probably use that. <laughs> He's this tall. How are you gonna vote for him? But, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah. No, Stewart was brilliant and informed, and he's an excellent speaker. And he could go one-on-one with people who were like that. And I like that about him. Colbert, on the other hand, was funny. Maybe even funnier. But definitely not able to really get to the... Like, when it was serious time, Colbert came up as a lightweight. When it was serious time, Jon Stewart was not. And this new guy, I haven't watched enough of him. Like I feel like I should hold judgment. But what I do get from him is so much... I'm an outsider. Look at me. I'm from South Africa, and I find this to be awkward. Again and again and again to the point where I'm like, well, maybe you're just not the right guy for the yeah. job. Have you watched his stand-up? That's, yeah. that's oh, what it's a lot the of most thing. of his stand-up is. Yeah, the, his whole stand-up routine is, I came from somewhere else, and I find yeah. these uh, you know, things about your culture to be ridiculous for yeah. an hour and a half. Oh, in South Africa, we do this and that. Oh, here in America, you guys eat, are doing this and this. Oh, my goodness, you know, cultural clashing. Uh, watch me on the Today Show, like... I don't know. It's he. I don't think he was a very good pick as a replacement, mainly because I think he's too young. And if it's going to be a show about American politics, I kind of want an American to be the one talking about it. Like, mm-hmm. I wouldn't think. And I don't think that's douchey at all. Like, if there was a show about politics in the UK and the host was some dude from Michigan over there, like I would understand them kind of being like what the fuck like you can't put one of us on there like you know the people who are from this country talking about it that might have a little more insight um i don't know maybe i'm totally wrong that's just kind of my gut feeling for maybe why he's not as popular as uh stewart was is it jim jeffries the comedian who has the anti-gun thing who says there's two yes. reasons you you don't like me you know one is your closed minds are stupid i forget and the other is i'm not american and uh um uh, there is a hint of truth to that. If you're not American, back off on how Americans should do their gun laws. You know, like you, you shouldn't be just criticizing from the outside. I don't do that to Australia's gun laws. I could give a fuck. I wish you would. I couldn't give a fuck. They caught me doing it. Yeah. Um, uh, anyway, um, so I don't do that in reverse. And I, I kind of feel like yeah, maybe they hired the wrong guy. But I know he was like yeah. their fourth or fifth on choice. Any, so. yeah, God forbid on any political forum an American 
say like i really don't think the way you do that over there in the uk or in australia is good at all that's really stupid you'll just be shouted down and you have so many fucking problems talk to us when your gun issue is solved and whatnot and meanwhile people can just talk about america and shit on it carte blanche as much as they want and americans will just be like oh yeah and just kind of kicking the dust around their feet around oh you know we do fuck up a lot ha 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 bunch of fat idiots that's us I don't know. I, just, I don't like it. It's I've not talked fair. about this before too, and I'll just repeat it. I get really frustrated that people believe anything negative about Americans. You know, if you just say Americans yeah, are stupid, you know, Americans are bad at math. I, I, my, my favorite example was Americans are dehydrated. Oh, the typical American just doesn't drink enough water every day. Oh, fuck off. Really? This is the land of milk and honey. On one hand, you're like, we eat constantly. We're the fattest people on the planet. On the other hand, you don't drink enough, right? I think that you guys are just the whole nation of dehydrated people. Fuck you. America has its issues, but I don't think dehydration is one of them. We are a well-hydrated nation. And, but if you just lay it out there, like, oh, typical Americans doesn't drink enough water they uh people just like yeah because they, they're just apt. i've never heard that before yeah they're apt to believe that americans do bad shit and and mm -hmm. yeah no that's a real one that someone told me and i was i came back with that rant i had no idea that's such a pet you're doing pretty all right if the biggest critique of your country is hey you know that resource that you guys have in spades well you're not even taking advantage of it as much as you could it's like that's <laughs> It's a decent problem to have. Like, you know, all those, you know, corporations that you have in your country creating delicious beverages for all at a reasonable price. You guys are enjoying those so much that you're not even drinking the free shit out of the sink. Like, yeah, like, fuck it. So what if the chat right now is like, well, Americans piss is too yellow, right? Like implying dehydration. <laughs> every, every once in a while, for the most part, do you have like a, I don't have much middle ground between like, a freaking really yellow apple juice pee and just water pee because as soon as I have that like awful stinky apple juice pee I just drink so much fucking water that the next one comes out like you know crystal light just perfect I don't really pay much attention um, I drink mostly soda and uh, I, like the amount of water I, of I, I don't remember the the last time I drank any water um, <laughs> Jesus I cannot, Christ. I swear to God. We were just talking about how dumb that stereotype was. I, I, I swear to God. I swear to God. I don't remember the last time I drank just water. You know, I, I, I really, I really, really don't. Um, I drink a lot of soda. Uh, right now I'm on a root beer kick, the AW style. This is delicious. Um, but uh, I drink milk, I guess, occasionally, you know, in cereal and, uh, you know, if I got some cookies or something. But that's the only other liquid. Maybe a little apple juice mixed in there, but no water. Certainly not. Uh, I drink Not a lately. lot of water. I hope that I drink mostly water. Sometimes with a meal, I'll indulge in something that's whatever, liquid candy like soda. But um, throughout the day... All I've ever seen you drink is lemonade. Lemonade and Gatorade, and uh, okay. you rarely get a Coke. Uh, oh, you're talking about at restaurants? Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah. At rest. See, you can't adequately judge my diet based on what we do on trips, because I'm a... I, I don't observe That's a diet fair. on trips. That's very fair. Yeah, when I'm on vacation, it's like steak tips for lunch, steak for dinner. You know, like, <laughs> you know, can we get some steak for breakfast in here? Yeah. Uh, Trump steaks on fucking Trump lemonade. <laughs> right, right. Whore. That's just, uh, you know, she's a waitress, so you assume. Um, yeah. But uh, at home, I, I mostly stay hydrated through this Nalgene bottle. And with meals, uh, it's not... Uh, 
it's not as uncommon as it should be for me to have something sugary to drink with a meal. That's how I actually eat. And how you stay so thin, Kyle, is beyond me. I don't even... How he stays so thin is his borderline eating disorder style of eating, where it's like, <laughs> like when, when someone who's really, really fat watches Kyle or listens to Kyle rather talk about like, yeah, I go to Taco Bell and I get $30 off their menu and then I go home and just sit down and munch it. Like that person sitting there eating that same $30 meal being like, well, why am I not skinny? <laughs> what they don't show is that after that $30 meal, Kyle fasts for a while. Nothing but, I, I'm sure, soda and the occasional homemade fries, you know, for a full I day. I usually get pretty shaky uh, around 5 or 6 p.m. because I haven't had anything to eat in, like, 18 hours or something like that. But I can usually, like, you know, have a soda, and that'll take the shakes away. And now, at least at take 5 or 6 p.m., have you been up for, like, four hours now? Nah, I've been up all day. I, I get up around 8.30, 9.30, something like that in the morning. Um, that Casper mattress really does. It's a higher-quality sleep. Like, I can't stay in the bed any longer than that. I'm just laying there like, I'm done. I'm charged. Uh, so I, I've been getting up a lot earlier, but yeah, I eat like shit. It, it, it's been pretty, pretty rough for a long time today. I, I ate a box of potatoes, a gratin. Um, I ate a double flame, double flamethrower burger and fries with a root beer from Dairy Queen. Um, I ate half of a family size bag of sour cream and onion chips. I've had eight of these root beers now cause I started with a 12 pack and I, I noticed they're pretty much gone now. Um, that's unbelievable. I'm not so done. So this yet. is a this is a splurge day. No, this is a day, uh, and I'm not done yet. I'm gonna eat more later. I eat a lot. Uh, last night I ate five guys. I got a uh, you know the double double meat burger, bacon and cheese. Um, I get pretty much all the toppings and a large fry. My girlfriend was like, I told him I ordered the large fry, baby, and and they said, Are you sure? Because that can feed five people. And she was like, Yeah. He eats it alone. <laughs> and I do. I eat the whole fucking thing by myself. That's ridiculous. Uh, I tried the Michael Phelps diet, you know, like 30 eggs for breakfast and a half a dozen pancakes. It didn't look like Michael Phelps. No. no. Yeah, I, uh... <laughs> I don't know what went wrong. I, I followed it like item for item. <laughs> to the T. Yeah. <laughs> no, Three I dozen but... eggs. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, uh, I, uh, I, 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 I skip a lot of meals. My issue is sleep schedule. I, I feel like when my sleep schedule's in sync, then, or, you know, on, on target, then my diet gets more on target. My exercise gets more on target. Everything. Like lately, uh, Woodycraft is doing a factions reset tomorrow if you're watching this live. And uh, it's Friday for those who aren't. And um, I've been up like between 4.30 and 6 every day this week. And, but I wake up at like between, I don't know, 11-ish. And that's just a shitty sleep schedule. 6 to 11. Like, yeah, it's crap. But Yeah. Not ideal. Yeah. We work, we work so hard. And my players will shit all over me <laughs> for some tiny little thing. Because <laughs> that's, uh, that's the nature of factions and you need thick skin. So um, have you heard about this 10 Cloverfield Lane movie that's coming out with John Goodman? I haven't. Are you excited about it? I am excited about it. I, I, uh, I heard him on the Stern Show talking about, um, talking about the film. I know a little bit about it. Um, I think it's a J.J. Abrams uh, produced film movie just like Cloverfield was and if you remember Cloverfield and fast forward it's a uh, a POV film you know you, you it's shaky handy cam footage the whole time like a found footage movie is what I should have called it 
And um, basically, it's like some young 20s, uh, 20-something-year-old uh, uh, friends, and they're, they're in a major city. I don't remember if it's New York or, or New, New Jersey. Yeah, and uh, basically a gigantic monster, like a Godzilla-type uh, monster, um, what do they call it, kaiju. A giant kaiju starts ripping its way through their city, and they kind of are trying to escape the city the whole time. Now, if you, I've watched the movie a few times. I know a little about it. At the beginning, you can see the kaiju coming from, like, splashing down in the ocean, way off in the background. Um, Ten Cloverfield Lane, um, from what I understand, doesn't have that monster in it. It's something completely different. It's sort of a, and from what I've seen from the preview, it looks like it's kind of a psychological thriller with basically John Goodman and a couple are locked in a bunker. John Goodman has the gun. Nobody else does. Uh, just like Charlie said. But, I, but I've already got the gun. And um, uh, it looks like there's something outside the bunker that John Goodman does not want this couple to expose them to. And that's kind of the mystery and, and the, the whole thing that's uh, building. Uh, I, I think it's going to be really good. I want to see it. Hmm. That does sound Anybody good. else have any? Oh, I'm looking forward to the Superman. Uh, both the Civil War movies dragging, drawing me in and the Superman Batman movies. They're What's both... the Civil War one called? Captain America Civil War. Oh, fuck. That's going to be good. <laughs> Spider-Man's it was, in it. You thought there was a Civil War one. I thought it was like a battle or a movie about Gettysburg or something. Like a fight, not, you know, yeah. Captain America romping around with his shield. <laughs> oh. Well, don't oh, you God. understand? Gonna... Spider-Man takes the shield. It's very exciting. Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> oh. oh, man. <laughs> Pre-order those tickets. Um, <laughs> no, that. So it's Spider-Man versus Captain America? No. Um, I, well, I don't know if it's Spider-Man first. It is. But it's kind of a civil war, so I don't know where Spider-Man falls. Uh, He's it's definitely Maybe. not pitched as Spider-Man v. Uh, Captain America. It's Tony Stark oh, and Iron Man's side of the Avengers and superheroes versus Captain America's side. Um, and Spider-Man, I think, is projected to be on Iron Man's side of things. In this that doesn't debacle. make much... That doesn't make much sense in the in like the the grand scheme of things because I remember s uh, several instances where Cat where Spider Man was like uh, he, he kind of had a hero worship thing for Captain America like when they meet up he's like oh gee whiz you're Captain America you know because you know, think about it Spider Man's like a teenager who just got out of school and Captain America is a super soldier who's been alive since the forties so he's kind of like a patriarch. Well, they are taking civil liberties thing. with the source material for this movie. They've already said that. If the well, leader of one is Iron Man, fucking Iron Man, and the leader of the other one is Captain America, and Iron Man as Spider-Man, and purportedly other real heroes, that's looking like a real one-sided fight when Team Captain America is going to be calling in those, like, periphery superheroes. Like, oh, here's, you know, Super Steve always finds a parking spot. <laughs> uh, you know, here's, here's, here's Rad Rich. You know, he did my taxes 30 minutes last year. You know, got way more back than I would have thought. You know, my return was exceptional. Uh, just stupid little things. Oh, this is, you know. Uh, You're right, though. Like, Cap Captain exactly America's side has his, like, brain-fucked friend also from the 40s with, like, Captain America. And I'm totally... I don't know shit about superheroes, but I'm going to try and get this as right as I can. Who has similar to Captain America skills without the leadership. He also has um, a Hawkman who is just a regular fucking dude with wings on his back, um, which yeah. is bullshit. Like, anyone who's he played Call of Duty knows that running around through the air gets you shot in a heartbeat. Um mm -hmm. He's also got He's also vision. got Black Panther. Oh my god, really? So you mean he can do something that we can do with regular vision? 
I've got contacts right now. I could go get some binoculars at Walmart right That's now. That's how I feel like, about flying. I, I feel like flying is a crappy superhero or superpower. I've got a passport. Yeah, I don't need it. Yeah, yeah. No, I, like, I, it solves a problem that I don't have, transportation. Like, I, I, I can get around anywhere. And then it brings in a lot of problems, too. Like, flying to me, I imagine to be like riding on a motorcycle. Like, oh, no, 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 I hate flying in the winter. It's so cold. Like, it sucks, you know? I, I, I just don't think flying's great, especially their variety where you use the wings and shit, like a regular bird. Um, that's, yeah, like, oh, Superman you know flying, you know, is at least next to teleportation almost. But Hawkman you know what flying. what person I want to see on, uh, on Captain America's side on his superhero <laughs> team is a super, like, massive Marty. Like, a giant fucking fat guy like the Blob. But it's not a useful fat. It's like they have to move him around in a wheelchair <laughs> and get a special van to bring him from fight to fight. And he's just a big, obese waste of space. <laughs> that is just, he's with them. Like when the blob comes out and he's wrecking buildings, they just put, you know, you know, supersized Steve in a chair right in front of him. <laughs> you show so, him. Have you seen the Lozon <laughs> video where he can't hit that guy in the side hard enough? Yes, I have. Really pounds him. Taylor, I, oh, I think we should watch this as a group. I'm very excited about this. Uh, give me one moment. All right, when we get back, I want to talk about Ghostbusters. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, looks horrible. <laughs> the video is about a minute and a half. It looks long. awful. Um, Embarrassing. Here's his channel, and the body armor video. Hippity hoppity. I didn't realize I hadn't. Oh no. In the meantime, Kyle, who else should we know about? Oh, there's so many different people to talk about. Let's talk about a movie since we're kind of on the subject. <clears throat> Sony Pictures Classics presents the hilarious new comedy, The Bronze. The Bronze stars Melissa Ranch from The Big Bang Theory as Hope Ann Gregory, a gymnast who was once America's sweetheart. A decade ago, that is. Hope's inspired performance on a ruptured Achilles at the world's most prestigious gymnastics tournament clinched an unlikely bronze medal for the U.S. team. And, uh, and brought glory to her hometown of Amherst, uh, Ohio. But in the years since that epic third-place victory, Hope hasn't done a whole lot of anything with her life. Still living in her dad's basement, she spends her days at the mall milking her minor celebrity for free food and favors. Hope's routine is upended when she learns that she must coach Amherst's new gymnastics prodigy, Maggie, in order to receive a sizable financial inher inheritance. The hard-edged yet insecure Hope is faced with a serious dilemma. Does she jeopardize her hometown hero status by devotedly training this rising star to achieve the dream she never could? Or does she attempt to sabotage the impressionable Maggie to ensure that she remains the one and only star in Amherst? The bronze medal stars Melissa Ranch, Gary Cole, Thomas Middleditch, Sebastian Stan, Cecily Strong, and Haley Lou Richardson. The bronze opens everywhere on March 18th, only in theaters. The bronze, there's no place like third. That sounds like fun. Mm -hmm. I'd watch that. I would sabotage to make sure I was always the best. That would be my approach. That does... I don't think they're going to do that in the movie, though, because that's pretty mean spirit. I bet you she starts to sabotage and then changes her mind and oh, helps and her then, achieve then success. Then she probably has, yeah, has a change of heart. Mm -hmm. She realizes that she's not being as kind as she could be, and she rectifies it. Yeah, that, That's how I bet it plays out, but we will see. Do you guys want to watch this video? Don't I'm try kidding. this at home. Sure. Yeah, I promise you'll like it. All right, are you ready? Yep. Ready, set, play. All right, so this is Lorenzo. He trains at my gym. And we're talking about how he's got a little bit of body armor here. So I'm going to try to blast through it with a hook. I, don't, I, I, I probably can't, but we'll see. Hey. 
You get lower and more front, so you get his liver. Wait, is he wearing body armor? Or is he just no? Back? He's just fat. He's a beast. Look at Joe try it. Can't chop him down. If he hit him like that. Is Joe left handed? No. He injured his right in the first. Damn it! Damn it! Damn it! Damn it! Damn it! Wow. He is throwing that so hard. I never thought of fat like that as a real tactical advantage in a fight. That's not how Houdini died. Houdini died letting a guy punch him in the stomach, and uh, the guy hit him twice the second time he wasn't prepared. What about uh, Houdini? Uh, Houdini died letting a guy punch him in the stomach. He tensed his muscles and take the punch, but uh, the guy hit him when he wasn't prepared. I think he ruptured his spleen or something like that, and he died. Wow. Yeah. What an awful way to die. Because yeah. you probably don't know you're dying. Until it's too late. I don't it's remember like, the specifics. I remember that how it, that's how it happened, though. Hmm. When was that? What, was right? that like when was he around? <laughs> it was Udidia. Nineteen twenties. Yeah. Oh, 20s. well, Chiz knows because that's when he got his hat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a Houdini Touché. original, part of his spring collection. <laughs> <laughs> who who remembers what Houdini's brother's name was? Uh, Harold. I mean, you Harry... think that his name, they had two Harry Houdinis. <laughs> yeah, right? I messed up. Right. Get your brother Harry, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> Herman. Herman? What was Kane. it, Kyle? It's oh, Iggy. Ah, oh, fuck you. I like, George Foreman had like seven kids all named George Foreman. And when they asked him that, they were, you know, they're like, why would you name all your kids George Foreman? And he's like, well, that's the best name. Which one would you want me to slight? You know, the I oh, gave all my not, kids not, the best name. He gave him that name because he didn't know his own father's name. He said, "This way, they know who their daddy is. Mm -hmm. That way, they I, all know who their father's what their father's name is because he didn't know." I'm going to Google this because I, I know that he said my thing at one point or another. Or maybe he ate some. He has had a lot of head injuries. So, I mean, was... at this point, if you ask him, he'd be like, "George who? Jo yeah, George who? Uh -huh. Y'all want some grills?" Yeah, like, <laughs> if you haven't noticed, I'm a boxer, and I can't even spell my own name, <laughs> much less my children. Yeah, th there's, those people do not stay sharp for very long. <laughs> Houdini's appendix ruptured, not his spleen. Oh, thank you. Well, now you know. Have any of you had an appendix removed? I have not, no. I haven't either. I'm just hoping that it stays... I don't know what it's supposed to do, but let's hope it doesn't do what... I know it to do, which is explode and kill you. Chiz uh, was born with an appendix. Ch Kyle is wow. right. Uh, the, 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 according to Google, uh, he named them because if he ever got separated or divided, he wanted them to know that his dad was really him or something like that. So Yeah. Hmm. A big part of his training regimen was chopping down trees. He used to go out there with an axe and chop trees. And now I keep reading that that boosts your testosterone level substantially. I think just because of the way it feels. You know, you get your nice flannel on, some denim, you get out there in the woods, start chopping. I've been splitting wood. Uh, like, probably every other day I get out there and split wood for an hour or two. And uh, I just like being outside. How's Colin, by the way? He's good. Uh, so we took Colin to the doctor yesterday, the surgeon that worked on his foot. And uh, he took it out of the boot. He took the stitches out and the gauze off of it. Just for a little test, he had him move his toes, and they're all connected, and they all work. And um, 
uh, we like we touch them. I was worried about nerve damage, so I like touch them very carefully. My wife used like an artist paintbrush, and uh, he seems to they seem to be just normal toes now uh, in terms of feeling. So it takes six weeks, which we'll call it's forty two days, but we'll call it forty days. And today he's eleven days into his forty day period, and then the boot comes off. 40 more days and he's full strength. So that's all, that's all great to hear. I'm glad that he's progressing well. So the Ghostbusters trailer came out the other day. Um, I watched this thing. Let me preface this by saying the Ghostbusters was one of those movies that, um, that we had on cassette, right? It was one of the ones we had in our collection. So that meant I watched it many, many times. Ghostbusters 1 and 2. One's obviously a much better film. You've got an amazing cast, though. Originally, Ernie Hudson's role, the black guy role, was supposed to be filled by Eddie Murphy. But I think putting Ernie Hudson in there was even better because you've got three, like, white goofball scientists, all of, you know, SNL alumni. And then you've got er Ernie Hudson in there as the everyman role. That's what Chiz just, th just threw in there. And that's true. He's, he, 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 he's the one there to, uh, to be the audience's role. He, he's there so that Egon can explain this shit to Ernie, but really Egon's explaining it to us. And Egon's just want, he just wants a job. Uh, excuse me, Ernie Hudson's character, the black hair, just wants a job. This new thing, it, it looks, looks so disgusting. It mm. looks so awful. Mm -hmm. It looks like such a betrayal of what the Ghostbusters is about um, that, that I'm just sickened by. It has nothing to do with the fact that it's women. I'm perfectly comfortable with a female cast taking over that thing. But that black caricature uh, of a character that they've produced uh in that role is is awful the the melissa mccarthy character i don't like her doing anything it's just she's not it, the black character no she, i know she's not but i don't no, like her character Leslie either Jones. and the the chick who's licking the the fucking pistol like what the fuck is that what the fuck is that like like you're you're a scientist who's like fighting ghosts but you find time to lick a pistol like, like, like it just seems so stupid and so dumb it's and really i know it's a movie about in. fighting ghosts but it used to be a movie about fighting ghosts that you could kind of suspend your disbelief and be like, yeah, they're fucking fighting ghosts. The ghosts look like shit. The old ghosts look better from the 80s. This looks like, mist, um, I don't know what it looks Scooby -Doo like. Scooby-Doo movie bad. ghosts. Scooby-Doo movie ghosts. Perfect, perfect. Um, I'm, I'm, I actually I'm really do have a problem that they're women. I, I, I feel like these people are somewhat action heroes. And if you cast an all-female action hero movie... There'd be a lot of discussion over what, like... Charlie's Angels. I, I feel like it's silly. Um, and this is silly. They're all fat girls, too, aren't they? No, no, they're not all fat, but a couple of them are fat. No. A couple of them are very fat. A couple of them are fat. A couple of them A couple of them could not jog around my house without being completely winded. Yeah. No, they could not. A couple right. of, but Ghostbusters isn't an jump. action movie, by the way. It's, you know, it's more science-based than anything. Here's the worst oh, part of all they, this. I mean, it, it, they're... They need Think at least of the, the level movies. of athleticism. They're not running around doing things in the Expendables or anything. They're Think walking about, and s sauntering around I, with their guns and stuff. I feel like I need to remind you of them getting sucked into the river of ooze and, and, and you know, hopping aboard the Statue of Liberty and, and, and using it to smash it with the museum and roping down in to fight this like giant thing. 50 flights of stairs or something to battle that thing at the top. They were tired. They climbed a lot they, of yeah. stairs. They, they fought stairs. a god. Fair enough. Are you a god? No, <laughs> then die. And Bill Murray's like, if someone asks you if you're a god, you say, say yes. yes. 
the biggest problem I had with the trailer, I don't know if anyone else noticed it, at the very start of it, it opens on a black screen and says, you know, like 30 years ago, four scientists saved the world, which is one inaccurate, like you just pointed out, it's three scientists and an everyman guy, but this is not a, a sequel, it's not a prequel, it is supposed to be a remake, so when you allude to that, go on. You're wrong about that. Bill Murray is in this movie. Yeah, as um, a cameo role. Bill but they've wrote, said it is, is not a, it is, is not he, a sequel. It's a reboot of the, the franchise. Uh, I can read okay. you it right now. It's a reboot. So the problem is if you're alluding to that in that universe, it doesn't make any sense. Hiding Bill Murray's cameo because he's the one producing the ghosts. He's the reason that there are ghosts. That's the whole secret to the movie. Furthermore, that it shows it's not a sequel or anything. If he's in there producing the ghosts, it you know. Well, he. I, it's I don't straight know. up a reboot of the series. It, That's the issue with this. Not necessarily, but in any case, looked like shit. Not interested in. It. I saw that it got tons and tons of downvotes. Mm -hmm. um, it's not a sexist thing at all. It's practically it's Rebecca Black's Friday. It it's just about seem the, like it's going to be very funny. No, it doesn't. It, they took something that was a real classic. I mean, that 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 I really care for the Ghostbusters a lot. It, it's one of my favorites. Um, it's not it's not a perfect movie. It's not a well acted movie exactly, but it's a good fun movie to watch, and I like every bit of it. And this remake looks disgusting and like a mockery of 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 my childhood favorites. So I, I I'm not excited for it at all. I will not ever watch. It. Uh, I I will not ever watch it. You won't even torrent it. No, I, the same way I don't watch the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movies because like I didn't come to stare at Megan Fox's tits. I want some Ninja Turtles, goddammit. And they've got ninja weapons, so there should be a lot of blood. I want an R-rated Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I want that rat to get out there and be grabbing eyeballs and shit. I it was, should be real. <laughs> I was in high school when they like got big, and I just I mean, wasn't he's a into rat. it. Yeah, like, I, there's never been a time in my life when the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles weren't stupid. I was four years oh. old, right? Christmas yeah. comes around. There's the turtle van. It shoots fucking pizzas. I got Donatello, Leonardo, Michelangelo, Raphael. They're all backing me up. We're going against the Shredder, right? He's got the brain inside that body. They're tunneling up from the underground. And my little imagination's just going as I pit them against one another with my, you know, hundred green army yeah. men with their bazookas backing me up. You if know, you were was, four, was I was 17. And I'm like, this shit is gay. Get me some girls. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah. I just, you makes know. Makes a lot of sense. I was... I, I, it missed me. So no. when I was around four, five, I liked the Power Rangers a lot too. Yeah. In addition to the Ninja Turtles, somehow I was around for. So I wasn't into the Power Rangers again, too old. But I never had an issue with it. It was just like, oh well, that's for kids. It's not for me. Whatever. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, on the other hand, like I somehow had an issue with that. The teenage version of me was like, no, that's too stupid. That's stupid. They, it, what they, what's their superpower? Liking pizza or something? They're just yeah. they're, they're ninja turtles <laughs> like who eat pizza. Like this is so dumb. I, I just. Oh, did you ever watch Street Sharks? Yes. I yes. I loved Street, Sh street I had all Sharks. Street Sharks. Yes, the Street Shark <laughs> figures and in the action figure battles. You know where you'd have like all of little kids action figure battles. It's basically like what an adult is. It's like fan fiction. Where it's just like people from every storyline, just fuck yes. it. You know, you get it. Power Rangers, you're in here. Turtles, you're in. Street Sharks, you're in. And they would always be the bruisers because those action figures were huge and those were ripped shark people. Oh, those were so cool. I wonder if you can still get those. Yeah, Street Sharks. <laughs> Read it. I don't get it. The Bolton family is strong in Street Sharks and Game of Thrones. That's oh. the family in, uh, yeah. in Street Sharks. I <laughs> oh, so you like Street Sharks too, Chess? Street Sharks! Yeah. They literally swim through asphalt and emerge yeah. <laughs> to fight their 
to fight their father's enemies. Who, who it's really it. Street it's Sharks wasn't good. a retarded show. Just built to sell toys like Power Rangers and Transformers and shit. It was a good show. I like Voltron. Probably too old. This is horrible. That's too old nope. for me, Kyle. Come on, nobody was into He-Man. I was. Oh, I liked He-Man. I had the He-Man sword. Okay, I was the you master. Spoiled of child, the you. I oh, we had to hunt for this thing. I remember. I'm oh. five years old. I I got the sword, and this thing, like the He-Man and the Master of the Universe sword, was electronic. When you hit shit with it, it made noises. So it'd be, it'd be like. So I'm walking around. I'm fucking He-Man, and I'd say it. I have the power of the universe. Of Grayskull, and, I think. And, and and then I'd fucking hit my Maybe aunt right. like she like she was Skeletor and fucking try to kneecap her ass like and she, she's just screaming and I'm just like ah I, I was He-Man. I love that shit. I watched the movie. The movie's terrible. Dolph Lundgren. Awful. <laughs> it's real, real bad. Uh, it's real, real bad. Um, uh, but I had all that shit. I had the toys. I had the castle. I had Castle Grayskull. It's got wow. like a, yeah, I had Castle Grayskull. I had all of the henchmen. I had He-Man, uh, whatever that big cat he rode was. It was some sort of like alien tiger thing. It had a name. Um, all of the characters, I had them all and I'd make them fight. And then they, it, it all got stolen from me. There'd always be like, I, I never had any kids that were on the set friends that were kind of on the same socioeconomic level. So I always had these poor kid friends who would like steal shit from me and you couldn't trust Gross. them with toys. It still exists like, to this day. Like you'd leave your like plate. Yeah, it still does. Yeah. yeah like, <laughs> like, I, I can remember like I had this huge Play Doh thing when I was like six. Like I had the Play Doh factory with all these things it would do. And, and I must have had like 50 different colors of Play Doh all organized and shit. And we moved so it had to be in storage. Fucking cousins got into it. All my Play Doh gone, left out, hardened, mm. you know, ruined all my shit. Took my Castle Grace. That's why they're poor. They can't take care of their stuff. Damn right. I, I, Did I always you ever get into any trading card games? Because those were the worst if you had poor oh, friends. They would just fucking. They friends. just. No, I don't leave you alone in my room with my cards because you'll fucking swipe one and I won't notice several days down the line. Fuck you. The worst is paintball because that's what I wanted to play as a, as a 12 year old. I got my own gun. Hell, I got three. I got five 20 ounce air tanks. I got 2,000 rounds because I actually went and bought as many as I needed. Nobody else does. Everybody else has got shit guns. They, they don't have a parent. The to poor help kids played them. airsoft in our they in our groups. They didn't have um, they didn't have enough paint. I'd have to supply them with paint. Like, oh, that's getting expensive. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, if I want to play with somebody, I gotta like. You have to it. host an event, basically. I have to host an for event for your childhood like, friends. Yeah, it, it was absurd. So, so like, it, I always had that issue. None of my friends were ever, ever had the same cool shit I had. That so I ended up playing by myself a lot, which. I don't know if you could tell. It shaped, it shaped me. Led to mailbox it's, destruction. and That's why I keep this, uh, this little piece of onion here in case I have to show any emotion. Yeah. <laughs> onion! Onion! <laughs> oh, that was so funny. That was one of the best parts of that episode. I, I don't want to spoil anything. Are we like talking about Always Sunny in Philadelphia? You yeah. ruined uh, it we're talking about me. Prosper. You regressed. You we're bastards. actually talking about episode. We're actually talking about Prosper.com because in today's economy, cash really is king. So instead of getting stuck with a high-interest credit card, you should go to Prosper.com. Prosper's online marketplace connects people who need money with those who want to invest. Invest in you. You can use Proper, Prosper to borrow up to $35,000 in, in as few as five days. With Prosper.com, you can borrow money for just about anything you want. You can pay off high-rate credit cards. You can fix up your house. Even plan a vacation. Anything you want. It's your money. 
Prosper.com is the better way to get the cash that you need at a low interest rate. To check your low rate instantly without affecting your good credit, go to Prosper.com slash PKA. So for up to $35,000 in your account in as few as five days, go to Prosper.com slash PKA. That's Prosper.com slash PKA. I think I was reading about this. Yeah, yeah, Prosper's yeah. cool because you can, you know, borrow, but you can also invest too if you want, if you want to play around with that, you know, because they need to get the money from somewhere. It's almost like crowdfunding alone. You yep. um, so I gonna say, oh, oh, the uh, there's like financial independent subreddits and stuff, and some people are like, hey, I've got you know fifty grand, how can I get this much out of it? And services like this are one that they point them to, like on the loaning side, they you, you get a high rate of return, and it's no work for you so i don't know it's an interesting new world of like micro lending or you know just lending outside what traditional banks have used to do it's uh what do they call it a, a disruption disrupting market something like that where uh mm. yeah you know, someone just attacks a problem from an entirely different angle and changes the game and uh yeah be interested it's pretty neat so, prosper.com. Check them out for all your money lending and borrowing needs. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, did you type something in chat? Yeah. What did you Yeah, write? Manny said a new low in advertising. I said, no, Manny, it's a new high. Six yeah. motherfucking sponsors. Suck a dick, Manny. Jesus Christ. Who's Manny? <laughs> no idea. Some I don't know. He's, in the he's, internet. He's, oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kill yourself. Yes, that is uh, I was going to try so to tie it into a sponsor, but they probably don't want <laughs> yeah. murder talk and sponsor talk. Kill yourself with Kill. this. <laughs> Kill yourself with Dollar Shave Get Club. Get alone. <laughs> Grab a razor. We won't go that way. <laughs> everyone's everyone's telling Manny to suck a dick. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, fuck you, Manny. <laughs> So where do we go from here? Let's see. We've covered we've covered it, the entertainment realm. We've we've covered. If you uh, had five hundred dollars to burn, what would you buy for yourself? What do you want in life in the five hundred dollar range? Wow, that's pretty limiting. Mm-hmm. A thousand, I feel like I could give you a better answer, but five hundred. Hmm. That's a lot of hats. I'm gonna be honest. I don't think there's anything that costs five hundred dollars that I want that I don't already own. Own. Um, I mean, I've got. Yeah, right. It's like it's not to say that's an insignificant amount of money, but certainly not for a lot of people. It's like, well, if it was at five hundred, I might have gone it by now. Uh, I mean, this is about as good as I'm gonna get for a gun for five hundred. I mean, actually, I I want a Sig P two thirty eight. I think two thirty six, the smaller one that shoots a three eighty. It's probably two thirty eight. And I don't know. I just haven't pulled the trigger on it yet. I don't know quite what to do with it. I think, like you mentioned, it's not a fun shooter. It's just a nicer carry. Do I really I've want got, that? I've got a $500 watch. I've got a roughly $500. Oh, I would get a, uh, a Sure SM7B and a new mixer. Ooh. Yeah. It comes out to roughly that much. Yeah, yeah, it does. I like the Sure SM7B. People have said that they hear me breathing through this because I'm too close. So I've tried to be a little further, and I got I put the big foam on it. We'll see if that helps. Yeah, I, I really can't think of anything. Um, I'm trying to think of something that $500 is extravagant for that item. You know what I mean? Like, mm. like, what? It's a $500 bottle of wine, of Coke, you know, or a $500 like 
light bulb or are you saying i have to spend this money like i can't keep it and save it i have to spend it because if that's the case i also might buy a 500 like processor or something like a cpu because mm. i'm not going to spend that amount of money probably you know out of my own pocket interesting yeah i just there's not a lot of stuff on the 500 dollars amount that i've denied myself you know so like what exactly do you want at that price point that's what makes it interesting i uh you know, if it was like, if you had 25 grand, then you know, I'll pick a car or something. Like Taylor, all if my you things? had $500 to burn, what would you treat yourself with? What would you buy? Ooh. What have you denied yourself in the $500 range? 5,000 packs of magic cards. You know, roll the Is dice that... to get a Black Lotus. That's an investment No way idea. you could buy that many packs for that amount. Um, you buy I don't know. I, I guess I would say it's not enough to like jump into a new hobby so to speak but it's enough to bolster another hobby so i'd probably just buy a ton of ammunition so i wouldn't have to worry about that for a long time which i'm sure kyle and you probably have a ton of ammunition just laying around i'm pretty good i'm low on, i i'm low on shotgun shells i think those are so cheap though like comparatively hmm. unless you're buying have... like home defense rounds or something i have a lot of ammunition he does i i would have bet on that yeah. <laughs> a lot of times bullets per gun you have a lot of ammunition like a lot of times <laughs> i don't know i'll buy like we did an m60 video a few months ago and, and i bought you know enough ammo to make sure that even if there were multiple takes i could have it and didn't need multiple takes so i got like a you know 2000 rounds of 308 now upstairs i got my 308 rifle out today and went and plinked a little bit and that was fun i have um but I, like i don't know i, I bought a couple I, I had this idea that I wanted a lot of ammo on hand for some of the different calibers I have. So in nine millimeter, I've got like a thousand rounds. In um, what is an AK forty-seven shoot? Help me. I seven point six two by thirty-nine millimeter. Thank you. I've got it. A thousand rounds of that, maybe more. Um, two two three, or I think it's literally five five six. I've got like a thousand rounds of that. Um, a couple hundred rounds of three eighty, and oh, a couple hundred rounds of fifty cal, all tracer. Yeah. And um, wow, that's pretty expensive, right? How'd that happen? Why'd you get Tracer? I, yeah, you know, it was for Woody's lab, <laughs> and I thought it might uh, make for more interesting videos if I ever made videos. So, what you October really is just a few months away. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way you're so thinking. What you, what you really want is incendiary, though, because the Tracer takes like uh, 150 meters to like ignite because uh, you know the bullets moving so goddamn fast, but mm -hmm. uh, the incendiary. Is, is what Let you me really see what it is. It, it's it's not far sure. from me. If you show me what color the tip is. How much is an incendiary one? You know, um, I don't know because I was given a lot of it um, about four years ago, and I'm still using the allotment that I was given. I was given several hundred, maybe 800 rounds of 50 BMG uh, mixed in uh, incendiary, armor-piercing incendiary, tracer, armor-piercing incendiary, just tracer, spotter tracer, Ralphos, uh, slap, slap T, a um, little bit of everything. So I've got a lot of 50 BMG stuff. That's actually, you see that little barrel sticking up right there? That's my, that's my 50 cal back there. Um, so I like that stuff. It's, it's a lot of fun. I've got some 12-gauge incendiary rounds now, and they're pretty fucking outrageous. I was shooting those out of my candy cane gun today. It's that like 8-foot-tall 12-gauge. Put a big six power ACOG on it, and at 100 yards, I'm shooting a, a plate about like this offhand, and it's just explosions. So it oh, came yeah. in these boxes. 
American Eagle? Yeah, is that bad or good? Um, fine. <laughs> um, fine. I mean, it's not. It's, it's, it's fine by it's, that. Like, it's not the worst. And yeah. It's certainly not the best. What would yeah. you say is the best? I'm not an expert in that, but I would get Hornady. Oh, that's what my home defense are. I think it was cheap. I think it was posted on some sort of sale, and I was like, oh, I'll stock up. So it is Tracer, like I thought it was. And um, we'll open it Can up. Can we see around? Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm working on it. Try not to tear open the box more than I have to. Here we go. Looks like this in the package. Oh, let's see the tips. Uh, these are the backs. I'll get them out. Oh, it looks like they're all stuck together, maybe? They are. Ah, okay. Uh, so what does that tip color mean? The backs, interesting that they're different colored in the back. To is, me. It just, is it just brown on the, uh, the tip? Yeah, I'd call that brown. Okay. Yeah. Tracer, right? What? It, oh, I think Kyle's going to break out something with more interesting tips, is my guess. Are those the only 50 caliber ones you've got right now? Uh, it's the only kind I have, but I have a lot of these boxes. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think I may have exaggerated when I said I had hundreds. I don't know if I... There weren't that many boxes back there. There's only 10 in here. But I've got a bunch of rounds. At 50 Enough. Points. More than most. Yeah. <laughs> more, than, more than most, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I have the the other stuff. Like, I've got... um. You know, I'll grab one. Ammo cans and stuff. This will just be a second. Okay. Jiz, are you here? No, he's not. It's just me right now, guys. It's just me hanging out. Um, go over to my... My channel. Check me out. Like all my videos. Check out my pod. Check out the Truly Terrible. What's your podcast pod. called? Truly Terrible. Check it out. Ah. Go go over there. Do that. Spam the shit out of all those videos. Comment silly things and like it. And uh, this is what happens when Woody leaves. And Chiz and Kyle. This is horse shit. This is just my podcast now. I would do things differently if I ran things around here. Oh, you bet your ass I would. Gotta be quiet now, though. Boss is Jesus, coming back. Jesus, where did everybody go? I don't know. You like know, this just thing? me here. I went away. And everybody me. disappeared. This thing is legit heavy to like carry. I'm trying to. Prop but Kyle's got a belt of ammunition right there, racked over the the couch. No big deal. Oh, it went too far. Uh, I've got <laughs> just a, a lot of rounds. I think you can't see with your thing. Yeah. But Ah, shit. Managing the webcam is kind of tricky. But, um, I don't know. I'm ready for zombies. This stuff smells bad. How come you didn't it just, um, bad? how come you didn't keep them in the boxes? Is there, like, any reason why? Um, yeah, it's just not quicker. a great reason. But I watched Kyle load his uh, magazines, and it was just so much nicer. Like, he had ammo cans like this. And, uh, mm -hmm. you know, just watching him, they're so easy to grab out of a can and drop in the thing. It was like, oh, that's way better than having them all, like, in the plastic. And, like, sometimes they come in. Uh, my my 5.56 came in these, like, stripper clips for some reason. Mm -hmm. And uh, you get to fight, like, every one of them out of the stripper clip. And uh, Kyle had a pile. It was like, pile is so much nicer to just grab and load. So that's why mine are in these things, because I envied what Kyle had. 
So, I couldn't find any with like good markings. So blue is incendiary. I think that these. Um, How much is one of those blue incendiary bullets? I really don't know again because I've always gotten them for free. Kyle, um, it's called a stripper had... clip, right? A stripper clip that, that when you put them in the like a Mosin Nagant, they'd come in a, a clip. Is it not called a stripper clip? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes, it is. They're all writing stripper like I'm crazy in the chat, and I'm like, I think I have it right. It's. If you make a mistake to gun people, they will tell you. <laughs> yep. But I think I have that right. You could just call it a clip, but yeah, stripper clip works too. Yeah. Um, I think that red and silver is probably armor-piercing incendiary. It mm. may be armor-piercing incendiary tracer, though. Um, but in any case, it does a lot of stuff. Inside, there's a steel penetrator that's... Uh, really no joke. It, it really goes through a lot of stuff. It makes a difference. Kyle has a... Um... A thick piece of concrete uh, on his like shooting range and uh, if you shoot it with a regular 50 cal versus that you're like oh yeah that it does a different thing right yeah keeps going what will the regular it, one do to it compared to the it'll powerful? so it'll blow out a spot about this big around and about that deep but Half it's really like apple. you hit it with a, but it's really like you hit it with a sledgehammer you know it would just disperse the material um, just a hard impact a punch but the penetrator it does that and then that steel penetrator continues to burrow into the concrete in a way that normally, you know, lead projectiles, copper projectiles would splatter and deform. This keeps going on in. And it, you know, it burrows in pretty far, about this far. And I've dug them out with pliers and stuff, and they're pristine because that steel they're using is so hard. Um, you can pull them out, and I've heard of people using them as, like, punches, you know, um, using them at the end of a punch and stuff like that. Um, so, yeah. And then huh. the um, the slap T rounds. I wish I had one. It's the point of it is almost like a pen prick. Like it's it's very sharp, and I think it's tungsten. I think it's tungsten carbide. Um, they also make depleted uranium rounds. You know, if you if you really, it's really want to shoot right? That's like the point of it. I think the point is that it's um, really hard, uh, dense that, material that penetrates well. Isn't that what the tungsten is? Tungsten's just like a really, really hard material, right? Yeah, they use it on like tooling and stuff. Um, you know, to on uh, on tooling and stuff. It's an element, yeah. I think, right? Isn't it an element? Yes. Uh, we need wings of redemption for that. Um, if you got a metal question, <laughs> I like to refer to it. It might is. I think it's kind of like aluminized steel, like they use in the metal. Element seventy four. Thank you. Thank element you. Element seventy four sounds like a Not really. It sounds like a movie that would let you down. While we're here discussing the element, let's, let's see if we can disprove uh, hell uh, using the periodic table. I, I feel oh, like that's the only... Stop. <laughs> I feel bad. <laughs> ah, come on. It's funny. It <laughs> I don't even know what we're talking about. There's a I'm Wings just, of Redemption I'm... video where he used science to disprove hell. And I think, if I remember right, it tied into the idea of an eternal flame needing to burn atoms or something. I recall this now. And, we'll just uh, leave yeah. it at that. Eventually, yeah. it's just all gone. No more carbon. And that's when I lost Magic my... Magic is not on the periodic table, unfortunately. Oh, mm -mm. uh, I, I remember that. Um, Woody, myself, uh, Taylor, um, and, and, and all of us, we, we, were, we were at the paintball event when that video came out. We all really enjoyed it. That was a, that was a good night. I, that was a good trip in general. I had a great time. Um, was that the same trip? You know, we went to Applebee's and had that, had that wild, crazy night and... 
Um, there were two or three meals during that that I that I felt were like really fun. I enjoyed hanging out with everybody. I liked that trip a lot. Yeah, that was oh. a fun one. The trips all Going blend to, together uh, for this, me at this point. That place with the skirt that was fun. Tilted uh, whatever kilt. That, tilted skill. Kilt. Yeah, that place was all right. Yeah, I like that too. Yeah, I wish I'd managed to stay fucking sober so I could have maybe fucked one of the tilted kilts, but. But no, you were you were too kind with your accepting of shots bought for you, right? Just yeah. couldn't say no. I kept drink they kept buying me drinks and I kept drinking them and I, I definitely missed out on getting late on that trip. That was a real bonehead mistake. And I and it ruined the evening. You know, I'm vomiting out the truck window on the way back. Just a real <laughs> uh, Joe like legit held a grudge for me because I think I like blocked he was photographing you in the side view mirror and maybe I leaned forward or something. I ruined it. And uh he, now he doesn't have video of you vomiting out of a car, which apparently he valued highly. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> uh, there's video of him doing it in the sink. In I had that video. Hotel. I deleted my copy. I'm not yeah. going to, you know. Mm. But, yeah. So, it's it, not but, like, vomiting out that window, it was just, we, we were going fast, too. I just hung my <laughs> head out and just let it fly, and it was just vaporizing. And, like, I, I don't know. <laughs> it's you just ever, a like, mist. pour a bottle of water out the window and watch it just go, <laughs> and, like, go away? <laughs> It was that, but vomit, and Con- it was like... <laughs> when Colin chopped his foot with an axe 10 days ago, or 11 days ago, he, uh, he had some, like, shock, and he vomited out the side of my truck. And it's the passenger side, though, so I never really think about it or see it. And every so often, I go by, and I was like, the rain hasn't taken care of that yet? There is a vomit trail on the side of my truck uh, from when he got sick, and... Um, I have more character. You're going to want to take care of that because that can ruin paint. Oh, no. Oh, no, not paint. <laughs> no, it can. It's, it happened on my Jeep when I was in high school. I was driving one of my friends and they got hammered. Uh-huh. And they were throwing up outside my passenger or my rear passenger window. And like the initial like bleep got out. But all the remainders just like. You know, the the first rush into battle made it, but the rest of them kind of just trickled out, <laughs> just all over, both inside and out. And I just, it wasn't on my side of the car, so I just left it for like a month, and I mm. walked over there one day, and I was like, well, what, well, goddamn, look at that, that vomit is still there. And I walked back around, got in my car, and drove away. And like probably six months after that, there were just little paint-peeling, ruined areas from this asshole's stomach acid. Uh, really his fault, not the fact that I neglected it for half a year. I agree. Well, one thing I'm sure of, Woody is very concerned about the pristine paint job on his beloved vehicle. I think he should be. It's it's It deserves it. You haven't <laughs> seen pictures of this mode of transportation, have you? Yeah, I have. Okay. Yeah, I'll <laughs> leave it at that. Pretty. I, I kind of don't done. want it to rust on the door, though. Like I probably should hit it with the hose. The, uh... <laughs> I mean, it'd be good not to have vomit on your car when you drive to places at the very least. <laughs> you know, I want to put my best foot forward. So yeah. Yeah, little... That's a good minimum standard to make. <laughs> <you know? laughs> like wiping your ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't have to get the dirt off, but there's a level, all right? Get no vomit on the car if we're going yeah. somewhere. Yeah, I mean, I thought I sort of went above and beyond when I got the blood off the floor mats uh, to get the vomit off the side. You it know. looked bad. Dude, it, it. I watched that video and I didn't think it accurately represented how much blood there was. Like it, it was dry, blood, man. Like sinewy by the next day. On day of, it was puddles. It was a lot of blood. Yeah, it was. Uh... It's gonna hurt the resell. Oh no! Yeah, no. I, I, I every how much so often... could you sell that truck for if you wanted to? As 
thousands, thousands, maybe 15, two of I them. Yeah. <laughs> Three twos of thousands. <laughs> $3,000? 3000 is actually the number I have in my head. Uh, yeah. I think that a, a, one in uh, a 13-year-old Tacoma in good shape is probably worth like five or six, and mine is probably worth four-ish, five-ish. If I were to bet, and uh, a dealer might give me less than that, like on a trade-in. You'd be surprised. I, I purchase a lot of cars on Craigslist, and uh, and I've been looking around there. And you'd be surprised from the deals that are on there. We got Josh rolling for just a few hundred dollars. Got him a Ford Ranger. Uh, he's he's what getting year? himself. A, they're all the same, right? I don't even know. Like, like they didn't change that body style for like thirty years. Hope has committed herself to driving by this summer. Uh, there are a couple things that she wants that can only be done when she can drive herself. And uh, she's newly motivated. So I will have a car to buy. I think the plan is to buy my wife a car and give Hope the Forerunner. I like that plan a lot. It's a good plan. Yeah. Is, the so is she 16? She's... She is 16 now. Yeah, yeah. What? What's the delay here? She's not motivated to drive. I, I swear. It, I have a theory. I, I got it from the internet, but it made a lot of sense to me. Um, even you, maybe. Less so. But... If you're 16 now, right, if you're currently 16 years old, you don't need a car to have a social life like you once did. So much of it happens over Skype and Facebook and whatever that uh, I don't think she feels as out of the loop as 16-year-old Woody would have. Bizarre. Well, it's not even just that. <clears throat> I, you know what I love the most? Uh, I'll tell you. It was being able to go get my own food because beforehand, if, say, the family went out for dinner and I wasn't able to get my order in, then I didn't get any food. But now I can go anywhere I want. You know, beforehand, you know, if we're if we're going to go get fast food or something, if dad wants Wendy's, then he's certainly not going to take me to Taco Bell. But now I've got my own ride. It's Taco Bell time whenever I want it to Hope be. It's anything. all the time. Every waking hour of her, it's I, I feel like she works too much, and I pride myself on working. Um, she comes home from school and just works until sleep, and that's like her normal thing. And when I say work, I mean all like she has two extracurriculars. She does she's captain of the speech and debate team, and she's in the high school musical, which is finished now. But that was something that occupied a lot of her time. And now she's found out that by May she has to do a hundred hours of community service, which is a lot of community service, if she wants to remain in the National Honor Society, and uh, it, like. I don't feel like if we added a car to her life, a driver's license, the only change would be she has to drive herself. What are we laughing at? I didn't tell any jokes. <laughs> I'm just remembering when I got assigned to have to do community service for to stay in the National Honor Society, and I didn't tell my, my mom or dad until it was like two days, like literally not enough hours to do it if I did 100%, <laughs> where I'm like, hey, mom and dad, you know that National Honor Society thing? Yeah, I need to do 100 hours of community service by tomorrow at 4 so either I'm not in this and I'm not putting this on an application to college or you're going to sign this and say I picked up litter. And they were like, all right, well, you know, we got us over a barrel here, Taylor. Well done. You know, really? Do they even hesitate? Because I feel like my dad would just be like, don't do that community service. Bring that over here and let me sign it. <laughs> from the beginning. sign it. They're going to trust me. <laughs> like, maybe I'd write a few checks here, too. Yeah. <laughs> cash them. <laughs> like, uh, but, um, but, yeah, in all seriousness, she does seem to be occupied almost. Like, she oh, So um, I probably shouldn't put too, hope, too much hope stuff out there. But at her last speech and debate 
competition, she lost her glasses. And it turns out she needed new lenses anyway, so I'm picking up a good portion of it. But she didn't need new frames, so now she has to buy the frames, which she is working off 10 bucks an hour being my slave. And uh, I had her do some data entry recently. She's got one hour knocked off already. Um, she is going to be my new chiz. I'm going to wire up the stable, and she's going to like be my partner in this thing so that I don't have to like run up and down the ladder and all that stuff. So she's my new stable partner. She's going to earn those uh, frames, and I'm going to be psyched about it. I, that I have... poor child. That poor t child. It's gonna she be... has, I don't know, I guess on a weekend she'll work, but I mean, I can attest to her schedule. I think it's almost illegal how much she works. Woody, yeah. are you telling me that, that, that Hope is so brave, so fearless, that she can climb up one of those, those step ladders? <laughs> I don't believe Yes. Are we talking about a full three feet off the ground? I climb ladders, you cunt. <laughs> really? Many really? ladders and scaffolding. She is not going on the roof. I bet you could count the ladders you've counted on one hand. You've climbed on one hand. That's not even true. Oh wait, oh, wait, wait. Hands? I don't you know, know if it's true, true, but I do know that two hands. There's a strong chance. Okay, you forget how many times I was on a ladder underneath the roof, putting those two by fours in the cross sections. Oh, that's right. Uh, yeah. So mm. there was a roof. That's how you probably. got the. That's how you got the PTSD. Work, that was the PTSD <laughs> day. Yeah, yeah. You're right. I remember that. Yeah, the day oh, I don't that mean to make fun of Chiz, but yeah, yeah. So what we would do is the um, because I'm not an expert when we sheath the roof. If people don't know what sheathing is, that's the plywood that goes across all the roofing joists. Um, an expert would have had them fall right on the roofing joist so that two of them sort of landed there. Mine would sometimes be in the middle, so we had to like support the middle with blocking so that it like if you stepped in the middle, it wouldn't bow. And uh, uh, Chiz would be under the ladder holding it while I was on the roof nailing it in place, and. Um, yeah, so there's probably a lot of ladder time for that. Mm. But it's the sort of ladder you'd need to reach up and touch a ceiling, not like an uh, eight-foot ladder or anything. Fuck yeah. that. <laughs> so this is not a ladder guy. Uh, I don't. Is it the heights? Is it because you're way better at gravity and the... the <laughs> the damage could be... Like, why is it that you dislike ladders so much? My center of mass is larger, so if you take a line... No, it's not. You're right. But if you look at my shape, <laughs> I stick out from a ladder more than you do. So uh -huh. my tendency to lean back from said ladder is more than yours. I do not That's like being up high. It is not. <laughs> Just admit you're afraid of the heights. I am. I said that. But at the same All time, right. it I has to do with fall. The reason I'm afraid of heights is because of falling. <laughs> That is why. It's my from mom, the falling aspect. When I was a teenager, my mom, she was heavier than she wanted to be at the time. She's thinner now, actually. She's lost weight. But um, when I was a teenager, she fell off a ladder. It was, she was, it was a step ladder. She was maybe on the second step, like two feet off the ground. And she hurt her knee bad. I don't know what it was, like somewhere on the level of a torn ACL. She couldn't walk for a while. My wife took care of her girlfriend at the time. And uh, the reason that she busted up her knee compared to... Like, what would have happened to, I don't know, uh, Jackie Onassis, is she weighed more. And she took more damage when she fell. And when Chiz was cautious of that, I remembered that my mother had that issue. That she hurt her knee falling off a two-foot ladder. I'm like, that could happen to Chiz. Like, I see where he's coming from. Because yeah, he's better at gravity. Yeah, about the rate of falling, I will take more damage Chiz, than if Woody Chiz. jumped off the roof. Chiz, Chiz is awesome at gravity. 
Chiz, do you also <laughs> suffer from osteoporosis? Mm, I no. I think he might. Like, Why would like he suffer older, from osteoporosis? I don't get this joke. Well, I mean, you described a it's an elderly an thing. It's an old lady thing, yeah. yeah. Woody's well, mom was in her prime when she fell, I'm sure. Well, I'm just trying to make a connect. I'm just trying to make fun of you little bitches for not yeah. fun. Well, I, while not good at going up, I'm very good at going sideways and knocking down walls with my massive center of gravity. He would. I would be... Uh, Again, it's the same so, size. That's just nonsense words. That doesn't mean anything. <laughs> no, we would have to... I use fancy words. We would have to tear the siding off of the... Uh, of like the building, right? Because we were tearing it down. We did demo before we built it back up again. The siding was like rotted and had vines. And uh, I would go to the top and like do like a Spider-Man thing where I'd like attach straps and stuff to it. And then Chiz would go from the bottom and like just sort of like pull backwards like a uh, like a donkey maybe. <laughs> and uh, and you know he he just tear this stuff down. It was pretty good. That's uh, we worked as a team. We got it done, and the barn looks or stable. I guess looks excellent now. It, it looks excellent. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure it's improved since the last photo you sent me, but man, it looks legit. Liked it a lot. I like the color. Yeah, I bet I could show yeah, a picture to nice. the camera. I could find one. So what's our bet, Chiz, on the next uh, on the election results? It was a uh, five. I, it's a kind of a multi-tiered bet, so I think I bet that $5 that Rubio would drop out before Tuesday. Um, doesn't look like that's going to happen, but $5, right? And, but it was, I think I bet $100 that Trump gets to 1,287 delegates because um, I think he's going to win Ohio tomorrow, uh, next Tuesday, and I think that puts him on a, a pretty good path to do so. And what was the other part? So 5 for Rubio, 100 that Trump gets enough for the nomination, and 25 that when it goes a to a brokered convention, so I'll lose this one by default if it does, you know, if the first one pans out, um, that Cruiser case stitch will be handed the nominee. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I I'm, think that's... I'm willing to take more, too. I don't <laughs> know if I'm not taking any of those bets. I gave one yeah. to Woody about the Democratic one, too. I, I got Wait, did I take a bet? To... I don't think I have a bet. You didn't take one. I proposed yeah. a bet. What was the bet what? again? That. Sanders and Clinton will get all the way to the convention and there will be 200 delegates. That's, I'm not saying who wins because I, I would put money on Hillary, but I say it's a close race and there's 200 delegates spread between the two of them. Hmm. Um, I would take that vote if I weren't already uh, going on the Trump train here. I think he's going to get 1287 because I think he takes Ohio and Florida uh, next Tuesday. And I think that that really just gets rid of Kasich, perhaps, and, uh, and Rubio. And then when it's a, a one versus one with Cruz, um, at that point, he needs to win about 50% of the delegates to, to lock the nomination if he takes Ohio and Florida next Tuesday. And I think against Cruz, he can take 50%. Because he's, I mean, getting up there in the high 30s and low 40s in some of the polls in different states now. Um, I looked at six different polls for Ohio. He was leading in every one as of three days ago. I now I've seen a CNN poll where Kasich is ahead by five. It's going to go back and forth this week. It's it's a it's a kind of a coin flip, but uh, Kasich is very popular in that state. Um, very I, popular governor. Polls just don't matter. I, I can't. Into any well, of these. don't matter is a stretch. I think. Yeah, you know, I think polls are pretty indicative of who actually wins. But um, for some reason, Trump always seems to underperform his polling. Like it. it, it not that he's time. losing, but if he polls at forty percent, he gets he wins with thirty six. If he polls at fifty percent, he wins with forty five, and I don't know why. Maybe his ground game is weak compared to the experienced politicians or something. I don't know. But I, I, I don't know. 
sometimes it's not though, right? Sometimes, like in South Carolina, he w- he wasn't polling uh, very well, and he, he he destroyed it. Same thing in uh, Nevada. You know, sometimes he he mm. underpolls and over uh, over succeeds. I think it goes back. Both maybe ways. I'm just maybe I have a confirmation bias or something, and I just see what I ex- want to see. I don't know, but uh, I bet he wins Florida, loses Ohio, and uh, but at that point, like Kasich is so far behind. It's, uh, sure, he's not going to, no one is, I, you know, I'm betting no one gets enough delegates at this point. Like, everyone else is almost mathematically out of it because they're not going to win any states. Trump Cruz is getting it. harder every time. He's, Cruz is the only candidate who can mathematically still win. He has to win every, he has to win every winner take all, and he has to start winning decently in the other remaining states, which are winner take most. Yeah, you got to be a close second. You know, I mean, like and, I said uh, to Kyle the other day, if Trump took every winner take all, that would put him about 40 delegates, 40 to 60, I forget, over the nominee requirement. And he's not going to win Ohio. And I bet he splits in Illinois with Kasich. Kasich. We shall see next Tuesday, my friend. I, I think he's going to take Ohio. I hope he takes Ohio. Um, I, I, I've, I've been fascinated by this whole election cycle. It's, it's, it's so entertaining. So, 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 so entertaining. Um, and, and, and it's all because of Donald Trump. Um, the campaign that he has run is unlike anything else uh, ever seen before, and it's got—it's just—I mean, it, it creates so many highlight reels, so many funny videos, so many memes, so many jokes, um, and it turns out that that might be more important than a than a political background and a good plan, uh, if uh, to as far as the voters are concerned. So, Cheers. interesting stuff. I have a question for you. How have you been getting guests that are so much better? than PKA's ever had before. Yes, I'm curious. I work hard. But like, like what is the technique? Is, like, you, do you use your Twitter a lot? Like, do you have like a media packet that you send out to draw people in? Like, what do you do? Sometimes I use Twitter if there's no other way to reach out to them, hoping mm-hmm. I catch them when they're active. But otherwise, I try to find like an email or some kind of business contact through someone's agent or something through their website somewhere and scour around for an email. And I send over, I've got a pre- a pre-written out thing I sent to everyone I'm reaching out to as a guest with numbers and why it'd be good, and then I have a media packet that goes with that. Hmm. Just just working Damn. real hard to, to get the day and make the show even better. Are you doing a good job? Yeah, a lot of people well, thank have, you. Uh, appreciated your... I, I was know. on a guest hot streak, and then fucking Mr. POTUS over here threw that through a threw that for a whirl. Hopefully Still we have Tim Kennedy next hot week. Streak. It's you. I would... I'd, he said yes. He asked for like the call-in information tonight, and I had to tell him like we're on Skype. Do you know what Skype is? And you know, so hopefully get Tim Kennedy on camera. That'd be nice. That he was over. He was over somewhere doing something for like is two weeks. Is he still fighting? Not. not I, think I mean, so. I mean, well, he's doing something fighting related. I, I fighting is a broad thing with him. So he's a soldier, and that was the aspect right. of fighting that I meant. Like, right? It, do they do they ring him up when they need a couple of guys killed? I think so. I think he's part of some battalion or squad because he was just over somewhere. Like he took pictures of his cot, and he's got pictures of all these other guys with him and guns and stuff. Like, so wherever he was before for two weeks, he had like no internet or access of communication, and he was sleeping in a cot. So, dude, can, I think Tim, Tim Kennedy is still active in some regard to the military. So, uh, being in the public eye, private, he whatever. gets death threats all the time, right? You know, whatever. Even as a UFC fighter, I'm sure there's idiots out there who want to kill you for one thing or another. And and um, he started, I guess, when they found out he was special forces. Like, the UFC was marketing him as a special forces guy, because he is. And uh, he started getting death threats from ISIS. 
So the uh, the CIA you know, reaches out to him and says, "Look, man, you know, we're concerned. We've got like credible threats that there are people from the Middle East who are trying to kill you." And he's like, "How concerned about this should I be? People try to kill me all the time. Like that's what I do." And uh, they're like, I don't know. Well, we're concerned. So Tim Kennedy's fucking response, <laughs> he makes T-shirts. Like, and they say, ISIS, uh, send whoever, whoever you want, but don't send anyone you want back. And it was just like, <laughs> you know, now he's selling T-shirts. Uh, for, he's got a brand called Ranger Up or something. Send anyone you want, but don't send anyone you want back. Mm. Well, shit, not scared. And it'd yeah, be pretty Tim cool Kennedy's if he was there. our guest. He's an impressive person that's done a lot. Yeah. He's a great fighter, too. Yes. Yeah. He's currently ranked, like, seventh or something. But I looked at the six guys in front of him, and I'd pick Kennedy, like, in five of those fights or something. Like, well, I mean, I think they just pushed Bisping up to, like, number four in that division, too. And, you know, he beat Bisping. Yeah, he's beaten a bunch of those guys. Like, a lot of the people that are ranked ahead of him, he's already beaten. So uh, Yeah. It was funny. Tim Kennedy was like, this is the only time I'm rooting for Michael Bisping in the solo fight. You know, he was rooting for him. A lot of people were. That was, you know. Yeah, a, a lot. Uh, Anderson Silva lost a lot of fans when he got busted for steroids or performance-enhancing drugs, whatever they were. Yeah, you know. fuck that Brazilian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I. There seems to be a correlation there. I don't know. But then Americans do peds too. <sighs> mm-hmm. What was the uh, the tennis player uh, that just got caught with the uh, using the? Uh, performance enhancing drug i don't know i didn't even hear about that the female russian yeah there's been like eight more russian athletes Sharapova that have come out or something like that Sharap- uh yeah Sharapova, Sharapova? maybe yeah uh, apparently it's some medication uh, some heart medication um but you're normally prescribed it for four to six weeks and this bitch has been taking it for 10 fucking years and she's won like just dozens and dozens of uh, you know accolades uh and doesn't look good but I saw that it uh, it's recently been added to the banned substances list, I think this year. Um, but she's been taking it for 10 years. She tested positive. All of her sponsors, except for, I think, Head. Uh, Head is a, a tennis racket uh, they make skis manufacturer. Too. Yeah, they make skis. And, yep. Cool. Well, um, everybody but her, but them, seem to have dumped her. Nike, Tag Heuer, um, uh, Porsche. Uh, she lost a lot of big money sponsorships this week. Uh, and they dropped I'm sure her she's set. Yeah, you would hope so, right? At this point in her career, but it's it's you know, it's pretty disgraceful uh, for it to to go this way. And like I said, eight more Russians tested positive for this shit. Eight, it's either eight or ten. Wow, it sounds like a, like a Russian thing, kind of. You know? mm-hmm. So that's like we need some of this stuff. Every time I hear about one of these like products that they're using, I'm like, how how do I get some of that stuff? Right? I remember they were talking about the stuff that Mark McGuire was using back in the day, and we were all like, well, where do we get some? <laughs> yeah. like, I want to hit some fucking home run. Look at that guy's skull. Like, I, want, I, I want that. Because I, I'm friends with Joe Lozon and he's a clean athlete, it's changed. Like, I'm really hard on these cheats. Uh, if I had never met Joe, I think I would have been for like an all steroid league, you know, like, oh yeah, bigger, crazy action figure people, whatever. But now it's, it's like, dude, fuck. Like, Anderson Silva used this shit for a decade, you know, broke records, made millions. How would the world have been different if all the steroid users weren't on steroids? You know, I'm not calling any particular Well, member. his retina would have been attached still. You're thinking for, of Bisping. Oh, sorry, Bisping. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, you know, like, Joe's ha- Joe has, like, 22 fights. 
guarantee some of those guys were on steroids. It has to be. You just don't fight 22 mm-hmm. UFC fighters and not run into a guy in the pre-USADA days who, who didn't take roids. And, and who t- Yeah, I think I said it right. Anyway, so yeah, I don't, I don't like the cheats. I watched Misha Tate uh, on Fight Pass earlier today fighting a woman who looked like a man. It, 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 Joe Rogan was like, you know, for a 135-pound woman, she's got more power than, than I think Misha's uh, used to. This, this woman was like a, um, a really accomplished wrestler, but God, she was... Kat, did she lose? Yes, yeah, she lost. Kat she had an incredible Zingago? fight. Was, it, was that her name, Kat Zingago? I don't recall. I just okay. remember she had, an, she had a great... Uh, he kept talking about her, uh, her right hand, and she kept throwing this combo that, that like she, this overhand right and then a little, a little left to follow it up that she missed a couple times, but first round she hits Misha with it, staggers her badly. She wins the first round, but then Misha wins rounds two and three uh, pretty handily on the ground. Um, and they were making the point that the, uh, the girl that Misha beat, what, being such an accomplished wrestler, didn't have very much experience from her own back. You know, she's used to being in a dominant position on top all the time, and then now all of a sudden... It's not collegiate style. It's 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 jujitsu. So there's strikes mixed in, and she's on the bottom, and she just couldn't handle it. There's elbows raining down constantly. And yeah, in wrestling, uh, of course, if your back is to the ground, you're getting pinned, and that's terrible. So, like for example, let's say I was hypothetically to take down a wrestler, they would flip over and land belly first, like wide. You know, they'd land like this because they're not gonna like putting your arms out is dangerous in fighting because you're giving people gifts and they can bend them the wrong way. But in wrestling, it's making sure you don't get rolled over. So they land on their belly like that, and that's giving up your back in MMA. So they don't spend very much time. They're just inexperienced on going to the pin position. And which... Joe's so good at talking it, it, it talking uh, his way through what's going on in the mat and making me understand what's going on. He's like, she should have her arms inside right now. She should be pivoting her hips. She should be popping. She should be bridging up mm-hmm. anything to, to get her off, and she's not doing that. And, and I was like, oh. Yeah, that makes sense. He's and, and you know he would he was pointing out their leg work. He's like, she should be hooking that leg. She should be trapping it. She should be spinning around trying to get free. And it, it went the distance, and it was a, but uh, it went a decision. But it, it was a Misha Tate win. I think um, uh, R- Ronda Rousey had beaten the chick, uh, like just previous to that fight. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, just, I just remember the woman she that, that Misha Tate was fighting looked very masculine, and her shoulders and and arms were were just terrifying. Um, a lot of these women are just getting, they're getting scarier and scarier. Rhonda looks yeah, scary true. too. She's right outside of fights. Rhonda can sometimes look a little fat to my eyes, but um, mm-hmm. when she's getting closer to the weight cutting, man, Rhonda is just, she's born to fight. Uh, it, it, as soon as someone loses a fight, I feel like MMA fans turn way too hard. Conor McGregor is still amazing. Muhammad Ali lost fights, you know? He came back and got stronger. Uh, Conor McGregor went up a weight class. Nate was, was long, and he's, he's particularly good at what Conor's good at also. And, uh, you know, lost and it fight. wasn't a, it was a close fight. It wasn't uh, – it could have gone yeah, either way. I, I, Conor, I thought, won the first, gassed out. And, uh, you know, if, if I've watched the fight a bunch of times now. Conor – I, when I first watched the fight, I thought Nate clipped him, and then suddenly it was a changed fight and it was a big deal. After watching it more, I was like, oh, Connor didn't get ruined because he got hit. Connor got hit because he got exhausted. And, um, you know, just, just for whatever reason, couldn't go as long as he had to. It doesn't seem like there's any excuse for that because that's the easy stuff. That's the stuff that you and I, given the, the time, 
could accomplish is cardio. Cardio is just, just just cardio. You know, it's 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 doing rounds on the bag, or it's 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 literally just running. It, it, that I, that disappoints me when someone who seems to be skilled, so skilled, uh, you know, physically and 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 have so many talents, and and then it's it's cardio. I don't know what it is exactly. Like I've got a couple things going on. One, um, he had more muscle than he had in previous fights. I think, to my eye. And uh, kind of like a, a muscle car, you know, they, they just burn cardio more than a thinner guy. You know, whenever you see like the Yul Romero's or the Hector Lombard's in there, the guys who were just like jacked for their weight class, they typically run out of gas a little faster than the other guys do. So that might have been it. Or it could also be an adrenaline jump. That happened to um, Lozon. I forget which fight. But there was a fight where he gassed out uh, in, like after a round and a half or so. And uh, all the haters were like, oh, my God, too much time on your Xbox as they type on their keyboards. And uh, he since learned to manage the adrenaline dump. You know, he came out there. He was like the super him. And then the adrenaline wore off and he wasn't anymore. And that's something that that fighters have to learn to deal with. Maybe that hit him. You know, I could it would probably hit me, too. What do I know about UFC fighting? So, uh, uh I don't know. Sometimes fighters gas halfway through a fight, and it's not because they didn't train. It's because, uh, um, you know, they, they gassed out. So Yeah. I enjoyed that fight, I guess. Um, it, it wasn't all that I had hoped it was going to be, I suppose. I really thought he was going to win that for some reason. Um, I wanted Connor to win. Uh, I am a Connor fan. I like him. I'm a Diaz fan, too. But I like MMA to have something great, you know? Like, the. There are times in basketball when you've got a, a Bird versus Johnson, when you have a Michael Jordan, when you have a greatness, and then there are times when there aren't. Like there's a different MVP every year and like you know, it's kind of balanced. It's fun when Jordan exists while you're watching. It's fun when you realize like, oh, we have a Muhammad Ali right now. This is incredible. And to watch Connor in his weight class anyway, just knock everybody out except for Max Holloway in the first round or two and, and talk the way he talked and back then walk the way he walked. Like you're like, yeah, we have a Muhammad Ali right now. You are living through a Wayne Gretzky. And that only stays true if he keeps winning. And I, I, that's how it felt, you know, and I'm not saying he was the best fighter. I like I, I recognize he's a little one dimensional and, and such. But in terms of like my excitement, look, I got excited to watch McGregor fight. I really like watching that dude fight. And um, I really like watching Same. that dude hype a fight. Yeah, I uh, I know. Was... I like what go on. I, so, so I like the antics in there. I like so. So what I don't get excited about is um really boring uh basic stuff like if if their if their technique is just something that i've seen a thousand times before if if you know it's jujitsu on the ground it's they're shooting and, and and trying to avoid takedowns and then there's some stand-up some dirty boxing oh we're on the ground elbow 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 hammer long fist. periods now of time against the fence with ineffective knees right yeah. that can be but dull. when mcgregor goes out there he's going to do a cartwheel and try to do some sort of cartwheel spin kick and and mm -hmm. and he's probably not going to hit it. Probably not. I haven't seen him like really connect with. Yeah, any I of haven't that seen any of those question shit. mark kicks do a thing yet. But I like watching yeah. him. I like watching him. I like when he like does a, a barrel roll across the mat or like does some like monkey stuff or it looks like he's doing some drunken boxing out there all of a sudden. I like that a lot. Um, and, and it's it's all about being a showman. And he's found that that really important medium there between being a showman 
and being a piece of shit like Anderson Silva. Like, I watched that guy go out there, and I know they play that clip of him, like, fucking dodging a dozen that. punches. Okay, sure, that, that, that's great. But you're dodging him because you wouldn't get anywhere near the guy all fucking night, and he's just frustrated. Like, mm -hmm. like you've, been, you've been running from that guy all night long for, like, 20, three, six, nine, yeah, like 15 minutes or something like that, and he's just frustrated and tired. A Anderson Silva, arguably the best counterpuncher in MMA history, right? Great fighter. It's Royd head, but whatever. Um, but Kyle's right. You know, like, he's making you come at him, and I get a little frustrated by that. He's doing a dance. As if he's clowning you. No, you fuck. You're doing that dance because you want him to come at you aggressively. And it worked, but... And when it doesn't, it's the most boring fucking fight ever. The Dana Take the Maya most fight. recent one. Yeah. Or, yeah, that. Incredibly frustrating. Uh, is that the one where Dana White didn't even want to bring the belt in there? Might have been. I'm not sure about that. But, uh, yeah, and, and him against Bisping was another one where he just, you know... Walk backwards for too many rounds and wondered and why he didn't get the decision. people are paying sixty dollars. People are paying sixty dollars for that shit, and you go out there and clown around and be a fucking piece of shit. Yeah. When, when, every time that happened, I was thinking like, the UFC, it, it, the way it's kind of set up, it's a little bit wild west uh, seemingly. I, like I, I'm like, I wish Dana White would be like, you know what? Fuck you. Fifty grand off. You lose fifty grand. We're gonna refund that to the fans well, it's somehow. Bad for his like, you know? It's really bad for his business. If his whole business is charging people $60 to watch a fight, and that fight is shit. Yeah. Um, I'm glad Anderson Silva uh, got caught with the roids. I'm glad Bisping beat him up. Um, I hope he's out of the sport. I hope I hope it, it, he ends up in some, like, bullshit league. like Some 30 getting, for 30. I hope he gets some, <laughs> some bullshit. I hope he's in some bullshit fighting league, fighting, like, Tank Abbott and uh, <laughs> some eight foot tall African guy and the and the fridge Perry. Like I hope he's he ends up in the freak fights. Nobody finishes on top, you know. Wow. It's it's. Nope. I mean Peyton Manning did, but it's it's super rare. Even like GSP who finished on top, is going to come back and not finish on top. It's hmm. it's you can't do a comeback at thirty seven you know, and like reclaim. I think your you under you underestimate how much Vaseline that man has at his disposal. <laughs> he's going to come true. in, and, 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 and they're going to be like, where's GSP? He's, like, he's that puddle right there. Get at it. <laughs> he's just going to be a little translucent puddle. At, That's an over old his school corner. reference there. Back when BJ Penn was one of the most feared I didn't like people that. in the world. I it was a bullshit BJ fight. <laughs> I yeah. liked BJ Penn. I watched him in The Ultimate Fighter. I watched him. I think he fought Pettis. Uh, not Pettis. Um, who did... Who, who was he? It was the older yeah, Pulver, guy. Pulver, um, Chris, Jen, Jens Pulver. Mighty Mouse. Or, Jens Pulver, yeah. Jens I Pulver watched him fight Jens Pulver. Uh, that introduced me to Jens Pulver, and I, I started liking him a, a little bit. But I that really like BJ nice. Penn because uh, because there was one of those things where, you know, they give the whole fighter's background and all of his accomplishments and his pedigree, and I was impressed by BG, BJ Penn's. I, I liked him a lot, and I kept talking about – they talk about his cardio and this and that, and I, and I liked him. And so that, that GSP fight, I was like, this is going to be good because even though – I felt like GSP was overrated. I felt like BJ, as beloved as he was, was underrated because he, he was coming into that as an underdog. And I, I wanted him to win so bad. And to see that he was just fucking cheating. He was coated. He was glowing. So was BJ Penn is very good on the ground. He has amazing grappling. And mm -hmm. what GSP did is he coated himself with so much Vaseline or baby oil or something that even when you wiped him off of it with a towel, it, the sweat came out of his pores as a lubricant. 
and uh, not just sweat, but like he was he was sweating oil and sweating Vaseline to the point where you just you couldn't prevent this guy from being greased up, and being greased up against such a great uh, BJJ guy let him escape and pull his arm out when an arm with more traction or friction would have would have not pulled out. So. Yeah, it was bullshit. It was bullshit, and he won. Bullshit. You wouldn't allow. I, I'm trying to think of a parallel for another sport, but I mean, you know, they catch that pitcher out there with some pine tar. They they fucking throw his ass out of the game. You had two and more cylinders in NASCAR. Gate. They're not okay with that. You know, it's a Absolutely. big deal. Yeah. So, uh, I like watching MMA though. I like I. I feel almost guilty. Like these guys work so hard and take some damage, and you know, it's a. Uh, I, what they do is superhuman, and uh, I don't know. I'm almost not worthy to watch it. I like it, too. I really enjoy it. Um, I get excited and a, a little afraid before the fight, even if I don't know the fighters or anything about them, because I know what's at risk. I know what's at stake for each of them, and it's not just... You picture just, yourself in there, right? I picture myself in there, and, and the butterflies and the fear. And, and some, I, 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 sometimes I see the fighters, like, on, while they're walking out, they'll kind of like yell really loud or like to get themselves hyped up or something and I, i'm like he's scared right now that's why he's yelling he's out there going ah because he's like ah be scary because this fucking yeah. sucks <laughs> i don't want to get beat up dude sometimes i don't know why this goes through my head but when lozon fights in particular in my head i'm like making a decision as to whether or not joe or i should take this fight and i feel this sense of relief like ah. Oh, I'm so glad Joe's got this one. He's way more qualified. <laughs> you know, he's just like he's a he, between the two of us. He's a much better choice to handle this situation. Uh, I don't know why I, I process it that way, but it's like, oh yeah, yeah. I have a similar mindset. Yeah, like like when I see those guys go in the ring, and it's like, I, I can't imagine the the stress. And I I couldn't stay focused. I feel like, I feel like I could be a good like like when there's no pressure on like. I, I feel like I can remember all the things I need to remember. Like, okay, yeah, keep my left hand up. Keep your left hand up. Keep your left hand up. All right, move to the left. Move to the left. Pivot, pivot, pivot. All right, rotate your hip. Rotate your hip. I can. I might be able to remember that when you know we're in practice or we're in hit my mitts. gym or your gym. Hit mitts. But when we're in there and Bruce Buffert's fucking fucking laying it out there, and I look around and there's oh, flash bulbs going off everywhere, and it's just like I can feel that mat, and that I bet that mat feels different than the mat back home. I bet it's newer and rougher, or maybe. You know, it's it all different. It's, it's, yeah, it's really scratchy. And, and there's that guy over there, and you, and he's he looks fearless, and he's been training for the last six weeks to kill me. And it's go, and, and, oh, it's time. All right, all right. <laughs> Fuck. Oh no. <laughs> the other thing is, like, fighting is the win lose business, right? Like, it, every fight, one guy goes up the mountain, and the other guy goes down, and every fighter is just about two or three fights away from getting cut from the UFC. You know, if you're on a one-fight losing streak... That's holy the scary s- part. Yeah. And uh, it, it, it's... it's I, I don't know how to say it more. It's the win-lose business. Like, somehow you can lose in baseball and in football and stuff, and it's okay. Like... Yeah. You know, well, you can't kick out a whole team every time they fail. Right. If a team goes, I don't know, 6-10 and 10 this year, it's... Most of those guys will be back next year. Like, like literally, most of those guys keep their job. You go six and ten in the UFC, you're gone. Uh, it's uh, you won't even get that far, probably. Probably not. Yeah, it's it's the win loss business, and it's uh, super rough. It's incredibly entertaining, though. I'm looking for the. Do will we ever step up to gladiatorial games again? Do you think that's coming? No. 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 Never. UFC already had their human cockfighting phase. 
<laughs> oh man, I, I I know we've we've talked about this before, but I think that would be highly entertaining. Um, I would. I agree. Be, Not going to happen though. Roman style gladiators, swords and shields. I don't see why, if you're sentenced to death, why not try to fight for your freedom? Come on. I don't know. Yeah, at our entertainment, make death race real. It would be fucked up. No, death race seems like a, a terrible idea. But getting them into a big arena with swords and no, shields. No, that's a good I idea. Could... <laughs> yeah, that is no, a good no, idea. No, the one with cars. Contain the carnage, right? You're talking about a nationwide death race where we put these convicts in high-powered motor vehicles with weapons attached. Can you I'm compromise about... on Running Man, you know, with Mr. Freeze and uh, <laughs> you know, whatever? No. Chainsaw Sub Dude Zero! On... Sub Zero! No! Just Plain Zero! It's just like, <laughs> who wrote this shit? <laughs> I've seen The Running Man a dozen times. I love that shit. Schwarzenegger just doesn't give a fuck. And that Latino chick, Latina chick, Wearing that onesie with the camel toe is so fucking hot running through there. Ah, oh, that's great. Uh, that, that's a good one. I'm a big like fan that. of the camel toe. I think it's a good look and that more women should do it because it's attention grabbing and they love I that. love the camel toe. Mm -hmm. I'm a... Yeah, and, and I, this modern oh, era of, of women wearing, wearing um, so many you know, yoga pants and, and, uh, right. and, and so many similar uh, 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 bottoms. Lots of camel toe to go around. I see it all the time. Tons My of camel toe. My business venture is going to be women's clothes, right? Camel toes and then bras with perky nipples just built into them. So if they're not perky, it looks that way over your shirt. That does I not like seem it. like it's going to sell uh, at it, all. Oh, please. It's the next big thing. No, it's, it's a sports bra. You don't understand. It's for when they're running. Uh, yeah, right. it'll be at the gym. It'll just be a sports bra with fake perky nipples. And at telling you, everyone at the gym will wish they were with you. It's Don't going show to that be, the audience. It's going to be a huge hit. Okay. I'm going to look at something, and I'm not going to show you guys. Wow. This is the finest camel toe to be had. She knows she's rocking the camel toe so much that she's covering her camel toe. Yeah. I mean, I think she's wearing a cup. <laughs> so that's Kate Hudson right there. If you search Kate Hudson camel toe, you'll get there. And there's a lot of related Im images that are really just as good. Lots of camel toe here. It's I good like stuff. I think there's a camel orange. toe subreddit. Uh, women in the orange. Yes, they are very hot. I think they are. Yes. Oh, they all have camel toes. You know an they, awesome subreddit that I don't hear mentioned very much? Bikini Bridge. <laughs> Bikini Bridge. Uh, yeah. If, uh, and what is that about? It's is that a, about uh, a you know, vaginal with, mound? No, it's um. Or they're on a bridge. A really... I know what it is. Let me guess. Let me guess. Let me guess. Is it the the bridge that is created between sort of the mound of the vagina and the hip bones? Yes, but I don't feel like the mound of the vagina plays a role. If she's I feel lying like on her back, she's lying on her back typically, and the hip bone. That I guess the belly is so flat that the hip bones protrude a little bit. And yeah. you don't usually see under the bikini, or at least not anything good. But there's like an imagination zone there. We're like, ooh, I can see in that bikini. Can't see shit. Ooh, but... imagination zone. Yeah, but the, I'm telling you, dude, it, 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 check out the Bikini Bridge subreddit. Tell them what he sent you. And uh, I, I swear you're going to be gonna be happy for my recommendation. It's good stuff. Maybe I will. I hmm. prefer uh, the Camel Toe subreddit. Uh, it's, it's good stuff. I mean, I'm not, I don't mean to knock the Camel Toe subreddit. I just feel like Bikini Bridge is, uh, is pro tip right there. Fair enough. Mm -hmm. All right. Got at least 10 more minutes to go. So, Kyle, what do you do with the bulk of your day? Hmm. 
Today sure I got up at. Oh, didn't you say you were working super hard recently? Remember you? Yeah, this is like a few days yeah, ago. Yeah, I'm building a few things. I'm He's wearing things. jeans, so you know he was working today. Mm -hmm. I'm actually not and wearing jeans. Wranglers. You're wearing pants, though. I yeah. saw. Yeah, but they're sweatpants. These are these are my oh, old you sweatpants. Phony. They're God very comfy. They are. They're so comfy. Um, um, yeah. Today I got up at like, I got up at eight thirty. Uh, took a shower. Um, got ready, and then I waited on the cable guy to get here. Um, kind of, kind of made sure that that got done, and then it was eleven by the time that was over. Um, went to my dad's place. Um, I had three guns to kind of zero the scopes in. Did that. Hung out with him for another two or three hours. Um, went to a friend's house, returned something to him that I had borrowed, uh, some gun equipment. Uh, came home, watched two or three hours of TV, and uh, what else did I do? Um, I had a few phone calls to make, maybe an hour's worth of phone calls. I had to call uh, one of my lawyers, and I had to call um, for some licensing stuff. I had to call some, someone from the state of Georgia and set a few things up. That's about it. Didn't really do anything too labor intensive. Last week I was building a lot of stuff. We built a porch and uh, some target holders and among other things. My days have not been that interesting. I've been working late nights, which means I kind of sleep my morning away. You know, I'm, 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 I feel like I'm waking at 11 and maybe even laying in bed till like 1130 or something. And uh, then I don't know. Oftentimes I do something around the house during the daylight. I might split an hour worth of wood or Today I went in the crawl space and looked at the insulation and some other stuff. And then, uh, like, Woodycraft kicks up again. You know, check in with people, see what they need. We got a bigger hard drive because we have this factions reset coming tomorrow. And uh, I needed to get a bigger hard drive. And that's just, even though it's not me doing it, oh, my God. You know, back and forth with the questions. The, like, it's the support. It, it's, it took, like, six hours of being on top of them to get it done. And uh, it, that's, I guess, Woodycraft after I get up, like that kind of thing. So, yeah. <sighs> but tomorrow we have a reset, and I uh, hope, I think it's going to go good. We worked really hard on it. So, it good. should be cool. Hope it goes smooth. Thank you. Well, I will be in, I, I, I know this is the third time I've brought it up, but it's, it's, it's really. Present on my mind. Are you staying at his house or at a hotel? Are you spending the night? Or are you coming back? What's up? Probably going to spend the night at a hotel or something. Um, I Smart. think I think I'd I think I'd like that. Um, it's probably what I'm going to do. Depends what, what what all we get into. Like I said, I'm I'm going to bring a flamethrower, and uh, I think it'd be funny to make like a 30 second little like quick promo that I'd do the voiceover of later, and like just add it together myself. Like made yeah, from the finest ingredients in South Carolina. You know, just we could have some fun with it. Um, really, the, you get you're Asian in this promo for some reason. Korean. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, that was um, I don't know. We'll figure out a, a persona to to be the voice, the, the the hot sauce voiceover guy. But um, mostly I'm gonna get his photograph wearing the chef's hat, uh, you know, holding a plate of hot wings and and, and get that for the bottle. Um, because we're yeah, ready it's gonna to turn out cool. I'm excited to see those. Yeah, as soon as I get the uh, designs of that to the hot sauce uh, company, they'll, I mean, it's they'll they'll print them, ship them, and we'll have hot sauce in hand to ship out pretty soon. I think the hot sauce and the knives are going to come to fruition at virtually the same time. 
uh, maybe within a week of each other. So, so that's gonna be good. Yeah, save your yeah. money, people. We got shit coming soon. Yeah, it's yes. gonna be cool. I I'm looking forward to seeing Wings. I haven't seen Wings since we did the FPS boot camp. Um, so I, I think that'll be interesting. I haven't been to his house in like three years. I went to, up there January first, uh, uh, like 2013, 2012. I don't know which one it was, but uh, Woody was with me. Went up there and had a good time. I uh, got to meet the whole Wings of Redemption clan. I remember I blew up like a pound of tannerite in his backyard. That was my first out. time seeing tannerite blow up, and it was pretty neat. Like, I'd blown up firecrackers and stuff like that, even, you know, like, biggish ones. Like, if you've blown up an M80, you might think, like, oh, my God, quarter stick of dynamite. No, dude. A pound of tannerite? Like, my hair doesn't move, right? Like, it's, it's, it's kind of helmet-like. And uh, this stuff, he shot it, and, like, the shockwave was just, like, whoop you know <laughs> like 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 i'm like like it like it hit there's like a you know a hit to it and i was like yeah. oh my god like i just felt a shock wave like it, it, that was a thing and it was really loud and it was like a physical push on you and it it was my first time feeling that so pretty cool yeah yeah that was fun uh i think that was one probably wings first tenorite experience too we did it right in his backyard we we're pretty close to that that was good stuff yeah, maybe twenty five feet or something. Like yeah, that. like you. Yeah. Know, I don't know. I just Kyle seems to know what he was doing. Yeah, yeah. I you know the way I look at it, it's it's I you only got him. a problem. There's a facade a of knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> you only have a problem if there's like something for the explosive to send back at you, unless you're dealing with high explosive. Then you got a pressure wave that could liquefy your organs. But we don't. We're not dealing with anything like that. Mm -mm. So the fear would be that that tannerite would go off, and then like a piece of gravel next to it, or a nail that we don't see in the ground, is then forced at us with a lot of uh, speed, and that hits us. But since it was just you know tannerite in its little container, and it just went poof. Yeah, there's nothing going on. Just I wonder how shock Wings waves, is doing. Air pressure. Like, I wonder how he's really doing. I haven't had, like, a heart-to-heart -heart in some time. Like, I know that financially, like, financially he ran into a couple bumps in the road, say, a year ago. But that's not now. Now he seems to be doing okay financially. Uh, mm -hmm. He's not uh, under any, like, duress. Uh, but his videos imply that he's not that happy, that he's having a hard time just finding joy. And uh, I don't know. I wonder what's Hopefully going on. Hopefully, he's looking forward to this trip with, or not trip, but Kyle coming over. That's neat. Maybe that'll have his spirits up. Yeah, temporary, but cool. yeah, I think so. I, it should be fun. Um, I'm not sure exactly what we're gonna do. Uh, I, I'm really not. I was hoping that Woody would join me on this trip, so that. Wouldn't just be me by myself. I'm sorry. It is the day of our factions reset at WoodyCraft.net, <laughs> and uh, I badly need to be I know. there. So that'll be okay. We'll uh, figure out something to do. Uh, maybe I'm we'll not go sure again in April. Up. I'm always down to go to Wings Redemption's house. That might be neat, and then we'll get some vlogs out of it and good stuff. So that'd yeah. be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. All right. That'd be neat. Taylor, you close to the end. Here? Yeah. Oh, you got. I just want to know, Taylor, what do you do during the course of a day? You have me curious. Today? Uh, well, I went to work uh, for late morning, afternoon-ish. Came back, uh, cleaned for a little bit, and then my brother was going to uh, my other brother's lacrosse game. So he came over for a little while when I got back home, and we played some NHL 15. And then I had dinner, and then... I have been talking to you guys. So did you kick... I, I imagine you completely outclassing him at NHL 15. 
Uh, like you yes. could talk trash the yeah. entire way. Did you take advantage of that? No. Oh, no, Taylor. wasn't being a dick about it. You I'm get, disappointed. It's a game like that, and there's not many people who play with you. You're very nice to all opponents. Yeah, because I'm not about yourself, to hop back online. And get what would Trump for. do? He would dominate. Play. It's a Canadian game. Yeah. <laughs> he would beat the other Canadian. That's how he's doing it now. Yep. yep. My favorite thing about Donald Trump is that the people who don't like him get very upset if anyone else does like him, and that uh, and I like that. And I like that the people who don't like him vehemently despise him. My dad was talking about this. He was at some store buying something, and some people he knew were just going on. Oh, that Trump's a bastard. He's a son of a bitch. And Dad's like, so I just fall right in with him, you know. I like to fit in. Like, yeah, fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not my dad's not political by any means, but you know, I he just kind of knows what I know. I, I'm I'm like, well, you know, Ted Cruz ain't a booger. You don't want him <laughs> to be your president. And that, that other guy, he's a lightweight from what I hear, and I can't even spell that K man's name. So that black doctor fell asleep about two weeks ago. So it's got to be Trump. Let's do it. Oh, and, you know, that makes a lot of he sense. overlooked the Hillary argument and the Bernie uh, one. No. Oh, he had some choice words about Bernie. He Ooh. didn't. Ah, I can't repeat them. <laughs> <laughs> we try to keep painkiller at X maximum. <laughs> it's a rating. Yeah, I, I can't. I literally can't repeat what my father said about Bernie Sanders. Did not like him. <laughs> <laughs> he thought he was. He thought that he was just as bad as Hillary, though, uh, more or less. Um, so yeah. In, in some ways, he's worse, and in some ways, he's better than Hillary. I uh, yeah. I feel like sure. he's he's an honest man doing the what he thinks is best. I just don't agree with what's best, and that's Agreed. that's where I am with that guy. That's how I feel about Trump, too. Just an honest man doing what he feels is best. And <laughs> Absolutely. That's the trouble. Leave it right there. Yeah. Trump train. Trump train. No. I love it. I love that they hate it. It's so sweet. Their tears. I love I don't, it. I, I yeah. love seeing the people who are so frustrated with him. And, and, and I got to vote for somebody on the 15th. I don't know who to vote for exactly. Is it an open election? Could, could you vote for Sanders? Uh, yeah, I, I, I can vote for works? anybody, I think. I think you should vote for uh, for Sanders. I hear North Carolina could be in play for him. It's within 10. But that would make Sanders that much closer to winning, which is not something I want. I feel like there's other people. Oh, he's I not going to win. You just want, But you want him in there as long as possible to take as much. You don't want Hillary going to general election mode anytime soon. You want her spending her money, time, resources, dealing with this Sanders guy and trying to trying to focus on that as soon as she starts pointing her guns toward the gop it it, it it doesn't bode well for the gop and i mean anything but but hillary anything but hillary if there were like a nazi party like i might be like well you know <laughs> anything but hillary uh, yeah. hillary is on the bottom of the list um i can't i can't deal with it uh for for a lot of reasons I, i'm I not like a single issue voter but the way like her stance on guns, like, you know, I'm more anti-gun than you. Oh, you can't handle how anti-gun I am. I'm the most anti-gun guy ever. It's like, that's, you're not selling me. You know, it, it's like a Republican bragging about being anti-gay. Yeah. <sighs> you, no. you know what Trump said tonight? I, maybe, I, maybe I misunderstood him. For, uh, while we were doing the show, I, uh, I opened Fox News and it started auto-playing this thing. And I heard him, um, he was talking about, uh, he said, there will be no better friend to Israel than me. And he goes on to say that um, he's, you know, he's got a uh, a daughter who's who's uh, Jewish, or, or you know, she's married to a Jewish man, I think, and she's uh, she's an Orthodox Jew, and her grand his granddaughter's Jewish, you know, half Jewish or whatever. 
and uh, and then he, he was like last year um, I was in the the Jewish gay pride parade in New York <laughs> and I was like when have you ever heard a GOP candidate go up there and and say that well hey last year I was the you know the the main guy in the Jewish gay pride parade in New York like yeah he's I love the GOP that. without some of their ridiculous religion stuff in it yeah I like mm-hmm. that uh, it's... I like um, I, I like that stuff. I feel like you can only uh, go on what he said recently. I feel like you should ignore a lot of that stuff he says. Look, he, he's Donald Trump, but he's the best chance we've got that's not Hillary. And I can't have Hillary. And I, I, I just can't have Hillary. So anything is better. Anything is better than Hillary. And if that means Trump, then I'm on the Trump train. I don't vote anyway, so who gives a fuck? Same boat. I don't know. I might vote for Kasich over Trump, but he's so anti-Planned Parenthood that's not my cup of tea either. I just feel yeah. like all of them have showstoppers with me. I don't know what to vote for. Don't you want the wall, Woody? Don't you want the wall? John McAfee. I'm voting for John McAfee. I want that wall. I want it bad. He'll make a firewall. <laughs> Nicely uh, played. I like it. I like it. Ended on that high joke. Yes. High all right. So that was Painkiller already, episode 273. (laughs) Jesus. Yeah, Jewish gay pride parades are a thing. Look it up. All right. Hillary for prison, 2016. That guy's on. He's got a thing. I don't care if people get pissed off infamous reflex. (laughs) Bye, all. Good night, everyone.